Previously on Masks of the Alpha Tap. Recap. Two and a half months before the end of the world, the Vanderbilt team coordinate their leads and intention to visit Lady Bass in Alexandria. Except for Jack, who is on her is in her bad books. Matteo, Gregory, and Oliver will investigate Juan Bassart at his favourite cafe, while Kat, Mitch, and Penny head to the Egyptian Museum to find Dr. Kafur. Before leaving, Matteo reveals his anti-scrying device to the two groups, and we decide Matteo's group need it in their possession for now. At the museum, Kate, Kat's group blend in as tourists for a bit. They learn Dr. Kafur is still a curator at the museum, and he will give a lecture in the Armana Hall later in the afternoon. On the streets of Cairo, Gregory spots the door to the Hashish Cafe disguised as a clothes shop. The shopkeeper is resistant to let us through after Oliver's poor Arabic skills, but Matea bribes her to let us through. We avoid the opium, but Oliver still gets a lungful of the good stuff, while Matteo and Gregory lightly puff on the hashish. The pair of them spot Warren Bassart in another booth and approach him. He is on edge and believes there is no hope in stopping the cult, but he will answer our questions. After Dr. Kafour's lecture, Kat approaches him and asks him about the Clive expedition. He informs them of the disaster in the pyramid that caused a cave in the burial chamber of Queen Metacris. He also gives a bit of a history lesson that Nephron Carr, an ancient pharaoh, worshipped the Dark One with Queen Nitocris. Someone called Nefaru rose up and fought these two and buried Nephron Carr in the Bent Pyramid, while he himself buried in the Red Pyramid to watch over them to ensure they never were restored to life. Queen Nitocris, however, was buried in another pyramid and removed from history. He advises contacting the Penhu Foundation or Dr. Clive if you want to possibly resume their expedition. In the Hookah Lounge, Bassart has just, was just hired to work for Carlisle and ship artefacts to the Penhu Foundation. When the expe- expedition arrived in Cairo, he was invited to travel to Dashur with them. During the expedition, Jack Brady informed him that several members had vanished inside the Bent Pyramid. But then the following morning, they reappeared, exclaiming a discovery that they would not share. The following night, he learned the diggers fled because Carlisle had made a pact with, a dark, with the Dark Wind. He went to the collapsed pyramid in Medan and found the Carlisle group performing a ritual with hundreds of people. Creatures crawled out, out of the sand and killed all save for Carlisle and a, a caped figure. A five-headed creature also loomed above. One thing he also remembered is Jack Brady saw Carlisle scramble up the Red Pyramid a few days before and broke something which started all of this. Gregory asked about Nuri, the foreman of the diggers, who could be found in Alexandria. Dragging a very high Oliver back to the hotel, we all meet up again after Kat went on a small shopping trip. Mitch and Gregory decide to visit the Cairo Bulletin to get some more information on Nuri in Alexandria while everyone else prepares for transportation to the city. Gregory and Mitch arrive at the Cairo Bulletin, but as we arrive late, Mr. Wasif has left on vacation and is unlikely to return any time soon. And so instead, the party board a train and check in to the Lighthouse Hotel in Alexandria in the evening. Matteo meditates and see a vision of Thomas and Chai gesturing towards him to the temple at moonrise. Mitch has wandered into town to find some books and meets with Ithaqua and a Madal. The Ice Mistress is on her way to meet Queen Nitocris in Cairo and is considering which side to ally herself to. After she departs, Madal offers a book, The History of Cleopatra, and the Rosetta Stone translation for Egyptian language. 
And after he delivers the news of Ithaqua, we all decide to make haste to the Temple of Bast tonight before heading back to Cairo. After flooding the engine of the first car, we soon arrive. The site is closed, but the guards seem to wave us in regardless. We enter the temple and meet Nurith, the high priestess to Bast. As she leads us to the sanctuary, many cats adorn the temple. Lady Bast welcomes us and warns us we have less time than we think. The cult's plan B is underway. Hypatia Masters of the Carlisle Expedition carries Nyarlathotep's child, and upon its birth it will anchor the Prince of Darkness to this world. Only slaying the mother before it happens will stop him. We are strongly advised not to go directly to the, temp- the Temple of the Black Wind, but instead to repair the seal on the Red Pyramid, as it is not just a seal of light and darkness, it is far greater than that. Unfortunately, Nuria Valwasta has was cursed and died four months ago. The missing piece of the seal is lost. But if we can reach Nuri's spirit and locate the seal, then we can still accomplish this feat. But in order to do so, one must be inside the bent pyramid, distracting the Arthotep and be sealed within it with him. We must speak to uh, the Sheik uh, Al-Raf in Cairo Zoological Gardens in order to gain access to the Durat. We should take incense, food, and barley as tribute to Anubis to gain access to Nuri's spirit. Once the seal is recovered, we can pray to Bast to gain her powers to help charge up the seal. We may ask questions to advance our knowledge. Bast points us towards the Mirror of Mendoza, our books, the anti-scrying glass, and the silver city in the mountain to aid us on our quest. Recap. The following morning, we decide to explore the bazaar for some blue lotuses to offer to the Sikh Al-Raf. Mitch attempts to take us to the bookstore to find a book on identifying flowers, but the shop is gone. Madal has left. We return to the bazaar and Gregory finds a street full of florists, so we, re- so we venture down there. Meanwhile, Matteo undergoes some meditation to consult the Searing Lama in Shangri-La, acquiring a charm to protect his dreams and mind from Nyarlathotep. Cat inquires about the blue lotuses and that it is a rare flower, but a vendor points us to another shop. The owner shows us a picture of one, and they can be found in the high market florists in Cairo or in the aristocrat gardens. With this knowledge, we pick up Matteo and go back to the train station. In Cairo, we split into a reading team and a shopping team to get the blue lotuses, amongst other things, including a bell for Matteo. But the flowers remain elusive. Mitch tries to use his primer to read the black rites, but it just isn't advanced enough, so he decides to take it to Dr. Kafour for a quicker translation. Meanwhile, Cat and Penny read and translate the Necronomicon together in which Penny has a flash of inspiration, and it feels like the words fly off the page and drill into her mind. She lashes out at Cat and smashes a chair to pieces. Gregory grabs her from behind and sedates her. Mitch makes it to the museum and speaks to Dr. Kafour, who is uh, setting up a new exhibition on funeral mark. Mitch presents the Black Rite scroll, and he believes it to be a ritual to summon Lady Bast. Dr. Kafour is in awe of the artifact and declares that given Egyptian law, he can't return the scroll, but he will translate the whole thing for us. By chance, Mitch inquires about blue lotuses, and the doctor gestures to the fountain just outside, which has loads blooming around it. He brings some of them back to the hotel, just as Penny awakens from her sedation. Recap! 
The next day, Mitch tries to make breakfast, but he's told no. We're going to go see the Sheik today at the Zoological Gardens. We arrive and introduce ourselves. He tells us there are multiple places to enter the duet. Be where we must return when the moon is in the sky and Oliver must look into a well. We are dismissed for the day. We enjoy a day at the Zoological Society, except Mitch manages to ruin lunch. That evening, Oliver and Penny head back to the Sheik with the gifts. The others have a night in, basically, studying and meditating. Matteo sees the llama again, then uses his bell spell for the first time, protecting himself till morning. Cat has a drink, then does some writing. Penny and Oliver get back to the gardens. It's dark. The sheik is blinged up. Penny helps get the lid off. It turns out she is now being involved too. It's the temple of Hathor in Quenna. That is where we must go. Down the river, opposite the town of Dendara. There's an oasis with a stone, and a sudden moment later, we are in each other's bodies. The Sheik does something which fixes this, but not before both of them are traumatized. We must drink the red ale in the sacred isle near the Pool of Tears in the Temple of Hathor and Quenna. We both must go. We can take others, but not Matteo or Cat, the Sheik tells us. Then suddenly, he is gone. They return. We go to bed. We have a continental breakfast courtesy of Mitch this morning. Cat tells us a bit about the duet. If there are things we want there, they should be placed next to us. Also, we have to be wrapped in bandages. Welcome back to Masked in the Art of the Tap. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I don't know yeah. why I'm doing a ghost noise. You did a ghost noise because of foreshadowing. 
<laughs> oh, oh no, I'm sad. Where last we left our beloved children, they were in Egypt. They had been having adventures. Jack, you've mostly been hiding out in the five-star hotel that Cat has hired. Uh, you have been working on a spell which is nearly ready to go. Yeah, anytime, anytime anyone pops in, I'm, I'm like, oh yeah, working on the spell. And whenever they leave, I'm like, ah, uh, just take a big pot of grapes out. I'm like, ah. I've been wondering about the grape bill. What spell am I working on? You have been working on, sorry, I am just going through my notes. I can't remember what it's called. Hang on. Is it the judgment of Crancross? No. <laughs> Never again. That one that one always solves more problems than it causes. Wait, do I have that now? Please do not use the judgment <laughs> of Crancross inside the bent pyramid. <laughs> I feel I feel like that's like end game material. I cannot believe that you actually had to cast that spell. You have made a twins, Fox, and Sata. Oh, that, uh, yeah. um, because you hadn't made one yet. That's true. And that's the like um, magical ank that will protect you from wibblies. Whatever happened to my old characters, Prince Crux and Sata? Uh, probably in a box of their belongings at the police station. Yeah, yeah. That's annoying because it took a while to make. Probably going to get returned to his poor fiance back in Milwaukee or wherever it was. Uh, they shall be protected. Um, anyone else has been pottering around Cairo doing various things, um, visiting various goddesses, going on like collection quests, gathering items of importance. And you have, with Bast's aid, come up with a plan to maybe save the world? Question mark, question mark? Best plan we've ever had. It could even work. Good old Bast, old friend Bast. We get on so well with Bast. So Kat and her team uh, are back. They've been in and out of the hotel over the past couple of days preparing things. But Jack, this is the first time you've not been in like a... Ritual casting in your bedroom. So uh, maybe now's a good time for Cat to fill you in on the plan. Ah, fellow humans. And uh, other people. Hello. <laughs> well, it's been lovely talking to you. Until next time. <laughs> Perhaps you'd like to sit down with me in this pot of tea and explain what 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 thing we're supposed to be getting up to. Oh, uh, yes. Penny appears and sets down a tray full of Turkish apple tea, mm. Turkish coffee, and some really nice English breakfast tea. She just gives a nod to Cat and bustles off back into the like uh, distance. This <laughs> is just normal, but I still want to thank Penny more than I do. But it's not a very <laughs> cat thing to do because yeah mm. uh, cat's ladies made turning out at the exact right moment with a tray of tea that's it's perfectly normal, normal. <laughs> yeah what cat's uh, paying for <laughs> uh, so yes we went to the temple how did it go well we're all still here that's good. I noticed that. I'm glad. I'm glad for that. 
Yeah, your your absence was noted did, uh, in the positive sense. Did, uh, did she uh, did she remember me to you? She <laughs> <laughs> had a bunch of panthers who were, she was really sad she couldn't see you to. <laughs> oh boy, I'm gonna have to buy like a cattery or something. <laughs> Provided the world continues to exist. Stop upsetting the dark gods. <laughs> Look. Look, that was hardly my fault that I did several murders. <coughs> yes, there may be ways to return to the favourite bass, but we may have to deal with that later. <laughs> but uh, not today. <laughs> so, our current plan, then, hmm. is that we... We got a lead on where the foreman Nuri had gone. Mm-hmm. And that he'd mm-hmm. gone to Alexandria. Oh, convenient. Which would have been convenient, except that he's dead. Less convenient. Mm-hmm. But he is also the only person who knew the location of the other half of the seal. As far as we know. Ah, so we can't recap the pyramid. It's no recapping the pyramid is still the best option that we have. So Bast's plan suggestion that we've started to look at is to venture into, I guess, the afterlife. And consult with Nuri's spirit to find the location of the other half of the seal. Wow. Um. I, it's not on my list of good plans, but it is a plan. It doesn't quite fall into the bad plan territory just yet. But well, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I have experience of sending people to the afterlife, but like, <laughs> none of them have ever come back with answers. I hope. But yeah, so, so Basta Centers are said so we can get there via the Duat, which is well related to the mythology of where we are at the moment. Mm. So, uh, Oliver and Penny. Have- Oliver looks up and is like, "She did say something that I think we should share with Jack." Oh yeah. Very important. She specifically told us she's not going there to ask Anubis herself because we killed her high priests. Oh. I don't know anything about that, I say in a voice which belies the truth. <laughs> <laughs> but Oliver's like, yeah, me and Penny have been investigating. Um, it would be really useful if Penny and Oliver's characters were here to tell this part of the story. Yeah, who, who are Penny and Oliver? Uh, Penny is Craig. Right. Cat's lady's maid. Butler, sorceress, um, Patsy that Cat has helped made help her read the Necronomicon with to go insane. Oh boy, Cat! Oh yeah, you you'd have loved that, Arona. Like Niles all like, let's read this book together, Penny and Craig, and instantly goes insane because it's the fucking Necronomicon. <laughs> and Cat, Cat there is like, I'm immune to this. Yay! <laughs> We're on a schedule. We just get it out of the way. 
and Oliver. A bedtime story with the Necronomicon. It was like, yeah, that went well. And uh, Oliver is. Oliver is Nido's character. He's Cat's FBI agent that Edgar Hoover has lent her. Ah. Uh-huh. Because Miss, every time Mrs. Vanderbilt leaves the country recently, she gets kidnapped. So, um, <laughs> the FBI have had enough of this and just sent an FBI agent with her. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, there were thoughts as to who would then venture to the Dua. Um, Matteo and me can't go because we're far too steeped in all of this ridiculousness. Uh, you probably don't want to go speak to Anubis. The whole feather heart thing. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, spend I spend a couple of minutes laughing. <laughs> We're sending you anyway, Jack, because we think it would be fun. Look, look, I'm trying to save the world. That has to count for something. Oliver's like, so um, we spoke to the holy man that Bass told us to go talk to who runs the zoological gardens. Sheik Alwaif to journey into the um, duat we need to drink some sort of magic potion in a specific location there's an ancient temple to Hathor, there was a whole vision quest that me and Penny had to go on last night to reveal where we could enter the duat Um, so we have to go to this ancient temple of Athor in a town called Quena. Uh-huh. We have to sit in the middle of like this mystic pool. There's a little like pond with an island in the middle of it. We have to sit on the island, drink the magic dream juice, and we'll all go on a magical quest to the underland where we can petition Anubis to speak to Nuri's soul. But some of you kind of maybe need to stay in the real world so that when Nito Kreese and her minions turn up to eviscerate our unconscious bodies, um, there's someone around to protect them. Mm. Because, oh, Nito Kreese is, is running around Egypt running things, apparently, and uh, Vendanev, the avatar of Athakro, is having tea with her. Yeah, they were... They were uh, she was determining which side to be on. Oh, uh, yeah, aren't they? Aren't they enemies? Vendanev is kind of floating this way and that way, and I think just wants to be on the winning side, whoever that happens to be. <laughs> Bast has suggested we just don't bother, and I think we're a little busy with this at the moment, but mm. if we do better than Nyalatep, then, then, then things... Yeah, she, apparently she's walking around Cairo somewhere with some famous film star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 just she's just collecting the bodies of our friends. <laughs> Uses look, animate cadavers. Look, I needed to have a backup character for Nido nearby for when Nido kills himself again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. He doesn't kill himself, he just doesn't think through the consequences of his actions. And then kills himself. <laughs> I just love how Vendenev, you know, the, the the husk of my very first character, is now dating the husk of Nido's character. <laughs> well, Nido's first character isn't a husk. He's, he spent six months in an asylum. He's absolutely yeah. fine again. Just his girlfriend is um, an avatar of the Lord of Ice and Snow <laughs> in Egypt. 
yeah, yeah, lovely, a lovely place for her to be. It's so fucking hot here. So that's the plan, said Oliver. We, um, some, we're all going to travel down to this Quena place. Some of us are going to go into the Egyptian underworld to try and speak to Nuri's soul, and the rest of you are going to hang around on the outside and make sure we don't die whilst yes. we're in the underworld. That part sounds very important. Uh, Games Mongoose. That's me. Hi. Um, I don't know if I've mentioned this, but sometimes I have been a cultist of Nyarlathotep. Yes, you have indeed. Yep. He, Occasionally, been yeah. Already, I think it's come up once or twice. Uh, I he he is like you know an Egyptian hanger on Earth. <laughs> do do I have any additional information about the duet or anything like that that I can think oh, of in oh, my brain? Cult. Roll my what? Um, roll your cult. Oh, Oliver's also like, and just to make sure you're on the same pages as Jack, the plan is once we speak to Nuri, we can get the other part of the capstone for the pyramid. Mm. We'll then all go to um, that place where the pyramid is. Dashur. Sure. Um, Dashur, yeah. And some of us will climb the pyramid and do the ritual and seal the pyramid. But someone's going to have to go inside the bent pyramid to distract Nyarlathotep. And if they're still in the pyramid when we fix the py- other pyramid, they're going to get trapped in there with him. Ah. So someone's going to have to heroically go in and distract Nyarlathotep whilst we lock him away forever. Or, well, maybe not quite forever, but lock him away from being able to influence the world. I just sigh. <laughs> And this should stop his spawn from being born from a mortal woman, meaning that he could never be banished again. Because that's what's yeah. happening with Kenya right now, apparently. His, he got Hypatia Masters pregnant, and once she gives birth to the child, he'll have like a living mortal avatar on Earth that he's inhabiting. And it'll be like the days of the Black Pharaoh when he couldn't be banished properly because he had a real, solid, legitimate connection to Earth. Oh, gross. But if we reseal the Red Pyramid, Bast seems to think that will stop the birth, and... Yeah, because it's like an ultra-powerful Eye of Light and Darkness. Mm. Mm. Uh, That's what we've been led to believe. Yeah. Which is good, because we don't actually have to try and go to Kenya and... Do anything there, which would not be a good idea, says yes, Bast so we, in many, many ways. <laughs> don't, don't have to go to Kenya, the uh, the high point of all of his power, where all of his forces are. Yep. <laughs> I did wonder how we were going to get to Kenya and not die. Well, yeah, <laughs> Lady Bast seemed to think going to Kenya would... We'd, they're all there to protect Hypatia Masters to make sure the birth happens. Mm. Because obviously the pyramid can't be fixed, but if we can fix the pyramid... We stop the birth, and the cult becomes less powerful. Actually, actually, I love you, but if we venture into the duet and uh, find this guy's soul, and he's like, he's like, oh yeah, I shipped the, um, I shipped the missing capstone piece to Kenya. I will, I will come to your house and I will pull your brain out through your nose with a little hook. I'm glad, I'm glad you're in Egypt right now. I'm uh, not Egypt, Germany right now. <laughs> that won't <laughs> stop him. <laughs> 
I'll be home soon. (laughs) (laughs) I'm traveling to Manchester in a car with you next week. (laughs) That's true. The the capstone is not in Kenya. (laughs) That's a good idea. I wish I thought. So I I rolled yes. Uh, Well, you know that Many thousands of years ago, Nyarlathotep rose to power as uh, the Black Pharaoh, the Dark Sorcerer, and he ruled Egypt for like a thousand years of darkness and terror and evil and nastiness. And he's he's Nyarlathotep. He he keeps the souls, well, the gods of Earth, mostly trapped in Kadath. Mm. Mm. So quite a few of the Egyptian deities are missing, trapped in Kadath. You're not sure which ones are still free. You know Bast is. Anubis must be. And um, there are a few others who are still loose. So, like, the actual process of journeying through the Duat might not work exactly as mythology states because there are gods missing. Uh. Uh, Ah. Where's a psychopomp when you need one? And if if you try to summon an Egyptian god... In the duet that is trapped in Kadath, you will get me after Tep instead. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! So you really probably should just double check which gods you're going to actually bump into, so you don't accidentally try to call upon I don't know Osiris, and it turns out that Osiris is the Tep now. Hmm. That might derail your plans if you're in the middle of the Egyptian underworld and you summon the Tep. <laughs> He's like, no, no, no. Um, oh, I guess I better check out this uh, ritual for entering the duet and what we can expect. I, no, it would just be like the sort of standard thing for any any soul going into the Egyptian afterlife, right? I can um, probably just get a book on that. Yeah, you can get a book on that. That does inform you that anyone who's drinking the red mead must be wrapped in bandages to uh, placate the gods, however. That'll probably just save time later. (laughs) (laughs) We never wake up again. Yeah. Yes. Mitch, roll cooking. I gotta find cooking. Where's my fucking cooking arts and crafts? Penny has success. Penny has suggested that Cat is having a big, important meeting with Jack. That you might want to drop him with some cakes and snacks. It's really bringing in some like traditional Egyptian or like African snacks. Yeah. You're gonna make me Google traditional African snacks now. Exactly. Aren't you? Yeah, yeah. With uh, traditional spices and <laughs> like, uh, was it raribu? Like that that weed which they make tea out of as well. Rubos. Rubos. Yeah. Oh. Exactly. Rubos it's not a tea, it's a tisan. Tisan, sorry. It's only tea if it comes from the tea plant. It's a tisan if it's any other infusion of of leaves in hot water. Jesus, all right, come to uh, uh, As you are all sitting around, obviously everyone else is there chatting about this, Mitch and Penny come in carrying some trays laden down with kateyef, which is our Arabic pancakes filled with creams and nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, yeah. kak. Which is a sweet cookie. 
Basbusa, which is uh, an Egyptian semolina cake cooked with butter and yogurt. Perfect. And I know Jack likes semolina, so that could be his favorite. Delicious. And then there's Anafe, which is a spun shredded wheat filled with various different fillings. And Mitch, Mitch being an amazing Michelin star chef, the Michelin star chef, has made these dishes perfectly, even though he's never cooked them before in his yeah, life. I mean, it was like, you know, it was, it was the uh, technical challenge on uh, Great Bake Off, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the Great British Mitch Off. Exactly. I might even give you a Mitch handshake. <laughs> like the uh, like the Hollywood handshake, but much more threatening. <laughs> There's a lot more glaring involved. I also, play the harmonica as I'm holding my hand. <laughs> Shaking your hand whilst blowing a single dull note on the harmonica. <laughs> Why haven't we brought Fox be a real harmonica yet? <laughs> we have. We did. Where is it? So I need to find it. <laughs> I'll find it for later, don't worry. <laughs> okay. Um, we eat so that is your current plan. Travel to Quena. Some of you will travel into the Duat. Plead with Anubis to speak to some guy's dead soul. Find where the other half of the capstone is. Reseal the pyramid at Dashur. Win? Yeah, easy. Yeah, that's simple. I mean, we, before, we can do it before dinner. So I might I as well stay here. I'll stay here and cook dinner whilst you guys go off and uh, I'll make it something ready for when you're back. Yeah, okay. I mean, we, we have we, to sacrifice we, one person to Nyala to for all of eternity. <laughs> I know, that's a lot less than normal. <laughs> it's it's going to be me. <laughs> like... I feel I feel like this is going to be the room, you know the um, the room full of people slowly turning to look at look to the person there, and I'm just like there's nobody behind me like oh. <laughs> I, I'd like I'd like to know Russet why this town that we've got to go to is named after the weirdest Final Fantasy character. Quena. Quena, yeah. I would like to point out that this is a six thousand year old Egyptian town on the river of the Nile. The Final Fantasy character is probably named after it. Yeah, I have my doubts. Well, like, maybe. It's, 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 oh, there's a loud car. Oh, it's a van. Sorry, there was a loud van. Right, so, um, what's our plan, says Oliver? What are we doing next? Um, are we heading straight to Koina, or are we doing more research? Are we preparing spells? Are we summoning allies from across the globe to assist us? Please tell us we have more allies than just Mrs. Vanderbilt here. Well, the last I understood, the last ally we summoned killed three of the party members? <laughs> Not which, sure that was an ally. Which ally was that? I think that your, your, your timekeeper uh, summoned, what was her name? Peggy? Oh, yes. Oh yeah, uh, the, the the time the keeper of the time clock um, brought us assistance, and she um, she murdered three people and then got herself shot. Etienne, why don't you take us into the future where we've already succeeded on this mission? <laughs> time doesn't work that way. Look at look at his little face. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're not here, 
in the timeline do the mission where you win, then we just go to the future where you lost. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Um, we could go to an alternative universe where we both exist. There you go. Go to a different universe where, like, cats and dogs evolved into people. Oh, that'd be weird. Oh. We're not um, going that, that's house pet. <laughs> Um, I I would like to pick up a few research books, but I, they're not too involved. I should probably be able to find them in a library. You or hell, and, a bookshop. You can go and find the bookshop. I'm sure Medal will reappear as required. Or you could go to the library at the British Museum. Is uh, is the British Museum in Cairo? No, sorry, I meant the the uh, Egyptian Museum in Cairo. Okay. The the storehouse for the British Museum for the stuff they haven't shipped to English yet. I feel like I'm gonna be like. If you're thinking of going to the library, they've got a lovely uh, disp- the lovely exhibition that's starting uh, about masks of Africa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. that's another thing. You probably need to go and pick up your English translation of the Black Rites of Louvre Carafe because um, someone took them to the chief curator of the uh, Cairo Museum of Antiquities to get some help translating it, and he seized it as a national asset and treasure. But, excuse me, I got some fucking lilies. And everyone else is like, I can't get no lilies! And I'm like, well, my name's Mitch, and I'm getting these lilies. So, you lost the book, we got an English translation we can actually read, and we got some lilies. But you bake the lilies into hash cakes. Yeah, I got fucked up. <laughs> yeah, true. You gave away one of Mrs. Vanderbilt's priceless relics uh, back to the people who truly owned it. Yes. And I gave an English translation in return. Yes. And some lilies. And you stole some lilies out of their fountain. But, but we didn't know they were there. The guy who gave us that information because I'd already sweetened him up with this priceless relic. Well, I'm sure Mrs. Vanderbilt's not going to be taking that out of your wages for the next six years. <laughs> well, at least we've, we'll hopefully have wages for it to, to be taken out of, rather than just, you know, eternal death and pain and misery. I think I think I deserve ah. at least another star. <laughs> you invented the star system. We have established this. Apparently, yeah, I just decided that you can have more than one. Ah, oh, you can have more than one star. Yeah. On the Michelin star scale. Exactly. <laughs> right, so what's your plan? Jack is going to go to a library or, and or bookshop. I mean, um, I could go with Jack with, to the uh, to, to the library as well, and, and then we can I can pick up the translation. So how long have we got, like, overall? We're still in the sort of two months type territory. The date, hang on. I've actually got a calendar that I've been counting down the days on. It's currently the 29th of October, 1925. Yeah, we've got about two months. You have until the 14th of January, 1926. Uh-huh. Give or take a couple of days, depending on Ms. Ma- when Miss Masters gives birth. Okay. Well, let's hope she's not premature. Oh, that would suck, wouldn't it? You're like four <laughs> hours away from saving the world and Miss Masters goes into labour early. <laughs> We might get lucky. It might be stillborn. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's going to be a problem. <laughs> yeah, I think, that, I think that's part of the process. 
yeah, I think Meow the Tep is going to make sure that that doesn't happen. Okay, so we've got yeah, the things to do at the library. We've got all the prep that we need and want to do to go to visit this temple. Um, we've got all of the stuff to give to the god Anubis. Yep, they've done that. They had to, um, Oliver and Penny will go and see the holy man again today mm-hmm. and pick up the red mead and a fuck ton of fresh bandages that Cat insists we need. Yep, because we do. And then I guess in terms of travel, we're going to this place. How far away is it? It is a good day's journey. Uh, actually, how far away is it? Let me check my map before I give you a number and I get it wrong. Right. Uh, Come on, travel. Map I can see, I think. <laughs> yeah, I can just see it's time. 150 miles away in a straight line. Following the Nile, the good... 200-mile trip down the Nile all the way to the small village of Quena in the south. Mm-hmm. Oh. New map. Oh, wow. It's here. Blimey. So the temple itself, uh, the, the village is called Dendara. The ancient ruins where the um, temple is, is Quena. So you need to travel by boat to... Sorry, I've got that the wrong way around. You need to travel by boat to Quena, which is the village, the town, with all the docks and everything. And then the ruins is the old temple complex at Dendara, where you need the Temple of Hathor. Okay, do we know... Can we identify the correct temples? Is that like, I don't know... Oh, yeah, I mean, it, it's not hard to work out you know, just from local guidebooks and tour guides, which temple it is. Um, it is, hang on, I've actually worked out how long this takes by boat, because the boat journey you took just in reverse. Hmm. It is 11 days by boat, but that's if the boat is stopping at various tourist attractions. Here in Cairo, you can probably hire a boat that will just take you straight there. So it's probably a good six to seven day trip down the river if you don't make any stops on the way. Hire a boat then. Mm-hmm. Your problem on the, the boat you hired to come to Cairo was it was the only boat you could hire was like the tourist stopping boat, which turned out to be such a great adventure. Yeah. <laughs> which um, only Jack and Matteo exper- and Mitch experienced. It's an uneventful boat trip, too. <laughs> I don't know. If, if, we, if we go on this one believing it will be an eventful boat trip, then it won't be. Or it's <laughs> a plane and land it in the desert near Quena. Ooh. Okay, you can fly I'm just getting flashbacks to, like, Acton Cthulhu here. This is literally what we've spent the last three weeks doing. Both um, games are currently in Cairo. This is the best map in Egypt. Going, going to the same places as well. 
I stole the whole Dua adventure from this book and then rewrote it. <laughs> so yes, you've done part of this adventure before, Erna. <laughs> but I rewrote it. Hang on, I'm gonna I'm gonna open I'm gonna open Acton Cthulhu in another window. <laughs> <laughs> You had to journey into the well. You, you journeyed into the duet before to get the Artem, mm. but you're not getting the Artem. And this time, you're actually traveling into the real duet, not just some sort of like weird pocket dimension pretend duet. <laughs> okay, so we've got a couple of ways we could get there. I don't think we need to take lots and lots of stuff because we're not actually going on an expedition out into the middle of nowhere. So we're not constrained by that. But I may give the logistics to Penny. <laughs> Fair enough, ma'am. Do you want to fly or do you want to go by boat? Whichever seems the most reasonable. Like, we kind of are on the clock, but if it turns out that it's actually not going to work to fly there for whatever reason, then... Well, I'll go make inquiries. I'll take Oliver with me. We'll go and collect the mysterious stuff from the old holy man, Mm -hmm. and then I'll go see whether we can hire a plane. All right. It's 1925. Planes exist. Mm -hmm. Okay. Penny and Oliver depart. So I'm just imagining Penny finishes that with, yeah, it's 1925, there are planes, and then goes off. <laughs> it's, um, in, in exactly the same way as Back to the Future. Hey, good, don't worry, you're safe here in good old 1955. A thing I say every day. <laughs> <laughs> you're fucking popcorn. Yeah. You little shit. You didn't bring popcorn for us. No, did. Pete can have popcorn. He's got some. Yeah, grab your popcorn. I'm not grabbing my popcorn. That's like day-old popcorn now. It's still fine. Wow. Wait, are you eating old popcorn? I made it last night. It's fine. Yeah, it's not fresh. Oh. I agree with that noise. This why you never eat your popcorn. Yeah, once I've had enough popcorn, I stop it's eating not- the popcorn yeah. and then don't continue to eat it a day later. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Ashley, this has become an intervention. Like, <laughs> the amount of popcorn that you should eat is probably less than the amount of popcorn you eat. <laughs> yeah. I like popcorn. <laughs> I mean, you give me, like, a bowl that's half the size of your bowl as well. Because I know you don't want as much popcorn. Yeah. True. You know that he, he eats the human amount of popcorn. <laughs> right. I haven't uh, developed a dependency yet. <laughs> Look, the only way to wean me off my dependency on popcorn is to feed me more steak. Oh, well, popcorn's all right, I guess. Um, so, me and Mitch are going to head out to the library. Okay, Matteo, Catherine, and... Gregory... I knew your name, Clinty. I didn't have to just check. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you doing? You've got a bit of time whilst various other people are off doing quests. I remember I had a book. Which book was I reading? Oh, gosh. Which book were you reading? Um, 
<laughs> God, was it gods of reality? Yes, possession, Gregory. I hope, I hope that it ends in that little scream as well. That's the, 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 the gods of reality. <laughs> I swear, I'd read more than it, it says. I haven't done any reading. I You've swear, I've done four or seven days. I've done what? Sorry, four or seven days. Four out of seven. Okay, we so remain. <laughs> You look in the handout for Gods of Reality, it says full read, Thomas, four slash seven days. Yeah, I'm not Thomas. Oh. We just established I am Gregory. That's just I have used the wrong name. Because (laughs) you keep changing characters on me. Well, I'm sorry, but someone keeps killing me. (laughs) Yes, Nido. Yeah, okay. Uh, if there's nothing, if we've gathered everything and people are arranging travel, then I'll just keep reading this. Hey, Gregory is going to settle down with a book. What about you, Kat? You're going to break out the Necronomicon and keep looking for new spells and help. Uh, I'm just trying to think if there's anything else that we could be doing at the moment. Like, we know what the plan is in terms of finding out more about the Dua and. I guess this whole process, in case things don't quite go the way we expect, is that part of the library quest as well? That's what Jack is doing, yeah. yeah. You could roll me your intelligence, because there was something very important you were going to do, but I think you've forgotten about. Oh. What on earth is going on? Behind Flintley with pens and cloth. Terrifying. <laughs> I assumed it was Terry, but at first they were just hands wigging a T-shirt. Terrified me, Flinny. <laughs> Suddenly that door just opened and there were just these hands, this piece of cloth wiggling back and forth behind you like he was about to garrot you or something. <laughs> it made me jump. <laughs> All right, um, oh, gosh. Ah, stop I it now. No idea. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps you should go to the sauna and put your feet up and let your minions do all the hard work. Yes. Uh, well, no, I mean, there was the other thing I had in mind that I haven't forgotten about. I'm just not doing. Whether it's the same thing that you're thinking of, I don't know. And you're not going to tell me with a role like that. So, no. <laughs> uh, Maybe you should do the thing if you think it's important. Well... Basically, I don't think we are in a mad rush to literally go tomorrow. So I'm not necessarily planning for us to go tomorrow. Uh, unless it turns out the only way we can travel is by boat, in which case we might go fairly soon because then there'll be a week. But if there's anything else we want to do, then we'll probably do it on the way. So what I am probably going to do is relax today. Wow. Look at that. Delegation. Her ladyship, Mrs. Vanderbilt. He's going to go put her feet up in the spa whilst the rest of you do attempt to save the world. Matteo, what are you doing? Um, Checked out to go to the spa. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm hearing a lot about this spa place. That's uh... What's the time? 11.21. Sorry? 11.21 a.m. In the game? 11.21. All right. Um, what a crazy random happenstance. <laughs> it's just I'm thinking about this uh, whole 
spell spell that I have to do occasionally now. You do indeed have your you have two bells. You have your bell and an emergency backup bell. Yes. Um and you ascertain that the ancient bell you bought at a random market stall in Cairo isn't cursed or covered with like bell inscriptions. Just random shit. Um Okay, so I'm just trying to remind myself what the rules were for that bell. It was like if I did it after sunset, it goes up through the night. Yeah. Um. So I don't think I'll do that yet. Will I have done it in the morning? Possibly. We probably did it first thing. Yeah. It doesn't cost me anything apart from time to do it now, does it? No. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, I, sh- should we just take it as read that I'm doing that then? Um, yeah. uh, and I suppose the other thing that I can do if I've got a bit of time at the moment is to do some meditating and see if I can get any hot uh, protecting myself or the party uh, tips. So, Penny and Oliver are off doing a thing. They're in the NBC bubble, having a lovely day out in Cairo, doing weird wizard shit. Um, Gregory is reading a book. Gregory, roll your reading the book. Roll my reading skill. (laughs) I read really good. Oh, I'm going to... Cross this book. Oh no! Um, I clicked the wrong button. I'm going to cross this book off as complete. Right. So I have to do one d ten. Where's the dice things? There they are. You get plus three Cthulhu mythos. Hang on. I had not. Uh, there we go. And plus three Cthulhu. And then roll me a d10. Oh, again? You just lost seven sanity. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uno. Roll a d100. Twenty Uno. Lose that much more sanity. <laughs> <laughs> Lose that much blood. <laughs> Twenty what? <laughs> Liters. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking rather pale, Doctor. <laughs> um, let me just remind myself which book this is. This is. That's a reality. Huston's crazy book, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. All about the books. That means I can read it now. Yay. You can. Oh, gosh. I forgot these spells are in here. Damn. I shouldn't have let what, you read there's, there's spells in here? Great. <laughs> I should not have let you read this book. These spells are too useful. Um, you are okay, Flinty. You, however, are... After reading this book, and there's some really 
in-depth passages about the strange prehistoric plant life of the ancient world that Huston is talking about. You just have a rather low-level case of botanophobia. <laughs> um, I don't like plants. Okay, so, oh, good, we've got all these lotuses. The lotuses have already been taken away to the holy man. Okay, good. <laughs> Just don't go anywhere with grass and you'll be fine. <laughs> I think the plural I mean, it'll right. only really trigger if you fail a sanity check and you're near some plants, but you're in the desert right now. In yeah. Oton no phobia. No level fear. Okay, you may now read that book, Flinty. I shall leave you to read it whilst I go and be the other guys. Be in the other guys. Yeah, you've gone to the spa. Yes. I assume you're having the full treatment. Oh, yeah. It is a relaxing day. Mm. It's not relaxing. It's like a German one. They'll ask you what kind of brush you want. They'll give you a lemon to eat. You we, get... went one, we went to one spa and they were like, what brush, the hard brush or the soft brush? And then they scrub you with it until your skin comes off. It's quite nice. <laughs> like we go to spas, honey. The dead skin, the dead skin comes off. I feel like I should stress that. <laughs> I mean, the alive skin stays where it is. <laughs> the main reason that I don't go to spas is that people say shit like that. And <laughs> <laughs> the weirder part is where they try to make you have a forced nap. Oh yeah. That was- that was mm. the least comfortable I've been in my entire life. Yeah, they, they literally... Oh. Hmm? You will nap now. Well, they, well they, they, they wrap you up in blankets like a cocoon, and then they lay you in a room with 200 other people, and are like, sleep. <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like um, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> now that you've said it, no. <laughs> Shan't. <laughs> no, have four luck. And then roll me your sanity, please. Okay. That is a normal sanity success. You get three sanity points back from just having a day off in the spa. Yay. Peter, cucumbers over your eyes, drinks. Hot young men to bring, or women, maybe both, to bring you uh, snacks and drinks as you Stop. float around in the pool. Just whole cucumbers over your eyes. Mm. <laughs> just just, just, just like, push them in. <laughs> just the cucumbers resting over our eyes, uncut. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they have to carve out a little notch for the nose. <laughs> One for the mouth, madame. <laughs> Dreams about Roger's penis, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Roger. Well, oh, hang on, that's on the bingo sheet. <laughs> uh, bingo, I need to go to the bingo. I haven't gotten bingo either. Oh, no, bingo. bingo. I'm dreaming about your husband, cat. Bingo link. It's allowed. Oh, I'll paste it in the, in the chat. I had a pleasant day off. <laughs> you are having a pleasant day off. But all of your minions are off having dire consequences. I didn't I, die, I think, I hope. I, I refuse I refuse to acknowledge the term minion. Look, you are definitely one of Cat's minions. 
I think I'm a henchman at best. <laughs> Not hench enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Matteo, we'll do you next. Roll some meditation as you settle down quietly on the veranda in the shade. Where'd you go, roll 20? Occasionally, the sounds of Cairo drift up to the Grand Hotel's balcony. Uh, meditate. I meditate so hard. You meditate, you reach that point of Zen where your consciousness can reach across the eons and um, leagues of space and time to reach the Silver Citadel in Shangri-La. And you connect with the Searing Lama, who's all like, Ah, Matteo, welcome back, my child. You are well? Uh, I am, uh, more or less. Uh, I had some success with uh, the bell and what you taught me. Oh, I'm glad it's been helping you. It has been... The world itself is out of balance quite severely. Even here, in the Silver Citadel, we can fear the doom that lies on the horizon. Yes, uh, we are all very worried about the doom. Um, it's that, really, that made me want to uh, come here again. Uh, while I feel like this has kept me well protected, there are also uh, the others in the group to worry about. Uh they also need protection. Some of them, arguably more than me, as they are able to go to places and do things that I cannot. See. I can offer you some assistance in learning the ways to protect others. But protecting others can often leave yourself vulnerable as the spells do not cover you as well. Yes. My... I have some skill in, uh, in in martial arts, but my main concern is that if it came to having to use them to try to protect others, the kind of forces that we're up against might not respond so well to that as the normal sort of foes that I'm used to. Would the ability to calm one's mind and make sure that one's fears, phobias, and manias cannot manifest to aid them in remaining calm and relaxed assist? <sighs> yes, I think so. Uh, I feel like everyone has been under considerable mental stress lately and the ability to um, protect against that would, would certainly be helpful. How does that work? I shall teach you the mantra of tranquility. It is an uh, ancient meditative art and you can project, use it to summon a sense of calm upon yourself and then mm. transfer that calm to others and it will inhibit their um, descent into insanity. It will make their mind be calm 
it will also inhibit the ability to feel pain. So it can be quite dangerous. Ah. But um, it can also calm them and bring them to peace if they are acting in an unstable manner. All right. Magic morphine. Let's go. It's learning magic spells. Yay. Oh, dear, Mateo. How the mighty have fallen. He's learning magical meditation mantras from the holiest man on earth. So um, I think rather than using the dark books of doom, he's, he's picked a right mentor here. I, I, I'm learning some things uh, from the one person I trust on this shit. <laughs> Can I can I just say that that your your explanation at the start was the um was the most formal way of saying I don't think I can I can karate chop Nyal to tap in the face. <laughs> I mean that's what I was getting at. Yeah, I I was, I was hoping like he'd be like ah oh, uh, yeah slap the fists in this it'll work. Um, <laughs> I, went, I went to kick Anubis in the nuts and he crumbled me to dust using the power of his mind alone. Yeah. Yeah, no, the, the the Searing Llama isn't going to be much use for teaching you how to fight. He's the frigging Searing Llama. <laughs> but roll me, well, roll you me your intelligence, please, Mateo. Uh, you need a hard intelligence. All right. Uh, I probably won't succeed that, but let's see. I do succeed that. Okay. Um, I'm going to add another spell to Mateo's spell list. Goss. This is this is unheard of. There's only three on it. Did you say gosh? Gosh. Scrolling down my list. <laughs> the uh, Searing Lama teaches you the judgment of Crancross. <laughs> this should sort them out for you. <laughs> yeah. Um. A little familiar with that one, given events. Remember that time you had to run away from a volcano? Also remember that time in, like, my home or whatever? Shanghai. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry about the Shanghai volcano. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's alright, that character exploded and became one with the universe or something. Right. Yes. Added that to your character sheet, honey. The mantra of tranquility. You might want to read what it does. I find it's easy to read if you put it in edit mode, because in edit mode it still has the line, line breaks. breaks. Mm. Whereas when it's not in edit mode, it gets rid of my line breaks and isn't just a block of text. And I'm like, why? Why character sheet? It used to work. And oh, right, I- but it's, it's even harder to read when you keep on flipping it in and out of edit mode. So, <laughs> yeah, the, the fact the fact that edit mode is like universal across all copies of the character sheet, open everywhere on the world, is really <laughs> disorienting. Mm. I'm all like, like, hit mode. Right, uh, I need the call of the mask of Nyarlathotep plot point. Previously, unmasks of Nyarlathotep. Jack and Mitch, Uh you take a um, taxi? Cab? 
Taxi yeah. cab, or maybe one of those uh, tandem cab, little, little tandems in the man on the bicycle. The Rostrum to the Cairo Museum of Antiquities. <clears throat> Just going to move you back here so I can remind myself what it's called. The Egyptian Museum, it's number 11 on this map. Oh, okay. That's, like, slightly different from what he said, but sure. It makes them them calm. It does, but it also kind of saves up uh, all of the sanity loss, and then it just happens all at once later. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, I mean, the the, the bill is still due, but, you know... Once you've got uh-huh. the baby back to the hotel and they're, they're tied down to a bed and the doctor's filled with morphine, then they right. have loss rather than whilst you're fighting the Mego. Okay. Um, I feel like I should clarify with that, that with anyone that I might end up using this on, though, just because that seems like an important detail. Also, the whole thing about pain. Mm. It, like, it... It nullifies all pain and and also for like an hour, and then also um, increases your hit points by two, which is kind of useful. It's a good spell. It's useful for <coughs> someone in the there and now. They can go crazy later on when the evil monster is no longer trying to eat everyone. Yeah, it's the the price must still be paid. However, you can't yeah, it forever. It's like mystical about that. It seems very powerful, but uh, good for situational use, I think. Mm. You know, so next time that uh, Nido goes insane and starts murdering people, you can be like, calm. Yeah. Let's do this later. <laughs> Let's do this later when we can tie you to a bed. <laughs> right, uh, Mitch and Jack, you arrive at the Egyptian Museum. Uh, Mitch takes you upstairs to a specific office in like the admin wing, and Dr. Ali Kafour is behind his desk. It's a very nice, large, open, airy room. Uh, the windows actually look out over the interior of the museum's main hall, and he looks up, ah, Mr. Jarvan. Yeah. I trust yes. you well. Yes, very good, very good. Been enjoying uh, Cairo. It's a lovely city. I'm glad you're enjoying our, our lovely yes. home. And I don't believe you've had the pleasure of meeting my uh, my friend here, Jack. Katie. Jack. Hello. Hey. Let me see if Dr. Kafour recognizes this name. How would he recognize my name? You're Colton Yarthotep? Yeah, but we don't we don't wear name tags when we're doing weird crimes. He looks you up and down, and he's like, um, aren't you part of Mrs. Vanderbilt's archaeological team? I think I've seen your name in a couple of papers about her current archaeological dig. Yes, I'm doing a little research for her on the side. Oh, well, come in. Uh, Mr. Jarvan, he slides a stack of hand-typed notes to you. Uh, here is that translation of the Black Rites of Louvet Carafe, I promised you. Most, most most obliged. Thank you very much. And the um, 
reward from the Egyptian government for recovering the lost text from those smugglers who've stolen it. I, I, I did what I could, and I'm so glad that it's now in good hands. It should be in your bank account. I, I raise my eyes and look at Mitch, who, who somehow failed to mention this bit earlier. <laughs> he did, but he got a reward for... Because it had been stolen, they knew it had been stolen. Because that Dutch guy, you got it off and stolen it and got smuggled it out of the country. <laughs> right, who is this guy's name again? Uh, this is Dr. Kafour, the curator of Thank you. Egyptian antiquities. He's such an asshole. <laughs> He's what, not an asshole. Just because your other character stole from him and then needed a favour. Look, look, in in a, in our other in our other uh, Call of Cthulhu game in Egypt, this guy rinsed me for a wing of the museum. So, like, I had to give this guy like two million pounds. Oh wow! Copy of the Necronomicon. <laughs> oh god, such an asshole. Well, it's like it's like fifteen years before that happens. So, <laughs> nice to you. Because Mitch <laughs> just found an ancient relic and returned it to him. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have to steal that back in Acton Cthulhu now. <laughs> <laughs> just keep stealing the black lights of Blue Baker app. Hey, what? Um, my friend Jack here was looking for a book, and maybe actually you better help us as well. I, I, if you've got the time, that is. I don't want to be any trouble. If you look, the black lights handout should now have opened. Google link. Continue. Thank you. Cool. Thank you. So I don't need to have the language to roll it because now it's translated, right? Yeah, now it's in English. It actually takes less time to read as well. Just updating the handout. There you go. Oh. It takes less time to read. Now it's in English. You're not having to translate it out of hieroglyphics. Good. It's good. Yes, well, um, Mr. Cady, please sit down, both of you. Uh, he, he moves away from his desk, like one side of the office where there's armchairs around, like a there's like a like one of those gorgeous bronze samovars full of Turkish apple tea. Yes. Uh, so, Mr. Cady, what are you researching? Um. We're in the early stages of planning an expedition uh, to a pyramid, and we need, well, we want to look at more things related to the initial entry into the afterlife for sort of ordinary Egyptian citizen of the time. Well, um, it really did vary on their social status. Mm. Like a pharaoh would be buried with their ship. They'd literally have a ship built that they would be buried with and they would travel on the ship across the sand wastes of mm. the Duat. And whilst they're travelling, their heart would be weighed and they'd encounter the guide. The various dynasties changed which god the guide was. Mm. but um, And on that journey, they would have that chance during their journey to balance their heart and prove that they were worthy enter the afterworld and the field of reeds and live in eternal bliss and if they didn't balance their heart they get cast into the sands for all eternity to be suffering 
for being a bad person. But yeah. it really depended. Like, so the pharaohs would get a ship, a nobleman would have maybe some horses buried with them so they could ride the horse. And the regular everyday people would be expected to just kind of walk. Mm. Yeah, so we we were interested in more information on which of the gods uh, from the Egyptian pantheon they were likely to encounter along the way. Oh, um, well... I mean, Anubis is a given, of course. Well, Anubis you tended to only encounter once you were at the other side. Mm. Reach judgment to encounter Anubis. The actual god that would perform the... um, you know, it would be the guy who would help you on the journal. journey. It really depends which period we're looking at. Which period are you planning to visit? Um, oh, do you know, I've, it's completely slipped my mind. <laughs> yes, I, I slipped mine as well, actually. I can't remember which was. I think. Can you give you both a look? Ah, the Forgotten Pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is a pyramid in Egypt. It's called... I give him a very sheepish look, and I'm, I'm like, unfortunately, Mrs. Vanderbilt has sworn us to secrecy. Oh. Well, then we have a problem, because depending on which pyramid it is you're planning to visit, or which temple complex... Will determine which dynasty, which period of Egyptian history, and that will determine the belief system of that specific pyramid or temple at the time. That will determine which god you'd encounter. Uh, I mean, uh, games mongoose. I can probably just tell him Quenya, right? Yeah, yeah, because we aren't specifically there's nothing specifically terribly secret about us going there. It's just a place. Roll your occult. That was nice. Thank you. That's my, that's my waiting for roll 20 to alt tab back music. Mm. Uh, I only spend one luck. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you might spend one luck. Wait, do I um, have one luck? <laughs> I hope yes, so. Have yeah. one. Yes, yes. All right. Uh, one you're luck. actually going to the temple complex at Dendara. Ah, uh, yes. Because you're going to the temple of Hathor, not the pyramid. But if you mm. just mention the temple complex at Dendara, you don't have to tell them exactly which one, because it was all built at the same time. Yeah, I, I, I give him a look like I'm, I'm taking him into my confidence, and I'm like, well... It's certainly within the temple complex at Dendara. Oh, I see. Oh, that's quite an interesting location. Have you ever seen... Uh, well, I was about to say, do you know much about it? But I guess not, because you came to talk to me about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you little shit. I hate you. <laughs> But not for anything your character has done to me in this game. Sorry, but we can we can just snap his neck after we finish talking to him. <laughs> and now I'm sorry we've got the information we need. <laughs> oh no shit, we had one more question. Oh now we have to go into the afterlife for this guy as well. I'll make a bench with your name on it. 
So the Dendara Temple Complex is quite an interesting location. It was only really explored and excavated at all, maybe about 60 years ago. It's about... um, three kilometres inland from the actual banks of the river, which is quite unusual. But originally there was the actual town of Dendara between the temple complex and the river. So you'd have the town and then the temples were set back. Normally in most Egyptian towns, it'd be the other way around. The temples would all be on the river because being on the river was prestigious. But being on the river also meant you had to suffer the flooding. Because obviously the Nile floods once a year, and that would be how they'd get the silt to maintain the fields and do the good harvest. So when they were building Dendara, the priests wanted to avoid the flooding and have more farmland. Hmm. So Pharaoh at the time made them build their temples inland, so there would be more farmland, more open riverbank for more farming, and the temples wouldn't flood every year. And it turned out that this was a great idea. And the priesthood started doing that in more temples. Um, The complex itself is about 40,000 square metres, mostly mud brick enclosed walls. Um, It's sort of like an oasis area. It's from the 18th dynasty. So he takes a couple of books off his shelves and starts lifting, you know, flickering back and forth through them, thinking about it. So the main point to raise here is the most intact temple at the complex is the Temple of Hathor, the main temple. Um, then there's the Temple of Isis, Sacred Lake, um, a tomb to the actual pharaoh who raised the buildings, uh, Nectanebo II. Um, I'm going to Go on a limb here and assume you're interested in the Temple of Hathor. So I, I, I just I, I, I make an extremely non-committal noise. So it was actually built in the late Ptolemaic period. Do you know much about the Ptolemies? Uh, do I know much about the Ptolemies? I know it starts. I know it starts with a P. Roll your history. So many things start with a P in my experience. Well, that'll be useful if one of the traps in the maze is like that bit in Indiana Jones where you have to, like, cross a whole thing. Oh, start. <laughs> oh history. Rotating saws. History, excellent. That rotating saw is such a janky effect. Oh, come on! All right. oh, oh, this seems like a terrible fucking idea. All right, I'm going to spend three luck to know about history. <laughs> uh, the Ptolemies are actually, they're, they're actually Greek. They mm. were one of the noble families for Alexander the Great. When he died, they bookmarked it back to Egypt with Alexander's body. And because they had Alexander's body and they raised the now lost and hidden tomb of Alexander, they were able to claim rulership over Egypt. Obviously, Alexander the Great's empire was fracturing, but they set themselves up as the new Ptolemic dynasty of Egypt. So essentially, they were Greek descendant pharaohs of Egypt. They were like the last um, 
reigning pharaohs before uh, Rome conquered Egypt. And, but they, they were around for like hundreds of years. Um, and Dr. Kafour starts talking about how it was a massive building project. It was like a renewal because a lot of the ancient dynasties, you know, all of their monuments and towns and the pyramids have mostly been left to fall into disrepair at this point. So the Ptolemaic dynasty embarked on a great project of rebuilding, renewal, urban um, rebuilding. So for their period of um, Egyptian history, they were still following the Egyptian dynasty, the Egyptian um, pantheon. So the gods I would expect you to meet on a dwell that, you know, you would be taught to expect to meet most of the funeral rites would see that upon entering the duat, you would encounter the goddess Tewet. Who would be I uh, didn't catch that. Yeah, the goddess Tumeric. Though <laughs> uh, that's a the goddess Taweret. T a w e r e t. Uh huh. She's guide. She was the goddess of mothers, children, the guide. The great, uh, she's actually one of the household gods who looked after the common folk. And she would be the goddess you'd meet, and she would escort you on your journey through the duet to the halls of judgment. And it would be her who would help you get there safely. And once you got there safely, you'd be judged. And once Nanubis judges you, if you were deemed worthy to wear it, would escort you through to the field of reeds. Occasionally, you might be determined that your life was not over yet and you would return to life. But she would escort you to the fields of Osiris and the gates back to the overworld. Life, essentially. And um, if you were deemed unworthy, Anubis would eat your heart and she would throw you into uh. the sands where your soul would become trapped for all time as, like, one of their ghastly, monstrous servants. Cool. So that was the main period of belief for that period in Egyptian history, for entering the duet. That... Information sounds useful. Thank you. Um, it, it mostly covered on the walls of the Temple of Hathor. Mm. Um, and there is a... Oh, I spent all that luck for nothing. I could have just read it. <laughs> In Egyptian hieroglyphs. Yeah, but that's all like, you know, snake, snake, bird, river thing. Uh, the Temple of Hathor is actually quite big. So whilst the temple itself is dedicated to Hathor... It has a lot of smaller shrines inside of it, various smaller household deities. And um, there is a sanatorium. So it's not like to, in today, you know, a sanatorium is where you go to recover. Back then, the sanatorium is where they prepare the dead. Essentially, it's a morgue, mortuary, 
burial preparation. So it's the whole temple complex for the town of Dendara. Um, but it's a fascinating um, topic for uh, exhibition. I'm sure Mrs. Vanderbilt will have a lovely time exploring the ancient wonders of uh, Egypt. And if we come across any artifacts, don't worry, we'll bring them back for you for our ham- another Hampstead reward. I well, step I, on Mitch's. I step on Mitch's foot. <laughs> I, I would assume that any artifacts recovered will be registered by whichever member of the British government is going along with you as an observer. After all, Mrs. Vanderbilt's probably having to pay a lot of money to bribe the British uh, residency to give her access to the site for an ex- uh, archaeological expedition. Now, now, Dr. Gafur, considerations are not bribes. Yes. Have you ever considered a professorship, perhaps? We could... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Vanderbilt could buy the museum a brand new wing. No, there's <laughs> no we go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it how many have, wings... It would have to be vertical off the top. <laughs> well, no, clearly he'd just buy some buildings next door, knock them down and extend... No, I just, I just like, just like, I just like the idea of building the up wing where, like, you know, the floor is angled that way, so you've got to climb up it with ropes. So it's probably we've accidentally added too many wings, and the whole thing's like fallen into a singularity because there's just no way to, to Doctor, balance the of the building. Doctor, how many times have you been bribed? This this museum has twenty five wings. <laughs> I'm never bribed. I always just take top the services rendered. <laughs> So, uh, what's there anything else you wanted to know, Mister um, Katie? Um, I mean, not unless you've got a handy list of all the gods that Nyarlathotep has in Kadath. No, I don't say that. No. <laughs> hey. Um, at least you know which goddess you need to check now, rather than mm. all of them. Yes. Um, he finishes his tea, he thanks you for coming to visit, and he invites you to enjoy his museum if you have time to wander around. Otherwise, uh, if there's anything else you need to know before you set off for Dendara, please do just drop by. Oh, wonderful, thank you. I'm going to go and steal something from the museum. What are you stealing? I'm stealing one of those, like, um, one of those multicolored pencil erasers from from the gift shop. You know, you get the one in the rainbow colours with like the museum like embossed on it. I'm gonna steal one of those. I don't think they have those in 1925. Shit. Alexa, what what year were pencil erasers invented? He's ignoring you. No, no, it's not. It's answering. I can hear it. What year? They could know what they would have is one of those glass vials with the coloured striped sands, or one of those little things where you wind the thing and it makes a little tune. And it's- Actually, prob- probably probably in the nineteen twenties, if you go into like a into like a thing, they'll just give you one of those fucking like cat mummies, like from an actual. Yeah, probably. Or <laughs> they had so many of those. Oh, do you steal a cat mummy right now? No. Yes. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Come on. We can give it. <laughs> Just go, go and visit Bast and just be like eating one like it's beef jerky. Please don't do this. 
I'm, best, I'm, I'm so sorry that I'm so sorry that literally I'm trying to be nice to you, but literally everything I do turns out wrong. Okay, you leave the museum and head back to the hotel. It has been a few hours. Uh, as you arrive back at the hotel, everyone else is sort of like emerging from their various tasks. Uh, Penny and Oliver aren't back yet because Craig and Nina are both still missing, presumed eaten. Cat uh, is returning from the spa. Gregory's been sat in an armchair reading a book and drinking a nice glass of Pims all afternoon. And Matteo has been learning dark sorceries from... No. The other sort of sorceries. Um, the good sorceries. Light sorceries from yes. a magic holy man. So you all gather. It's like early evening in the suite. You're all together once more. Cat looks refreshed. She's in a big fluffy dressing gown with her hair tied up in one of those hair turbans that only women can do. Can you do those yet, Arona? Second, I just need to go to run to the toilet. No, not yet. No, <laughs> I, I. My hair is only about five millimeters longer than it was. Oh God! Oh God! He he's here. Oh, oh thank you. He's left me. Sound the alarm. I think uh, I'll I'll say I I learned something during my uh, meditations today, but I feel like I should probably explain it because um, it uh, using it carries uh, some risks, and uh, if I were to protect any of you with it, I'd, I'd want you to. Be aware of what those are. Okay. Um, so, I have learned a mantra, which the effects of which I can apply to myself, but also transfer uh, to uh, other people. And it has a few effects. Uh, first of all, um, while under this effect, you feel no pain uh which you as you might imagine is could, could be both a good and a bad thing um you have to be careful when you choose to use it uh it also strengthens the body somewhat so you can withstand more um but the other thing it does is to fortify the mind uh against the kind of stresses that we've been exposed to recently, um, enabling one to keep their uh, wits about them during periods of mental stress. However, if I'm to understand it correctly, the effect is only temporary, and it could mean that all of the accrued trauma might all come at once, once the effect of the spell wears off. So, that's why I'm saying we need to be kind of cautious about when we might want to uh, use this, because it could have a serious effect later on. But, it seems like as well, for the kinds of situations that we're going to be getting into, it, it could be very helpful. Yeah, it use, like- it, use it sparingly, then. 
Mm. Sounds like it'll be useful in a pinch, but likely when you see such a situation, you may just be having to do it. And I guess now we're kind of aware that that's a thing that could happen. So, yeah. Yes. Uh, if I use this, it will be because it seems absolutely necessary. Uh, and also, if you feel like it's necessary for this to be applied to you, uh, you know, uh, ask me as well. And I will try my best. Uh, actually, what's the cost of this? Let me didn't look, actually read that bit. Uh, <laughs> Ten pal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so it's going to be almost impossible for me to ever cast this, bearing that. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so, so you're going you're gonna to teach it to everyone else, yeah? No. Uh, actually, can I do that? Uh, I think so, um, but you'd have to check with the mongoose. The mongoose is here. Um, what am I checking? So, well, um, the the thing is, like, it's gonna take me a bunch of times to uh, successfully do this because I need a, a hard power check on my first one which yeah. Im- involves me rolling 20 or under so um. so what I'm going to say um, at this point in character is there is one thing <laughs> this feels like it's going to be difficult for me to uh, do successfully and you know, as we said, when we might need to use it, I'm going to need to be able to do it reliably. So it may be a good idea for me to get some practice doing this uh, in a situation where you're not likely to be under any mental stress. So So we don't need to worry about the risks of it. Does that Makes sense. So, could basically what I'm asking is if I go into my room and try this on myself a bunch of times until I get it right, is that going to be all right, or do you need me for anything for a bit? Uh, I think let's see what else we're doing at the moment. Otherwise, no, if you want to practice your new magic, then go for it. (laughs) I think once I've got it down. I can do it reliably, but it, and then maybe I can teach it as well to. Um, Remember, uh, you can't teach these to anyone. He's forbidding you because they're holy magic. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, sorry. Um, let, I, I won't say that then. Uh, like the other thing, I, I'm not allowed to teach you how to do it. But if I can get it in my head, I, I, I think I'll be able to at least use it on you all when I need to. But it costs 3 MP and I only have 8, so... Use What was that, Gregory? You can use it twice. <laughs> <laughs> there are seven of you. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm just saying we have to be selective. That's That's the gist of it. <laughs> I uh, 
I look visibly uncomfortable still dealing with this stuff, but it is coming from the Searing Llama, so there's that. Okay, what? who's reporting next? Gregory, do you want to share any of the wondrous things you've learned reading the gods of reality? Or, or have they just twisted your mind into a nonsensical, awful nonsense? Trying to get head to tail of it. Um, remind me, who was Al Shakti again? Who was Al Shakti? Oh, hang on, hang on. I, I've got, him, I've got him in my list. I think I've got him in my list. Hang on, Alan Shakti. <laughs> hang on, hang on. I think. Hang on. I need the Egyptian chapter. Al Shakti, million, million favoured ones, no, uh, Sharifa Hatep, God, no, Omar Al Shakti is the high priest of Nial of Hatep in Egypt. Okay, so bad guy, okay. You're not sure if he's still here or not. Because none of you have investigated that. You know Queen Nita Greece is running around, however, so she, she might probably have some minions. Mm. Oh, um... Plenty, roll uh, D6. Is this for uh, the thing on page... Well, the first new page. Yeah. yeah I've done that. Okay, you've already done it. Cool. Yeah. You're not still on the first page, are you? You had like half an hour. No, no, no. No, no, no. I've read the whole thing. That's why I asked about Al Shakti. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, the spells in here you obviously haven't learned, but you can now learn them. Yeah, I don't think one of them I'm going to bother with. Which one? Time Trap. Why not? That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. I just have a hundred magic points just sitting around doing nothing. You have chumps. They can give you magic points. Oh, if only we still had the lure. I know, I would have done if we still had it. I'm sorry, the lure only had so many uses before it broke. It is, it is, it is hella OP. At least you didn't waste any of those uses by using it for nonsense. Well, you did waste one use when you opened a time portal with it by accident. Yeah, that, 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 you can't, you can't take critical failures as wasting it for nonsense. That that was wasting it because disaster. Well, uh, I, actually, you, that critical failure didn't waste the use. It was the um, using it in the eye of light and darkness ritual that had only a specific number of uses, and you cast the it was a requisite number of eyes of light and darkness. So, yay! Right. Um, Gregory, are you sharing anything from your new book? Uh, I think so. Okay, cool. You you just learned. Do you want to ask for another book to read? I mean, yeah. I mean, if if Cat knows of any other ones that are worth reading that are in English, if they, if she thinks it's worth reading. Well, Cat, you have a list of books. Here you go, I'm uh, the handout for you. I was Gregory, wondering... asking for a new book. 
I was wondering if maybe the the English translation of the Black Rites. Oh, the new one we just got. Yeah. Okay. Although, if, unless Mitch is reading it, but you're also on mute, so I don't know. <laughs> Mitch has been cast. Someone has cast mute on Mitch. I don't understand a word he says. Oh yeah, that would that would explain why I can hear him, but you can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he's there. I can hear. I can hear him grumbling away. <laughs> grumble, grumble, grumble. Yeah, no, I haven't started reading it. So, like, um, someone can. Are you going to read it, Mitch, or are you going to hand it off to the doctor? Uh... <sighs> um... You went to all the trouble of getting it translated, but you're also pretty aware that reading these books drives people insane. So, yeah, exactly. So you've done your good deed and got it translated. And I feel like my my strength is is my, in my strength rather than and like rather I'm a bit of a brute force kind of guy, a bit like a. Chuck Norris or something, I don't know. But what if you what if you found a magic spell that made you eight hundred times more strong more strong? Oh yeah. Increased muscle density by two thousand percent. Cool. Oh, God. Hey. I mean other than the, the massive Cthulhu mythos and the strange harmonic wizardry powers, yeah. <laughs> hey, Mitch, you had uh, Gregory the like it's literally just a stack of typewriter notes. Um, pages, which is the tra- English translation of the Black Rites of Louvre Craft. Flinty, I've given you the handout. And you can also still learn the spells you want from the Black, um, the Gods of Reality. Yeah. I had a, I had a question yeah. about uh, the second one. Does it only work in multiples of 5 MP or can I go in between? Uh, just be... Yeah, it's the, fi- the final spell in the book. Okay. Um, uh, you can use less. Okay. So it's uh, it's five for a year. So yeah, you could adjust it to lower to be less time. So, okay. Cap, what vital world-saving event did you do today to help the cause? Oh, I rested. <laughs> You've been resting for the past six months in your mansion in bloody yeah. in New York. Right. She's, not, she's not used to doing work. Uh, true, she did delegate to her team of minions. Okay, Jack, Mitch, what do you have to share? Um, well, obviously, I I just had my uh, these scrolls, which I've now given over. So, oh. Jack, what do you want to share? What mysteries did you discover today to help with the team that I I learnt that we're probably going to encounter the goddess Towerette. Unless it's Nyarvatep in disguise. Yeah. Nyarvatep in a dress. I didn't say that bit because I, I don't I don't wanna like overly concern everyone. I, I need to sneak off and figure out if I a way of finding out if that goddess is legit or not. I'm overly concerned. Cool. I mean, I was there, so I would know as well. Yes. Hmm. So unless you're, gonna, unless you're going to silence me by cutting out my tongue and sewing my mouth shut. Well, no, no you will. Well, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> and make it into a pie. Uh, no, uh, you, you know, uh, you know that uh, the thing about the goddess, you don't know that she might be Nyarlathotep because um, it's not very commonly known. 
I know it because I was a Cthul- a cultist of Nyarlathotep, but he's it, basically he's basically got most of the human gods all squished up in a big ball so he can steal all the worship that goes to them. Squishy, squishy. So I, I need to go and figure out if this is if this one is one of the ones that he's got or if it's one that he needs. Is he a Pokemon? Like football I was, cards? I was, yeah, I was. I was actually using like uh, those Panini sticker albums. Yes. Uh, yeah, he's got he's got God. doubles of this one. We don't even know how that one works. <laughs> but is it the shiny? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, does it have the holographic laminate on it? Yeah. Um. Um, no, you've all you've met up. You have yes, Jack. How would I go about figuring out if that goddess is one in in Kadath or not? Speak to someone who knows about the mysteries of the other world and the Alphatep. So right. you need to talk to, say, the steward of Kadath might know. You could ring Antoine Delamere and be like, "Hello," if you know how. Um, you could. Speak to Etienne, he might know. Dr. Armitage of uh, um, Nisquonic University might know. Um, Lord um, Tenant Wright, Chief Wizard of the Order of Merlin, might know. Uh, Reginald Buckingham Gartner might know. These I might know. Will these people return my call? <laughs> <laughs> might know. He's, she's some sort of in-depth power wizard. Well, the only person, the only person on that list I could probably contact is Cat or Etienne. But Jesus, you could pick up the phone and ring the Miskatonic University and be randomly <laughs> ask Doctor Armitage a question. God, I can imagine what his fucking day is like. He's just sitting there, like, oh, finally, I can get around to reading this book. I've been really doing. Oh, phone's ringing. Oh, <laughs> uh, what? No, no, yeah, no. She is one of the ones that Neil Step has trapped. Yeah, no. What are you up to? <laughs> Do I need to worry about this? Cat <laughs> uh, uh, seems the most likely victim, so I will. I will find her alone. You find Catherine alone later on that evening after dinner. Everyone's kind of like headed to their rooms for the night, and you 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 go and knock on Cat's door. Knock knock. Who's there? Who's there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jack. And he opens the door and levels her shotgun at you. Hello. Hi, Jack. Uh, can you get your shotgun-wielding lunatic away from me, please? Penny, Penny doesn't do that. Okay, good. <laughs> I mean, Craig's not here. He might cooperate. He would open the door with a shotgun in hand. But, yes. Um, oh, by the way, Penny and Oliver are back. They have news. Um, they share it at dinner. Um, they have hired a plane. We can fly to Dandawa. They've hired a pilot, unless anyone here knows how to pilot. Nope. But your pilot sadly died. I've got 19 aircraft theory. That's good enough. Mm. There you go. Um, we can leave day after tomorrow, so two days from now. Okay. Um. And then they will fly us to Zendar. Good. Well, Let's get a pet fly us to Quena. Um, there is an, an airstrip at Quena, so they have hired a water plane that can land on the river. Ooh. Very modern. It yeah. is, however, quite small, so it can fit all of us, but not much luggage. Okay. 
Yeah, I was going to wonder about having a day where there isn't anything going on so everyone can rest anyway. As it so seems you to have done. mistress with just one suitcase huh. rather than 12. Oh. Well, <laughs> we're only there for a, a little while anyway. Uh, but that's all. And they have the red mead and the bandages. Good. Bandages hey, are very now, important. You have got Cat alone. She's sitting at her dressing table. She was clearly doing her hair or having her hair done for her. Hello. Jack? Oh. Did you say something to me? Sorry, all the sound cut out for like a minute. Oh. <laughs> yes, you're you're with Cat alone in her room. Her boudoir. Um You seem like the sort of person who who knows the truth. Which one? Yes, that's that's the question. Mm-hmm. Um You know that my uh f- former buddy uh um, has many of the human gods all tangled up in his web, right? I'm not. This isn't news to you. I don't think that's news to me. No. No. I um, I I went to check which god we, which god or goddess we were likely to encounter, just to make sure that um, the one that we found wasn't likely to be him in very veiled disguise. <laughs> so, um, but I, I, found, I found out which one it is. But unfortunately, it's not one that I, I, I know whether is in his under his power or not. So I thought I'd just share the name with you and check if you knew. Uh, I Other- can. Well, otherwise, we have to go to more esoteric sources. I. Yeah, I could, if you've got the name, I could have a look and a think. Or potentially ask to see if Armitage knows. I wanted to get in touch with him anyway. So. Yes, he, he was he was on my list of people to contact. But I have a feeling if I call him, I'm going to burst into flames down the phone somehow. <laughs> hmm. Such an asshole. Um, at last, at the idea of calling him on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Toweret, the goddess Toweret. Games Mongoose. Do I know? Roll me a extreme Cthulhu Mythos, or it's a hard Cthulhu Mythos if you're also leaking through the Necronomicon to look. Oh. <laughs> but obviously, opening the Necronomicon comes with other entanglements. What could possibly go wrong? Exactly. <laughs> Whatever. Live bold. <laughs> or don't live um, at all. Well, there is a... Oh, do worry. I think I'm going to leaf through the Necronomicon for info? I think what I'm going to do first is work out if I actually know it myself and then start wondering what else I might do. Oh, no. <laughs> I I know. <laughs> wow. Wow, no. Not again. I am in full possession of the knowledge you seek. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're mumbling the name Tower under your breath. 
and thinking and trying to work out whether or not you know. Roll me your power hard. Mm-hmm. I thought I can do. Um, you have no fucking clue. You've not even heard of this goddess before. You don't even know what they are, who they are, where they fit into the Egyptian pantheon. You have no clue whatsoever about this um, goddess. Hmm. Blankly at you as if you're talking in tongues, Jack. I don't know. I'm sorry. Perhaps you could ask this Armitage fellow. Yes, uh, I think I'll do that. Uh, potentially avoiding a much worse fate. Uh, <laughs> well, be, be sure to let me know, won't you? I say, standing up and awkwardly walking backwards <laughs> towards the door. Well, you should stay, Jack. But to watch her do some sort of weird contact ritual. I'm okay, thanks. <laughs> I've only got a sanity of 12. Pick up <laughs> I leave. Phone. <laughs> a dark ritual. Cat, would you like to do a dark ritual? I would like to do a, a bespoke ritual that may or may not be dark. <laughs> cool librarian. Yeah. A contact librarian. <laughs> okay, cast contact librarian. Okay. Uh, how do I do that in this system? You click on it on the spell sheet. Nope. <laughs> it's giving me a syntax error. Ah. Oh, that's the best kind of error. <laughs> Better than a 100. <laughs> Hang on. Cat's character sheet is broken. <laughs> Just that oh, that, that, that's a, that's a, that's a, on the bingo sheet. Roll twenty does some weird shit. Speak to the father of maggots worked. Well, <laughs> why do I do that? No, just do that one instead. Just do that one instead. Right, right. Mm. Why are you giving me a syntax there for this one? Hang on, your call has been redirected. <laughs> Did you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Armitage, Father of Maggots. Uh, same difference. It's the same difference, exactly. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Father of Maggots. How may I direct your call? Right. If I leave... Um, if I put a hyphen in the sanity cost, because there isn't any, that breaks it. Whereas uh, if I just put in zero... Uh, okay. That works. Ah, so that's what's causing the syntax error. Ah. Right. Okay, it we, should work now. We learned something okay. today. Syntax. I know me testing it and fixing it does not count as a successful rolling. Oh, well, I've got a hard success. Boom. Make sure to tick off you've successfully first cast it. Yes. And <laughs> then we got fail it. The 10 MP cost. Yep. As you sit before the mirror on your like vanity table and you invoke the dark magics to open a portal in the mirror to speak to Dr. Armitage. It's blank for maybe about ten minutes before he appears. Um, With his hair up in curlers. 
I've seen the name Armitage around in so many different Cthulhu-like things, but I've never actually spoken to them in character. He's possibly the most famous librarian I can think of. Hmm. You're six hours ahead of him. So yes. it's 9pm here, so it's the middle of the afternoon, early evening in Boston. Well, in New England, um, he's like, oh, Lady Vanderbilt, how can I help? Dr. Armitage. Sorry to keep you waiting, I had to... Uh, Shoo uh, some students out of my office. It's okay. Are you well? Yes, I am well. How goes your quest to thwart the calling one? Uh, we are making progress. At least I hope that we are. Um, uh, yeah, out here, seeing the sights. A little worried or not sure if, I guess, his forces are actually going to be trying to find us and what they're going to do, but I will think about well, that later on. My intelligence card indicates that uh, Nito Kuis and the Brotherhood of the Dark Pharaoh, there are some of them remaining in Cairo to keep an eye on things. So do look after yourself. Thank you. Yeah, as long as we're not being t- too overt, I think we're okay. Uh, but I don't think it's going to get less secret from here on in. So, mm. uh, how can I help with you? Okay. I assume you didn't call me just to say hello. No, uh, it is nice to see you, but no, not just for that. Um, partly to just update on where we're looking, in that we are considering looking into some of our number. Uh, Entering the duat. Oh, good luck. Be careful. Mm. It is a dangerous place if you're dead. It's twice as deadly if you're still alive. Mm. Yeah, I know a bit about it. And there was one question that, that Jack had in terms of, I guess, supernatural entities that uh, we might meet while in there. Um very well. Um, whilst you gather your thoughts asking the question, the GM is going to go and get Dr. Armitage's cat because it's in the other room. Okay. Mm. Please, Arona, play some soothing and interesting music for them. I remember what the name of the, <laughs> the deity was. <laughs> turmeric. Yeah, turmeric. Uh, Tauret. Tauret, there we go. Moist tower up. <laughs> Lemon scented napkin. I realised I didn't have this. Ooh. I need this. If you're talking to Dr. Armitage. <laughs> <laughs> Special Armitage guide. I have the Miskatonic University hand uh, book. This is impossible to get these days. Special collection, Miskatonic Library. Here we go, Professor Armitage. Yay! So he smiles at me. So, what is it you wanted to know, Lady Shaughnessy? Uh, so, one of the uh, 
deities that I guess we might find on the way is someone called Tauret. And I'm just wondering if that's going to be okay or if they may actually not be who we think they are. Tauret, the goddess of mothers, children, and the guide, she is herself. She is free. She continues to guide souls who die in Egypt across the sands to judgment, as is Lord Anubis. Mm-hmm. Lord Osiris, however, has been taken. Mm-hmm. And whilst you are travelling on the boat of the dead through the Duat, it is possible to evoke Osiris as the chief of the pantheon, Lord Osiris. So be wary of um, some of the rituals and requirements and and, um, practices of journeying through the Duat involve invoking Osiris. Mm -hmm. Don't do that. Okay, thank you very much. Also watch out for Isis. They also... Good advice in Egypt. (laughs) They also have been taken by the calling chaos. Uh, Lord Ra, however, is safe. Ra. Ra. <laughs> Ra. As are the giant laser raptors. What? <laughs> I'm, I'm writing that down and I'm not sure I should, but I'm doing it. Laser Raptors, 1920s laser. It does not mention the 1920s laser shooting (laughs) dinosaurs that you can ride across the Duat. They don't exist, though they would be cool. It's a bit Star Wars-y. Just dream them into being. Only in the Dreamlands. Don't think the Egyptian underworld counts as part of the Dreamlands. Okay. If we if we had a spell that could bring forth what we dreamt into the real world, then we could have them. So I feel like there's an easy way to do this. Do you think? Do you think we can derail the game by um by by just fighting on laser raptors? I mean, it would look really cool. Quite I'm sure cool. there's a spell somewhere, right, which can bring forth things from the uh, dream world. Um, yeah, almost certainly. What could go wrong? Harder than you think. Uh, as as one of my other Cthulhu games, Richard is always trying to work out how to do this, and so far has not succeeded after forty <laughs> seconds because it's really fucking hard. Has <laughs> he tried doing it with a harmonica? That's what I ask. <laughs> right. Do you want to ask Doctor Armitage anything else? Uh. Given a brief update on what we're doing, and Armitage told me, well, what we've got, there's not a lot of intelligence. I didn't think we were going to get anywhere in depth. I've asked the question. Uh, no, I don't think there's that. Unless there's... He thanks you, and he ends the call, and your mirror returns to being just a mirror. Roll me your how at heart, please. How at heart... Which admittedly is not hard for you to do, considering how much power you have. Mm, but I do keep having to do it, and sooner or later, yes, fine. <laughs> the you high are side fine. Is fine. 
Yeah, you all go to bed to sleep. Everyone curls up in bed. Sleepy times. What time are we on, Hedgehog Friend? Uh, that's slightly over two hours. Let's pause there if you all go to bed. Okay. Night-night. <laughs> um, when it comes to a power roll like that, do I know that I've had to do something like that? No. Okay. You passed. All is well. Fine. <laughs> Of course, well, if you roll 100, that still counts as a critical failure. Yeah. Well, if you roll 96 upwards, it's a critical failure. Yeah, well, like, def- that much power, it's 100. If you roll only 100, you're screwed. Yeah. Well, there's you- definitely some things where I should notice that someone's trying to have a look or otherwise doing something like that. But if this isn't one of those cases... This is not one of those. This was something else, which you don't need to worry about. All is well. It is a new morning in Cairo. You have all slept peacefully in your beds in the lovely, glorious five-star hotel Cat has hired. It is the 30th of October, 1925. The clock still ticketh down. Tick-tock, tick-tock. Tick-tock. Right. Cat uh, has decreed that today is a day off. Tomorrow, you're all boarding a plane to fly to the town of Quena, where you will then enter the temple complex at Dendara to do mystic bullshit. Mm-hmm. What are people doing with their day off? Let's start with the gentleman who's in the middle of the camera display, Hedgehog. Could you start with someone else? Yes, plenty. Well, I got this new... Well, I, I need to ask a GM a question. Mm-hmm. Um, in order to... One of these spells requires a copper bolt. Do I need that to learn the spell, or can I still learn it without it? You can learn it without it. You just need to go and buy one before you can actually cast the spell. Okay. Uh, in that case, um, I'll inquire to get one of these copper bowls and some herbs. Um, and then I'll probably just start learning that spell. Okay. Uh, I've forgotten how you learn. Is it like a intelligence uh, roll? Intelligence roll. Get that up on screen again. And I learned. You did learn. Didn't learn uh, ineffable comprehension though. Right, spell is learned. Right, let me copy that into your spell book. Oh, I've already got it in there. Oh, you've already done them. Way you'd save me a job. Good, Flinty. Have a point of luck. Yay! For being proactive and saving me from having to do it for you. <laughs> okay, so you're spending the money. More money. The money. Good money. <laughs> Alright, Matteo, what are you doing? Um, oh, right, yes. I was going to have a bit of a time seeing if I can get this ritual to work because I think it might take several tries. Hmm. Click on the spell to cast it for the first time. The mantra or whatever. Um, the mantra of Tranquilitoire. Let me 
If you disappeared off to roll 20 in the intervening minutes. There you are. Spells. It'll be first time now. What? Um, it didn't like it. Hang on, let me open it. It's syntax errored. Well, you know what? Oh, I see what's going on. I think. Oh, I put my screen into look. Alright, try it now. Alright. Nope. Why is it not? Hang on. Uh, yeah. Are you, it looks like you're missing some sort of... Right now? Yeah, there we go. Alright, I fixed it. Alright, it didn't work. Yeah, and the first attempt has not worked. Um... Would you like to try again? Are you just going to try this all morning? Yeah, I'll try the mantra, poke myself with a needle, then then try again until I can't feel pain. Okay, try again. No, it's getting worse. You should stop poking yourself with a needle to feel the pain. That's not helping. You can try one more time this morning. Alright, one more go. Yes. Woo! Right. You have to... You're no longer feeling pain, and you feel quite calm and tranquil and sanguine about everything. All right. I, um... Get up and have a wonder. Okay. Uh, Kat, what are you doing with your day off? Well, I will start by grabbing a jack. A what? What is that? A purple unicorn. Ooh. Yes, I will ride off into the sunset. Deal with it. Bye. (laughs) Uh, Jack has disappeared. I'll be Oliver for now. Oliver. Yesterday. Well, I was also going to grab Jack and Oliver and Penny. Oh. Well, before you can grab them, I will be Oliver until Arona gets back from yep. dealing with his tonsils trying to murder him. Oliver! Hello. Speak louder. Uh, I am speaking louder. I can barely hear you. Did you turn me down? Yeah, I can hear him fine. Well, if I turn you down. Let me check. Nope, you're on 200. Oh, weird. I'll check my volume level. You are 100 for me. Yesterday, you and Penny went to see the Sheik and you got the red ale, which is what you have to drink to enter the duat. It's in in these little clay pots. There are... Hang on, let me just check. And I still can't remember how, by the way, how you're supposed to click on a spell without accidentally firing it off to just read the description. Oh, um, there's like a little toggle button on the right of it. There is, there is a there's toggle a dot, button. A dot, a dot, dot, dot. Yes, you have to click on that. Yeah, yeah and that, that will open up more details. Okay, okay, I see. Very well. Um, there are five clay 
pots. They're quite small, full of this red mead, which you need to drink. You then went with Penny to the airport to hire a plane and a pilot. Since your pilot is dead, presumed obliterated. He was so nice. He was a nice pilot. He was a competent pilot, just a crap navigator. I, I kept saying this, and I thought it was just, you know, I'm sure it was excellent. Um, but yes, he is, that's what you spent yesterday. But today, Cat has declared today is a day off. Fair enough. Um, Tomorrow, you are flying to the exhibitions, expedition site. So what are you doing with your day off? What is your plan? Well... I kind of feel like I should be as well-rested as possible uh, for this sort of thing. Um, especially as I have never done anything of this weirdness before, if you don't count the time travel clock. Um, uh, I, I would just, it, it, you know, she said take time off. I'd just be on, like, minimally hanging around, uh, you know, basically being where... It, Cat is, as I'm also supposed to be bodyguarding, but to a certain extent. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I could see about... Um, actually, that's one idea. I could uh, write up a telegram of, to, like, report back to... Uh, I'm, I'm guessing that I should probably make reports back to um, my superior about generally how things have been going. Um, You're in Cairo. You're not going to go out on a lovely day trip to the pyramids? I'm going out to a lovely day trip to a pyramid tomorrow, I think. (laughs) Or a lovely night (laughs) trip to a pyramid. I'm not sure. But uh, I feel like I I might head out into Cairo later on, but possibly to send a message and not to get too involved in it. (laughs) <laughs> you are writing up a message. I shall. Would you like me to write it? Write up an actual message. I will just what you've sent. So do write it up. You can okay. do that on the side. I will do that. What is talking about? I can see him. Um, okay, you're writing that up. Cat comes to find you. Cat, you find Oliver sitting at the writing table. Writing on a telegram slip. Morning, Oliver. Oh, hello, Cat. How are you? Uh, good, good. I was going to catch up with you and Penny, if I can find out. And also Jack, because it's something he wanted. Very and I guess just to find out if there's anything more that you two need as this... Um, expedition into the unknown is largely going to be led by you two as I won't be able to be in there when you are. Penny holds up her hand and is like, well, I will need you to cover up the human sacrifice when I uh, murder Oliver on the altar to open the way into the underworld. Is that okay, mistress? Yeah, that we, we can take care of that. Don't you worry. Excellent. I've, I've cleared it with your boss, Oliver. It's fine. We can just do that. Horror, horror. 
Um, no, Penny says there isn't much else we know uh, other than once we drink the um, red mead and, uh, well, once we've been wrapped in bandages, according to Kat, and then drink the red mead, mm-hmm. we will enter the dreamland. We've got five doses of this, so you probably need to decide who's going. Mm-hmm. And once we enter, we will meet the guide who will tell us what we need to do. Yeah. Well, if it's if there's going to be a tutorial once we get in there, I'm... <laughs> Then I'll be fine. <laughs> I thought it... oh. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I thought it best to discuss with Jack as he'd also asked me about one of the gods who you, you may see while in there. Um, and also, this discussion might give you and us all a sense of what's coming. Oh, oh, just, just, just one of several gods will apparently see there, right? Right. Okay. Uh, it is possible. Uh, I will go into what I've learned, but uh, I mean, I mean, any heads up so that we're not quite so blindsided about what exactly we're going to be expecting to see in there mm-hmm. uh, would be useful. Yeah. These sorts of these sorts of things tend to require some mental preparation. Maybe I should speak with our. Uh, Peruvian friends and see if he can give, see if he can teach me some basic things to calm my mind down. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, that might be a plan after I'm done here. I might need to speak with um uh, name fall out of head. Mateo and uh That's the ask one him, and make ask him to do some ask him to teach me not like, oh how do you do magic? Meditation, just how did we calm myself the heck down? Meditation, <laughs> calm myself normal, the heck down before. <laughs> normal ass meditation. Yes, classic vanilla. Are you doing that or just talking about doing that? Uh, I'm, I'm just talking about that because I, I was just, okay. I'm here at my writing desk with Cat. I haven't. Okay. I'm yeah. guessing you are elsewhere. Right. This will be the part where I go and yeah, uh, find Penny and Jack, but I don't think Jack is with us at the moment. Um, I guess we'll have to wait for Rona or Mitch to arrive back. Uh, Flinty, you've learned one spell. Are there other spells you want to learn from that book? Uh, yeah, I might as well. May I suggest the Judgment of Crankwas? <laughs> yes, do. Well, it's not that, but I've very learned it. You have very learned it. Oh, you so very learned it, you unlock one of the deeper hidden mysteries of that spell. Oh, God. Okay. Hang um, on. Hang on. I accidentally closed my character sheet, so I need to just... I need the book. Uh... You, you never want to hear that. <laughs> I want that. And then if I whisper to Keeper, you can see which one it is. Yeah, I thought it was that one. I don't. I don't see myself learning many spells, but uh, it's good to know that I've learned these two. Although I've got the black rites to read. Ugh. Happy fun times. <laughs> okay, let me just edit your character sheet directly. 
Oh, oh, that's uh, that's on the bingo. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost the point where I should start throwing my book at people, but at the same time, there's no guarantee that anyone will actually unlock the mysteries before we need the contents. So. <laughs> Admittedly, starting with a Necronomicon wasn't a good idea either, but I don't think we have good ideas for loading people with mythos and knowledge <laughs> at this point. Mm. Except for Mateos. Mateos <laughs> is a great idea. <laughs> I mean, that's what I've been saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Never, ever got my hands on the Necronomicon. I have two. <laughs> You have two. <laughs> I might have two. We we the party have had two. I don't know. Okay, Timothy, I have added an extra thing to that spell now, as you All have right. a flash of inspiration as you learn the spell. Oh, I accidentally closed it. No, that's not what I meant to do. Well, I, I gave you the one that I've been hanging on to, right? Because I was like, oh, well, I mean, at least you kind of vaguely know what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. You did give it to Cat. I took the other one with me. Mm. Right, Kat. Um, it seems like Jack has popped out, so he's not available right now. What would you okay. like to do with your other time? Uh, well, I will still have a chat with Oliver and Penny because it's still useful for them to know what I know about this bit. Um which is that, well, more about the Duat. So what what do you know about the actual quest once you are starting the ritual and within the world? Uh, Your time to Oliver, nothing. Yeah, yeah, like, like the, the people seem to have forgotten that they... We haven't really explained all of that all that much either. It's like you're doing it because you're the only people who aren't completely bonkers at this point. Like, what is the what is our quest? Well, I don't think it's to save the Holy Grail. Uh, well, this is a lot of knowledge that Jack has, and also I have some of it. Uh, but. Bits that I have learned that I might as well share, and this could be happening now. Yeah, it's sort of weird to just try and do this without Jack, but I can well, do I it because it gives us something to do. Otherwise, now. we just sit here in silence until they yeah. come back. Okay. Well, yeah, I'll start with this then. Um, yeah, so on the quest, so when you're actually traveling through the Duat and you are uh, passing through what you will see there, being guided, at the end of that, you once you've passed all that you'll come across Anubis and that's who you need to petition and um sort of provide your things to and then try and get in touch with the soul of Nuri who can tell you where the where well where he's put the seal which will allow us to go off and find it. Just a bit that comes after that. So in that bit where you're actually traveling from where you get in there to Anubis, there will be uh, potentially supernatural, well, gods that you will could meet or could happen to invoke along the way. 
I, I don't I don't really want to ask like how much of this is like going to be some kind of metaphor and how much of it is going to be real, do I? Uh, I'm not sure I could answer that. It uh, it may depend on who's going in as a whole. Which is something I, else we should think about. Yeah, Arona. Okay. Hello, we return. Hello. Yeah. We've been sort of we've been sort of doing that thing of like, ah, oh, let's let's uh, we all start we got all got into an issue of like uh, oh it's who's whose turns it? Well we all need to speak to Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, Jack Jack needs to have his tonsil stones excised. <laughs> Did Foxley put his hand down your throat and pluck them out with a melon baller? Uh no, it got weird. Let's not talk about it. Let's not go into details. I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, how much? Uh, how much? How many details of the removal of my pus-filled signals oh, no. do you okay, want? We're getting, like, we're good. That's we're already good. enough. Or, yeah. <laughs> already too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about his crypt of the what was it called again? The something crypt. Ah, uh, the tonsilla crypts. <laughs> oh yeah, where all the crystal gems are made. <laughs> I'm sealing that name and weaving it into Curse of Strahd now. Right, a cat has dragged you out. Jack, you've just got back from a little trip to the pool where you had a swim, and Cat is all like, Aha! The man we need to see! She's sitting with Oliver in, and Mitch in the lounge. Mateo <laughs> and Oliver are off doing mysterious weird shiz. If I walk in and it looks like there's an intervention for me, I turn around. <laughs> I, I I look like I'm in the middle of writing a telegram, um, which is when Kat accosted me. Hello, everyone. Information to impart Hi, about the duat. Yes, it's come to my attention slash I sort of knew, but haven't really done with it yet. That Oliver and Penny don't actually know what they're getting into. And I wondered if between us we might have something to tell them about that. Um, it's fine, Cat. You can send Jack with them into the Dua. You've got five doses of the red mead, which means only you and Matteo need to stay behind because you're not allowed to go. Yeah, Jack, you want to see Anubis? I mean, I'm sure that'll go well for everyone. <laughs> Why can't Cat go? Cat is too mystically weird, as is Matteo. Apparently they are not allowed in the Egyptian underworld. You're telling me Anubis is like, oh, God, no. No, not you. He's, he's, too he's, read, he's read a book. Mm. <laughs> Matteo yeah, like is linked to the um, spirits of Shangri-La, so isn't allowed into the Egyptian underworld. And Cat mm-hmm. is just displaced from time, hunted by Haster, and... Um, has pissed off most of the deities of the Cthulhu mythos. Yeah. So also is not welcome in the Egyptian underworld. They've got a picture of us at the entrance. <laughs> <laughs> the I mean, I could, I could go, but I, unfortunately, I'm just like, you know, I don't want to have my heart eaten by Amut, the eater of souls. I think that's a perfectly valid <laughs> <laughs> yeah. concern. 
We'll, we'll put a pin in it and add it to the board of others. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if 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 we have to be judged before we can proceed into the afterlife to look for this guy, then I think there's just no way. I'm just going to have to hang out in the lobby with Anubis and make small talk. I'm sort of only assuming that it's like, given that you're not actually dead, <laughs> then maybe none of that's going to actually happen that, but that's that's true but have any, has anyone actually looked up what happens if you wander into the egyptian afterlife and you're not dead no none of you have looked that up yet can can we come back is a is a is a big question mark on the board at the moment that's a good thing to go is, and make research however is the red mead cyanide <laughs> <laughs> is is that how it gets you into egyptian afterlife by killing you <laughs> I, I I do. How much of this are you saying, like in character? Or, or of it? <laughs> in that case, I'd be like, that is a fair point. Is there anything? Can you investigate just a little bit more before I'm doing this? <laughs> I like, like. Why am I the first person to ask these questions? You are away, <laughs> doing weird magic cheers. Oh, that feels so yeah. much better. Well, it's more, do we need to put back our plane trip by a day so we can do any more of this? Or in our various goings around, like, uh, Jack, I asked that question to Dr. Professor? Doctor? Doctor. Uh, Doctor Armitage, and I have some answers for that. But in terms of what you found out at the museum the other day, uh, Mm. Do we have enough between us, or is there more that we need to do or send Oliver and Penny to do with some assistance? Mm, ah. I mean, I I think we've learned... Uh, I, I re- recount to them what... Um, I'm going to say Al-Shakti, but it's not him. <laughs> the other guy... Dr. Kapoor, yeah, uh, what, what he said uh, uh, about what will happen as they go through the duet, uh, what to expect as people of uh, like lower standing. Because basically they're going to have to walk. But we're probably going to encounter um, the goddess uh, Towerette. I, I don't say that uh, it's fine that she's probably not a Nyarlathotep thing i look over because we haven't i haven't spoken to cat yet and i look over at her sort of like you know eyebrow razoredly uh yes sir tarot is free and is fine um as is uh i've got my notes because if i get this wrong it's going to be hilarious um (laughs) yes tarot is free uh anubis is free and lord Mm. lord rar is safe as well However, uh, Osiris and Isis are not. Uh. They are secretly uh, bad. And Mm. so be wary of anything that might invoke them or otherwise bring them into uh, your interest, as it is quite bad, so don't. Do we know how to identify those two? That's a no, then. Um, I think at the point you're sort of noticing them, it's too late. We just have to avoid summoning them. Um, 
So don't don't think about them too much while we're there. <laughs> oh, by okay. the way, here's all the knowledge about them. So now, yeah. <laughs> think about. Here's, here's the gives you enough to recognise the symbols of Osiris and Osiris, so that if you happen to see a big altar to them, and someone's like, light a candle to Osiris to bless, ask for his blessings, you can be like, no, maybe no. not. I do have one question. Although um, I doubt anybody will be able to answer it, which is surely with these being ancient Egyptian gods, is there... There's not going to be many others around, and we're going to be the focus of attention (laughs) for probably a lot of Things. Um, I think that's, how that's it what, works. You know, is you're you, always the focus of attention. <clears throat> you know, you've just died, or, or not died. I say, smiling weakly. <laughs> well, I guess that's what the bandages are for—to make us look like we're dead. Is that right, cats? Guys. Yes, what whatever makes bandages much more of a reasonable thing is definitely correct. <laughs> I say yes, the bandages. Uh, Penny's like yes. Cat uh, says anyone who's going into the duet needs to be wrapped in bandages to not offend the gods. Makes sense to me. <laughs> That's what I thought. And Anubis is going to be like, what the fuck are you wearing? (laughs) (laughs) What is this? Am I a joke to you? (laughs) (laughs) We're so sorry, Lord Anubis. We wore this to scare Abbott and Costello. (laughs) Where Penny's like, so I think the last thing we need to work out, Mistress, before we go on this trip is, can we come back and what happens to mortals who enter the underworld? Yes, the the, big, the biggest question before we got on this trip is, are you killing us? Uh-huh. Uh, you turn up and they're like, oh, fucking tourists. <laughs> we only have a day pass. So, Jack, um, Dr. Gregory, Matteo, Mistress Catherine, how do we find out if it's safe to do this? Maybe it's in the black right? We can research, we can go back to the museum, uh, although when it comes to, I guess, what happens on the duat and what happens afterwards, that's part of what Jack's told us. Yes, but you don't know whether it's safe to go in there as living people and that you can come back. Ah. You aren't just going to turn up and Anubis is going to go, welcome to the underworld, you made it guys, go on through. I, I will point out that can I come back from the dead is a frequent question mm-hmm. that has plagued humanity across time. But if you're able to research it in an afternoon, please feel free. Uh, well, I mean, it won't be in any sort of conventional sources because this isn't the sort of thing that people tended to do and write about. No, this one is definitely going to be hidden in some sort of mythos tome. Yeah. It 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 does it does concern me that if uh, 
there are lots of things writing about going to do it and not many things writing about what happens when it's done. That doesn't give me the fullest confidence that people come back from the experience. Black whites to see if you can find anything in there. Absolutely. Hey, um, what research source are you going to leave through? Maybe take Jack with you and look through the Necronomicon. Oh, go on then. (laughs) It's always a terrible idea, but it's the best one I've got. (laughs) I'll ask if you would help her do some research. Can't hear you, cat. Not cat. Oh, have I been been on mute? I just thought you were really fucking rude. Oh, well. (laughs) Terrible. Um... Oh, damn, because I dropped some really salient points earlier, but I've forgotten what they are now. Never mind. Let's hope they weren't important ultimately for everything. Um, what was I saying? That wants to go and open the Necronomicon with you. Let's go look at the bad book. Okay, Mick, would you like to look through any of your books to see if you can help? You're okay, muted you're right. too. I'm muted as well. We've <laughs> been having a secret conversation with each other, haven't you? Yes, it was about it was about my various goofled sacks. Um, see, I was just trying to learn Egyptian hieroglyphs because I got a feeling it might be useful. That's then why we got, the, then we got the scrolls translated. <laughs> but, but we're going into pyramids and there might be stuff on walls and oh. stuff which none of us would be able to read and it could be like don't go past here ye or whatever and, and then uh, yeah egyptian pirates yes Egy- well i mean we've been aztec pirates so why can't it be egyptian pirates you're a fair point and you never know he might come across a large you know beautiful mural of egyptian hieroglyphs which is like to defeat Nyarlathotep, do this exactly Simply submit submit to his will. You wrote that, didn't you, you little shit? <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna like continue with my learning of Egyptian hieroglyphs. Roll me Egyptian hieroglyphs, Mitch. And then roll me well, roll that first. As expected. Now roll me your intelligence, but you need a hard intelligence. That is not hard enough, Mitch. Like what she said? Oh, I got my. I have my little Egyptian training book and everything. <laughs> oh, you do have your Egyptian training book. You can roll with a bonus die on the intelligence roll. That's worse, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> Look, this book is full of pictures. What a lovely book. Oh, that one looks like a crocodile. Oh, and that one's a doggy. I squiggle hawk bird sun symbol? Exactly. I've cooked uh, that and I've cooked that and I've cooked that. You spend the day working on your Egyptian hieroglyphs. You may go up to 15 in Egyptian hieroglyphs. Oh, just very... because you are studying and learning, it's just slow. Um, boy, the blue one, Flinty. That's his name. I've known him for over a decade and I forgot his name then. Nothing new there then. Very difficult name to remember. 
Yeah, that's why everybody keeps saying Temmy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Temmy. Let's get on with this. Right. right uh, As you have not read the Black Whites yet, you need. Are you just kind of like looking, skim reading, looking through? I, I, I figured that's what, how you had to do books. You had to skim and then do the in-depth. Yeah. Okay, make me... Uh, are you just skim reading it then to try and... If you're searching for a specific thing, roll me your Cthulhu Mythos. You need less than 33. Nope. <laughs> that is not less than 33. <laughs> That is, that is 85, but you're looking okay. on it. You can, however, cross off a day of skim reading as you work through the Black Whites. Okay, I'll do that somewhere on my character sheet, I guess. I'll mark that down on the handout. Oh, thank you. Right, Cat and Jack. You retire to Cat's room, and Cat sets the wood and leather bound copy of the Necronomicon down on the bed in front of her, well, the desk in front of her. You ready to open this baby? Yeah. Hit me. Right. Both of you roll your Cthulhu Mythos. Uh, I think I've got some of that. I do. Sorry, what, what's this Cthulhu myth? I don't think I've heard of that one. <laughs> it's under sea. <coughs> you both passed. Under the sea? Under the sea. Under the sea. I can swim. Everything better once I flood the planet? Um, that's, a, um, that's a super doomsday weapon in Stellaris now. You can literally build a Death Star-sized ship that just floods the planet. That for the aqua races. Yeah, so if you're an aquatic race who lives under the sea, that's great. But for anyone else, it kind of kills them all if you flood the planet. Anyway, Cat and Jack, you both passed your Cthulhu the Mythos rating on the Necronomicon. Oh boy. Um, you're both working through it together, um, making it's slow going, it's not an easy thing. You're kind of like looking in the weird charts and esoteric corners and strange symbols and writings and the mad scribblings in, in margins. To try and gain more information from this dread tome. And you can literally feel it pressing against your psyche. It wants you to delve deeper. And yeah. the trick is to not delve into the areas it wants you to read. Hmm. But it's not easy to resist. Uh, but working together, you can both now make me power rolls. Jack? Oh, all of us. Sorry. Yeah, you and Cat. Oh, that wasn't a hundred. <laughs> Why didn't you critically fail, Jack? Um, because I wanted to live. You could have allowed Nyarlathotep into your soul and just snap Cat's neck. It took a long time to get him out of that thing. Um, you are able to find a section of the book. It's it's more of a almost like an ancient illustration, but like in the panel curving around like the fancy looping ribbon that kind of like encapsulates the woodwork, um, the it's not woodwork the um, woodcut. 
Right, the actual imprint of the wood carving. The wainscoting. Uh, there are words in Latin, and you're able to translate them. It deals with journeys into the underworld. Um, for those who are living, who enter the realm of the undead, you can make the journey to meet <clears> the god. <throat> but if you actually accept an invitation to go beyond into the actual final destination, like you know, the fields of reeds, the heaven space, the the good, the good outcome of your journey through the underworld. Then you ain't coming back. Hmm. It also mentions that if you fail on the journey, say if you're in the dua and you don't balance your heart, you will just get cast back out to your body. Oh, good. Um, because you're not actually dead, you will just be like banished back from you know to continue with your life. But if you actually accept an invitation from any god to like step through the th- final threshold and enter like the divine resting place for good souls, then you're not coming back. But hey, if you get all the way through to the Egyptian underworld and they're like, yeah, come through to heaven, then maybe, you know, you don't want to come back and deal with the world that's about to be eaten by the Isle of the Tep. I was like, I was like, yeah, this has absolutely become my number one plan right now. this this by far and away is my best odds at a good ending (laughs) I am thinking maybe someone like Jack should go because otherwise we're setting people who don't know what they're doing and I'm still going to say it even (laughs) I think think the plan was originally to send two people who are currently being NPC'd by the GM (laughs) (laughs) well you've got five doses so I uh, you could send Mitch, you can send Gregory you can send Jack, you can send Penny, and you can send um, Mitch, Oliver. Mitch, he's gone, gone to the afterlife to uh, send get the best souffle recipe. I, I think the only problem is, I think the only problem is, is Rona, do, do you think your character could reasonably balance their heart <laughs> to get into the good place? <laughs> Look, you can move face down on that scale. You're going to have a finger on the other side and hope Anubis doesn't notice. <laughs> look, look, Anubis is like like a trillion years old. They won't have heard of magnets. I think he has heard of magnets. Hey, if okay. the ICP haven't, then how's Anubis? As you finish reading the Necronomicon, however, you both have to make me another power roll to close it. Here we go. Look. I let out just the tiniest little terror fart as we close the book. <laughs> what were you worried about? It really was pushing on your psyche, though. You can still sort of like feel the allure, Jack, and Cat to open it again. For you, Cat, you're used to this allure and you can just ignore it. But Jack, this is. This is new for you. It's it's definitely calling to you and wants you to open it. But you're, you're ignoring it for now. Oh, good. For now. I'll put the book away. Yes, please. Quickly. <laughs> but what's a little more book? You, just, you don't want to just like drop a cat and let it fold open on a random page and see what see what happens. Oh, what's oh, that? I... <laughs> That's probably the Amazon shopping. 
I'm just going to get the doorbell. Jack, don't explode. Hello? I cannot make any promises. Sometimes you just have to explode. You do, you do. Out of all of us, like... I'm going to talk to you, Hedgehog. I'll be back. Most likely to explode. I figured it would be Jack. I just think if a cat exploded... Well, that's the point. I should finish writing that telegram. I I was probably doing that while you were reading mysterious books. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I was going to suggest you probably don't want to send it, but... Unfortunately, you got distracted. (laughs) And we're back. Press it. Remain (coughs) inconvenienced. He's still in the Amazon hole. He's got out of the Amazon hole. He's now in the Pupatorium. Which is only slightly worse than the Amazon hole. Did we ever get an update on how alive Craig is? Uh, not yet. Maybe like Foxby's painting on the wall. It's been nice. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, I was like, I've got painted behind me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's it's good. It's good because look, look. Instead of flipping him off, I can just do the painting. Aww. Aww. <laughs> very nice though. It's very nice. <laughs> Thank you, Nita. Eddie, uh, Eddie did a desktop card. I think they're on my people I've always wanted to get arts from list. Yeah, they're, they're open quite often. Pretty. Like, um, he does. Uh, he does some arts sometimes for Eurofrance. He does. He does the big banners they hang in the in the lobby. Oh, yes, yes. And then I, I chain him to like uh, in the basement and make him draw t-shirts for me. Oh wait! Did they did they do the um, t-shirt? They did all of, yeah, yeah. I I need a new Griffin one. The the print is sort of disintegrated on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like um, after oh, that's what I've been dying over the last like week trying to get more t-shirts printed. But I don't want to use the the direct to garment printing anymore. But our designs are like really complex, so you'd get them screen printed because you can do you can do gradients with screen print, but it's um. Not um, uh, you, uh, I'm wondering if I should find out what the thing is that uh, the ferality people use because I will briefly go on video even though I'm a bit of a state I want to show you what they, they've got because they've got some rather amazing ones and I wish we although I imagine that these were a tad expensive to do but uh, I, I, can, I can do like Full gradients. We've got like the well, like the Griffin one, for instance. Oh. Um, this is the hoodie that they did. Oh, that's cool. And it's got designs down the sleeve as well. Oh, pretty. Um, I I think this is polyester though. Oh cotton. yes, so that, that's a dye sublimation. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm. So you you get the polyester and then you like dip it in a bath with the print on it. It's even got like printing inside the hoodie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's a really nice process. It's uh, and it doesn't doesn't really wash off. <laughs> These are no, no. This is this is like 
I, I expect this will last as long as the, the, the material does. <laughs> oh, whereas... Uh... Yeah, the Griffin one is like, uh, they last a couple of years, but then you need to replace them. But also you can't... Yeah. Yeah. The trouble nice. is, you, you can't wash it above like 30 degrees and you have to wash them inside out and you have to never tumble dry them and you have to do this and you have to do that. And it's like, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I do. I do. But uh, uh, it still come off. Yeah. yeah. Which is why I'm, I'm trying to get things done with the, um, the new process. But it's, it's fine. I can do it. It's just, it's like. Sorry about that, everyone. Need to use the bathroom. All right. Right. Where were we? Oh, sorry. My, we've just got a parcel. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll go. I'll continue writing this telegram. Let's see what have I got in my liquid parcel? Liquid. Uh, Kit Kats. What's four times nine? Uh, 36, right? Mm-hmm. 36 Kit Kats. Oh! Each more Kit Kat than the last. We've got Honeycomb, Original, and Orange. Yeah, buzzed. Okay. Right, so, Cat and Jack, you've managed to close the Necronomicon without any dark, dire consequences of doom. We did good. Now we power staple it shut, as is traditional. <laughs> Somehow the power staples are always removed by the next morning. Yeah, and, Im- and embedded in your skin in a form of a uh, dark sigil. Right. I think that's the last thing you need to research. So are you just going to enjoy the rest of your day off? Mm. Well, I mean, we, we yes, we know that, that uh, going in is fine because you will come out. Mm-hmm. As long as you don't decide that you actually want to go to the afterlife. <laughs> yes, unless you're like, unless you're like, Hey, this afterlife, will it persist beyond the end of your, uh, <laughs> the end of the human world? Just asking. Asking for a friend, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who, who's definitely going to die if they return to the end? <laughs> right. Uh, no one gets any luck or sanity because you've all spent the day off doing wibbly shit, except for Oliver, who wrote a telegram. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm almost done with it. Sure. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to make it concise and telegrammy, like. Um, <laughs> I put the word "stop" in at random. <laughs> um, you all go to dinner. Cat, do you let everyone go to dinner on your expense? Doesn't that normally happen? Yeah, but you won't be feeling stingy tonight. Oh, it is our last day in a five-star. Well, it's our last day here for now. So, yeah, let's have a nice. You book everyone in at the Shepherd's Hotel restaurant uh, for a lovely final evening before you head down into the dusty 
dusty desert. Uh, everyone goes to dinner. Everyone has a pleasant evening having fancy dinner in the fancy restaurant. Fancy. Nom, nom, nom. And then everyone heads to bed that evening. Pat and Jack, both of you need to make me hard power rolls, please. <laughs> As does Penny. Pat, roll me constitution, please. I wake up. You do indeed wake up when your bedroom door opens and a sleepwalking Jack enters. <laughs> he is um, trying. He's sleepwalking towards the, you know, the leaves where you keep the books. <laughs> what would you like to do? I will try and wake him up. Oh, you try to wake up the sleepwalking person. Jack, well, constitution uh, hard, please. I'm sorry, was that everyone rolling power, including me? No. Okay, Jack, why don't we fight him rolling? Your wish is my command, though, Master. Success! Roll dodge as Jack tries to punch your lights out, still seemingly asleep. Oh. Oh, dear. Roll constitution (laughs) again, cat. All right. You've been knocked it. Oh, there we go. Okay. Actually, you managed to take the punch on your shoulder. You really regret Walter not being here. He's mm. currently on the fair dinkum laying false trails for the uh, um, yeah. cult. But Jack is definitely sweet sleepwalking and fighting you off. Maybe you need the doctor. Maybe I do. Okay, I will go off and try and wake the doctor. You hurry off to wake the doctor up. It's easy because you're waking him up in person. Yeah. Doctor, Mrs. Vanderbilt shakes you awake. Meanwhile, Jack, roll me power hard. Power at hard. Power at hard. What is happening? Not hard. Uh, Doctor, you are woken up by Mrs. Vanderbilt. Mrs. Vanderbilt, you have turned the lights on and woken up the Doctor. Uh, Oh, uh, I need to... Jack is sleepwalking. I can't wake him. Would you be able to help me out? Oh, uh, okay. Uh, Hang on, let me check my uh, possessions quickly. Hmm. Grab the big old liquid stimulant (laughs) and a big needle. Well, I was, I was thinking, I've got a medical kit, so I might have uh, some something in there, so yeah. Have some stimulants, you're a proper trained doctor. Yeah, I have pharmacy and everything. Yeah, what you really need is syringe, however, so you can shoot hmm. people with the syringes from a safe distance. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Cool, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go back. in and... Okay, uh, as you bustle back, Jack, roll me... Um... Actually, I need to just look at Jack's uh, thing. Roll me your Latin, please, Jack. Latin? <laughs> um, no, I know no Latin. 
Cat uh, and Dr. Gregory, you bustle into Cat's room. Jack is standing there holding a book from Cat's collection, and he's speaking in a deep, dark tone of voice. It sounds a little bit like Latin, but with something else scattered into it. And it both makes you have to roll me constitution hard as you hear these weird words. You're both fine. Dr. Gregory, would you like to perhaps sedate the sleep or stimulate the sleep? Yeah. (laughs) I I stand ready to be stimulated. Yep. (laughs) Okay, Uh, use your stimulation on him. What what, what, uh, skill is that? Medicine. Where are you? Hurrah! <laughs> you give him the exact dose down to like the final <laughs> milliliter to wake him up. Jack, you suddenly come around to feel a syringe in your butt and um, you're holding the Necronomicon in your hand and it's glowing ever so slightly purple. And Jack's like. Slam book closed. Roll strength to slam book closed. You, it fights you. It doesn't want to close. <laughs> you, you close it and kind of like drop it on the carpet. And the eerie purple light and the strange voice that was chanting have gone away. You also feel like you've had like six cups of coffee and are now wired and awake. Oh, morning, everyone, I say. Uh, I'm going to pack the book away. Morning, Jack. How are you uh, feeling? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, um, this seems a little out of the ordinary. Is everything all right? Well, you're in Lady Catherine's room. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> let's uh, let's get you back to your room. Is there any chance you could take that syringe out of my posterior? Uh, certainly. Oh. Yeah, that's a lot better. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Well, um. I turn to Cat and I'm like, until I fall asleep again, I, I nod and step out through the door. So in a couple of days then. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I take him back to his room and I just ask, like, do you, do you have any, what, what, were you just sleepwalking or do you have any, did you experience anything just then? Uh, what do I remember, GM? You were asleep and dreaming and then you woke up holding an Equinomicon in Cat's room. I was having this weird dream about a prawn. Prawn. Hmm. It's a small crustacean. I think that means you're gay. Go <laughs> <laughs> roll your psychoanalysis on him. Sorry, your psychology on him. Another one. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Jack is a very, as you well know, Jack is a very disturbed individual. Possibly, you should spend some time with him on your psychologist couch. Mm. Oh, I've got so much to do. <laughs> you, you could, too busy, too busy to do your job. You could try to give him a sedative, but that might make his heart explode. Yeah, no, not not immediately after a stimulant. No, we'll 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 talk it out. Let's because uh, I've obviously stimulated him. He's not going to go to sleep. So you sit Jack down and you have an inform. Do you want to talk to the doctor about your problems, Jack? I don't think I have any problems, do I? 
That's what they all say. <laughs> that just makes the doctor want to shackle you to his couch and write some papers on you. Oh, oh, oh! Go on then. Let's uh, let, let let's talk about our feelings. You have a massive phobia of dogs. Do I? You do. You have a gigantic phobia of dogs, and you're about to go meet Anubis. So, uh, maybe oh boy, you should work on that. When when did I get that major phobia? When you got turned into a dog. <laughs> and, and and or hunted, hunted by the hands of Tindalos. Oh yeah, and the hound of Tindalos. Mm. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm fine. I've got to kill some dogs this evening, but uh, you know, aside from that, everything's fine. That's perfectly normal, right? Talk about this hobby of yours. It's not a hobby; it's a mission. Mission. Ah, right. <laughs> but you know where you are now. Called it a mission, right? Yeah, it's definitely asylum time. Roll your psychoanalysis, Dr. Gregory. Yeah. Well, that's not bad. You have made a start on treating Jack. You definitely think you need to get a bit more time with him in the uh, chair. But, um, Jack, you get six sanity back from having a little chat with the doctor. Oh, that's nice. What if you spend a bit more time with him, you think you could talk his phobia down from such a strong phobia to a lesser phobia. And then in time, you'll be able to talk him out of the phobia of dogs altogether. It's a virgin therapy. You'll just put me in a big bag with like a hundred dogs. I'll be like, oh, no, <laughs> this isn't helping. Yeah, it'll be well, great. You just lock him in a room with some massive, great, big... Uh, Hounds, you know, some hunting mastiffs. No, this is genuinely dangerous. <laughs> Tie me to a wall and fire pugs at me through a cannon. <laughs> Don't make him sad, Buck. Oh, God. Yeah, Doctor, Jack is a very disturbed person. He's... Yeah, I, I got that impression when he told me that dream the other day. Yeah, it might, it might, it might be worth your while as the psychologist to spend less time reading books that will drive you insane, and maybe fixing some of these broken people. Mm. Yeah, you do, however, get two Cthulhu mythos, Doctor Gregory, for what you witnessed—the weird chanting and the glowing book. That's definitely a Cthulhu mythos worthy, I think. Okay, it's just like, tell, tell me about your problems. Oh, good, you've increased your sanity and I've decreased my max sanity. Thank you very much. Fine, it's fine. Everyone else has a pleasant night. Yeah, what are you doing with the Necronomicon? You're just putting it back in its bag. Do I know what that was? Uh, well, your Cthulhu Mythos. I, I sort of should do if I've been holding on to a book but we'll see uh, maybe not <laughs> you're not sure this is the first time you've ever encountered this mm. so um possibly it's something that needs researching maybe the necronomicon can tell you what it was up to <laughs> <laughs> uh if, if i didn't have not tonight <laughs> you're not gonna crack it open again <laughs> no but i do Hang on, I need to go get my pills. All right. What are you doing, Cap? Uh, 
being wary if I'm going to have to fend Jack off tomorrow night and the night after. <laughs> you could burn the Necronomicon in an open fire. Some I don't think that will work. Besides, then I wouldn't be able to read it. That is true. Mm. And it might get angry at you if you try to burn it. Maybe I just need a box with a lock on it. (laughs) You need a safe. Yeah. Is there anywhere that it can go for just now that has a lock on it in this room? Roll me your luck. I'm lucky. See, There is the safe that the um, suite has behind a picture in the living room. You could lock it in there. I don't really want to put it in another room. But yeah, there isn't a like individual safe in your room. Mm. I mean, you could lock it in one of your suitcases. That'll do for now. Okay, you all sleep. The next morning, you're all up early. You get um, dressed. You have a light breakfast. And then you head out to the airport. Is anyone grabbing or taking anything specific? You've all got like clothing to wear in the desert and the sun. And you've got water and stuff already prepared Penny has prepared all of that but does anyone want to take anything specific with them two, two things so, uh, sorry two things for us um, I relate it because before we do that um, I sent you the telegram that I sent yesterday um, so obviously if there's any reply to that I would yeah, check that before we left um, and secondly without wanting to be too cheeky I was the only person who didn't do any mad crazy wibbly stuff yesterday is there any chance i could possibly get a tiny few points back i don't know because <laughs> my sanity you, is pretty low <laughs> you take yesterday off completely you get five sanity back yeah um, didn't do any wibbly mad evil month no. yeah, that's all that's all uh I'll, yes, Peter? Sorry. i mean i'll definitely take my bell with me you're taking your bell, that's fine. I assumed you'd have that with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, are you leaving your dark mythos tones here unprotected in the hotel, or are you packing them up to take with you just so they're on your person? Uh, I guess there's an interesting thing is that I have quite a lot of dark, <laughs> terrible tones. You do. Mm. But none of the party are staying here at the hotel, so... I imagine you'd get Penny to put them in the book crate and take that with you. I think so, yeah. Are we actually done at the hotel then, or are we just holding it here and then we'll come Penny back? Penny can only take so much cargo, so Penny's, odd. Penny's idea was to leave most stuff here and just keep the room in our name whilst we're okay. down river. Yeah, so I'll keep most stuff here, but yeah, take the Wibbly stuff. Taking the Wibbly stuff with you. Right. Uh, you head out to the airport. It is quite a small little plane parked on a large, there's a large lake and it has pontoons, wooden pontoons. This plane is made of wood uh, with like metal bracing at the corners and it has a single prop engine and it just about has enough seats for all of you and the pilot. Someone is going to have to sit up in the co-pilot seat. Who is going to sit in the co-pilot seat? Who's got the highest aircraft stuff? Oh, you can't just ask that question. That's crazy. All right. Sorry. Dear sirs, does anyone know anything about an aircraft? You need to know anything about an aircraft. 
who's got our best navigation skill. Who wants to sit up front? If it's just sitting up front, I'll sit up front. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, when, when the pilot the is inevitably yeah. incapacitated, you have that to go. You're sitting next to the pilot. Yeah. Well, I've I, I've got a nice interest in in aircraft, and I quite like you know I've I've spent my life on the seas, and now I want to spend my life the rest of my life in the air. How different can a plane be from a ship? Exactly. Don't ask. I wish to spend the rest of my life in the air because otherwise, what will happen is is that Russell yes, will make sure that your rest of your life will end while we're in the air. <laughs> you, you definitely will do that. <laughs> It's up to up, up to you. Uh, I, I don't mind. Like I, I, I can go there, or someone else can go there. It's up to you. Oh no! No one was volunteering. But if you want to go up front, I don't mind. From go up. I'm going to sit next to Penny and get a haircut. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, you are all aboard the plane. Uh, the plane is preparing to take off. Let's see how the pilot does. Well enough. He takes off flying north and then he curves around and starts to head south uh, east. Southeast. Across the eastern desert. Um, we roll the pilot's navigate. You want me to pro- Sorry? No, no, no. The pilot is doing it all. Okay. <laughs> Mitch, Mitch, roll navigate. I mean, I can do. I mean, just, you can roll just pretend it was a souffle. You can roll navigate if you'd like to double check the pilot's. Uh, I work. will. I will double check it, but like, oh, I don't know if I should because if I get, uh, I can question myself now. <laughs> oh well. Uh, pilot is flying <laughs> southeast. Yay. Uh, roll. Uh, what people are doing on the plane? It is a two-hour flight to Quena. Remember, this plane isn't going that fast. It's, it's 1925. There's no jet engines on this thing. It's a prop plane, and you're flying about 200 miles. So, what are people doing? Doctor Gregory, what are you doing on this plane? Well, I don't. I don't think this is suitable to be talking to Jack again. Uh, in a noisy, boxy, wooden plane. Yeah, there isn't much space. You can't. There isn't anywhere for Jack to lie back on the chaise longue and be like. <laughs> um, would you like me to talk about my father? <laughs> Please do. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't the plane. My dad was a bee. <laughs> <laughs> Not the best place for an intimate psychological chit chat. Think there's anything I can do, really? You're just going to crank your seat back and have a nap, then? Yeah, hang on, hang on. Let me just let me just put my seat back. There we go. Oh, that um, that, that seat doesn't go back very far, Flinty. I mean, look at me. I'm all of my lounging in this thing. Okay, Matteo, what are you doing on this flight? Um. Hmm. Uh, nothing much, really. I think I'm, I'm just gonna 
chill out and stay alert because stuff always happens on transport. So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna keep an eye on things. Okay, cat, what are you doing? Gonna do a bit of writing. Have a bit of water. Roll some writing, then, cat. Can do that with my writing skill. Hmm. Oh dear. Apparently, I can't do that. It's too noisy and too warm and too hot and, um, yeah, too bumpy. It's just not peaceful. You can't get into a good writing zone up here. I've managed to do very much today in terms of my skills. Uh, Actually, can I try and uh, sleep uh, to catch up on what I lost? You can. You fall asleep with ease. You are. Nice. Jack, what are you doing? You're still feeling a little bit wired after um, being woken up. A needle of adrenaline in the arse. Um... At least you're on the cardiac needle of adrenaline straight to the heart. Um, I am... Is is the seatbelt light off so that it's safe to get up and move around the cabin? There is no seatbelt light. There is no (laughs) seatbelt. It's a 1925's wooden prop aircraft designed to land on the Nile. It was a it was a joke, was it? <laughs> um, no joking, it's serious Cthulhu business. I'm, I'm going to get up and we'll go all the way to the yeah. What's the in-flight movie? The thing. Um, I could go all the way to the front uh, and bother the pilot and the co-pilot. Okay, you're going to get well. The co-pilot is Mitch. Yes, I know. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're doing. Uh, Oliver, what are you doing? Uh, I, uh, I'm just keeping an eye on um, Cat and keeping an eye on somewhat keeping an eye on the pilot because he's a bit of an unknown. Um, I, I feel like I'd probably be like uh, keeping making sure that we are ironically doing what people used to do to me and make sure that we're going in the right direction. Well, you'll <laughs> navigate then, Oliver. Oh. Well, I say going in the right direction, probably just looking at the compass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, just looking at the compass. <laughs> you had to navigate than I did. <laughs> I'll bet you're all missing Hugo now. Should never have let Hugo die. Yeah. Uh, Hugo let Hugo die. Okay. Um, where were we? All right. Uh, Jack, you get to the cockpit. Uh, Mitch. Is there like double checking the uh, pilot's uh, navig you know navigation on his maps and Mitch is like oh yeah hmm. desert desert <laughs> yeah the pilot is desert the, the the pilot jabbers on in Arabic at you do you know Arabic uh, I know Arabic how similar is Arabic to to uh, to Yithian um not. Then, then I can't. I can't speak Arabic now. Uh, he does speak in broken English, but he doesn't need you to check his navigation. He knows this route. <laughs> he's starting to get grumpy. He looks at you, Jack, and he's like, "Yes, sir." Oh, uh, I just wanted to stretch my legs. I say, looking out through the cockpit window. Roll your spot hidden, Jack. That's oh, no. extremely worrying thing. Yes. <laughs> oh. yes. Yes. And Jack and you've seen all. Oh. 
You just saved us all. I just, uh, I just brushed the window out of the way so I can see everything. I am the plane. <laughs> oh, cruel, critical I'm, success. I'm clicking. I'm going to send you a message. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I can click. Someone reads a book, and bad things happen. Oh, yeah. We forgot to bring a translator, Arabic? Oh, well, no, because neither yeah. is there. Uh, I know Arabic, and you, unfortunately, Foxby, now know, or are getting to know Egyptian hieroglyphs, so we're always going to have a bloody translator for the rest of the game. I'm sorry about your bingo scores. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> Honestly, we can't become competent. Not at this late stage. If you look at the map, Jack. I look at the map, Jack. You're kind of flying that. Mm. You should be flying this. Mm. He's flying this. Mm. Yes, I see. <clears throat> I, uh, I look, you know, to the right, and I, I like... Far be it from me to criticize you in any way, my dear pilot friend. But are we not several hundred miles off course to the east west? East. Wherever. He looks down at the map and he, he like opens the, the little glove compartment and oh, pulls dear. out a gun and screams and shoots you. Oh boy. <laughs> You may want to dodge. Uh, no, I'm going to catch the bullet in my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you can see where it is. Spit it back at him. Yeah, yeah. Roll, your, yeah. roll your bite. <laughs> I, no, I, I use my. I use my. Can I use my critical on spot hidden to catch the bullet with my eyelashes, <laughs> and then just like. No, I, I feel like the dodge. I'll let you catch the bullet through your eyeball into your brain if you like. <laughs> I feel like that one one should give him some points for like spotting the gun. <laughs> he got he was allowed to dodge. <laughs> I, have, uh, I have dodged the bullet. Seeing bullet, it's only a little two shot derringer. And um, seeing as I'm like, uh, yeah, seeing I'm like sitting right next to him, can I just brawl him in the fucking face? You can brawl him in the fucking face. Oh, I don't know if I want to brawl him in the fucking face. Uh. Okay, maybe I should just grab his gun. Roll for fighting balling. If I even knock him out, then he's going to be flying the plane. Would be a bad idea. Save the day! I grab his gun, and he screams something in Arabic and just slams his hands down on the control column. And everyone in the back suddenly is jerked awake as the plane goes... Oh, oh God. Uh, oh, who hired this pilot? Uh, Penny and Oliver? I did... Nido! I wasn't alive! This isn't my fault. I'm blaming the NPC bubble for this one. If you'd been here... I probably would have rolled just as badly. Um... What are you doing, Mitch? He's gonna suicide drive the plane into the desert. I just, I just like yank him off and I you know, brawl him out the way and pull up on the fighting ball in. Crazy. Yep, yeah, you pull the pilot 
off the controls and onto the floor, and you're holding him down. He's struggling and fighting back, but you've got him down. Jack, the pilot seat is empty, and Mitch is a bit preoccupied holding the cultist to the floor. Oh boy, now's my moment. I've always <laughs> wanted to fly a plane. <laughs> <laughs> now is indeed your moment. I sit in the pilot seat. I know enough about flying planes that I can pull the stick back, right? I mean, that's... I mean, he pushed it down to kill you all, so pulling it back to not yeah, kill you all. I, I'm like, I'm like, do the opposite of what the bad man did. Roll your strength. Oh, because boy. There's no nice fly-by-wire power steering. Roll my strength, which is legitimately my dump stat. <laughs> now I just need a mode of transport is oh. <laughs> <laughs> you back on the stick and you level the plane out you must be about a thousand feet off the ground by the time you're level again and you're kind of just flying level you're literally having to fight to keep this thing level though because it wants to not be level can, can I uh can I request you can act now that the immediate disaster of killing you all in a plane crash is out of the way? I shout to, maybe I can shout to Jack to tell him to pull up. Because I got aircraft theory? I don't know. Yeah, the plane is level now. If Jack pulls up anymore, you're going to go too far up. Right, uh, you have subdued the pilot. What are people doing? Everything just went a bit crazy. There was I, and there was a gunshot, and you all nearly died. I, 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 I reach across and press the please put the uh, seatbelt button. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'd like to secure the pilot. I'm guessing I have some handcuffs or similar. You have handcuffs. Being an FBI agent, you you cuff the cultist pilot up. Can you take him Mitch helps you drag him back into the passenger bit. Cat, Gregory, um, Mateo, what are you guys doing? Um, how, so how? Go on. So what's going on? Like, people rush into the cockpit, and we heard a shot, and... Well, yeah, all of that just happened in front of you. It, it ah. wasn't vi- invisible. The plane isn't very big. Uh, how level is the plane at the moment? Levelish. You can hear Jack occasionally swearing in various languages as he keeps the plane level. Okay, I'm, I better go and find out what's going on at least. Then. Uh, Gregory, roll me your constitution. Me? Yeah. Okay. You are awake. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> You could have slept through the whole thing. <laughs> we, we there yet? Yeah. Right, um, okay, uh, yeah, you look in the cockpit. Oliver is securing the pilot. Jack is desperately trying to fly the plane. Uh, Mitch is in the co-pilot seat once more. Now the pilot's been secure. And Penny is all like, uh, what are we going to do now? Does anybody know how to fly a plane? No, Mrs. Vanderbilt, your pilot died. Yeah. I'm I'm thinking we need to drive, no one has drive auto, this is the nearest equivalent. Yeah. <laughs> does, this, does, this does this classify as a heavy machine? <laughs> nice try. <laughs> the engine is, is definitely a heavy machine. I mean, it might help you read the gauges, at least, and be confident in, like, 
being able to read the instruments. So, well, your aircraft theory, you fondly remember all those hours. <laughs> oh, I think... can lock it. <laughs> no, you can't. No, I can't. Gonna send you a message, Mitch. Oh no. Yes, you know exactly what to do. <laughs> but Arona, are you being pragmatic at all? Um, stop fishing no. for bingos. No, but I do. <laughs> I do have a plan. Okay, that, that, that that's good enough. Because then, uh, once once somebody dies, which sounds inevitable, I'll get a bingo. Hooray! <laughs> you die. Well. If I'm going down, I'm going down calm and painless. I cast my mantra. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, oh, I know what I could do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you might as well have no pain as you die in a fiery ball of plane crash. Um, guys, I think we need to find somewhere flat. Like, I, I don't, I don't think we were ever intended to get to our destination. I'm not sure even this this plane has enough fuel to get where we need to be going. So I feel like the best course of action could be let's get this thing down on the we'll ground. Be in, we'll be in the desert. We should turn around while we still have fuel and get back to Cairo. But how far are we from Cairo? How I, think we've got, I, think, I think we've got about maybe at best 10 minutes of fuel left. How long have we been uh, in the air? You've been in the air for a good 45 minutes at this point. Mm-hmm. I can't be that. We, no, we must have enough to get back. Or at least closer. We shouldn't. We shouldn't we shouldn't put down until we know we we could fly low, but we definitely should not put down until we're like confident we're running out of fuel. Roll your navigate, people, to work out where you are. <laughs> oh fuck off! All that I could luck that. Yeah, you could luck that. Roll. I'm gonna I'm gonna luck it. I'm gonna navigate. Oh, I was close. Oh, 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 no, 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 no. I passed. I passed. I legit passed. <laughs> the, spirit, <laughs> the spirit of your old character. <laughs> He's like, I, I, I haven't done anything for a while. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let out a, an absolutely terrified scream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh wait, have we been recording, Nido? Yeah. <laughs> Nido, say something. Ra, 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 ra. We have good, okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm on the call. <laughs> I know, it work that yes, way. You might have been muted. Oh. Oliver and Matteo, you reckon you're somewhere where the illuminated dot is on the map now. You're somewhere in that area. Not obviously, you can see the Gulf of Suez, you can see this lake, and you're south of this river. So, yeah, you're somewhere in this area. You're heading southeast still, as Jack is keeping it level. Um, you can see there are towns and villages nearby, but um, you don't know where the nearest airfield is. You may just have to aim for a desert road and see if Jack can land this thing. Do we or see that? attempt a water landing. Do we see that like um, river in front of us in the south? The river is behind you. No, but the other one. like The oh, well, yeah, other river is over the horizon still. You're you're coming up on it slowly. It's just like a blue line in the distance. <clears throat> it's, I don't think this is a water plane. So it is, literally is. I described it and everything. Oh, oh, that, I missed that. Sorry. That seems like it would be easier. <laughs> and land in the lake. In the lake, yeah. But then that's when we are in the Gulf of Suez. 
there are, there, you can see from in the air there are like some towns around the edge of that lake. So we might be able to get fuel. Mm. Yeah. Not well, that any of us. Let's try and land. Let's try and land on a lake. Don't worry, I've got a uh, aircraft theory of nineteen. This maybe it's safer. Fine. You, you, you're a sailor, and you said you wanted to be, know how to fly as well. You, we can you I just to transition. I said I want to spend the rest of my life in the air, not the rest of my life in the water, having come from the air. Jesus. Um, I, sh- I shoot Mitch to make his dreams we're, come true. We're going <laughs> to turn this plane into a boat, and you know how to sail a boat. You're right, I do. <laughs> well, Penny, okay. uh, hand you a glass of water, Mrs. Vanderbilt. Ah, uh, thank you. And then she hands one to you, Jack. So we are, sounds like we want to get the plane down as soon as we can, preferably in the big body of water, because it may be safer than trying to land on land. Uh, uh, I say. I'm <laughs> uh, feeling it. <coughs> Still somehow unexpectedly flying an aircraft. Does anyone else want to try taking over the controls from Jack? Uh, Does my... anyone have any magic spells they want to cast? Um, uh, this, I'm this considering plane it. Of, this plane has a lot of buttons and shit, right? Yeah. And switches and whatnot? Mm-hmm. What do you say? There are I, knobs. Oh, there are knobs. They're little clicky knobs. I could. Are they all labelled in Arabic? Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, Russet, would my um, spycraft skills have any sort of training in... Like, I, I gumption, Nido, for suggesting it, but spycraft sadly doesn't cover emergency landing of water plane. Oh well, well, I mean, you know, like I've watched enough James Bond, so that should do. Um, I do have an Arabic. I could assist with uh, reading the controls. Would you like me to take up the yeah. second seat? And I could, I could, I mean, who's got the better? Has anyone ever had an aircraft, like, controlled an aircraft? It's not. All no three idea. of us should be up here. All three so, of us should be up so here. Should I be, in the, should I be in the pilot seat if I'm the one with 19, which is better than uh, anyone else? I don't know. It maybe feels like it. I've got, um, you know, I have an idea. I I have a half decent navigate. That might help. Navigate would help you navigate. You can see the lake, however, you want to land on. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've already sort of like navigated. It's now just a case of point plane at lake and work out how to bring plane out of the air without crashing. So I think. If we can get close to the ground, then I think levitate should be fine. Yeah. So you want you want us to to not land, but just bring if us down. If we're getting close to landing, like we're approaching, it's the bit where we're actually gonna impact some sort of surface. You know, the the difficult bit that maybe kills us. Mm. But if I use levitate around that point, then we're fine. I think is how. Can we levitate over water? Or 
Does levitate extend to the plane? Does yourself. <laughs> <laughs> this is maybe yeah, maybe half a question for Games Mongoose. Just having a look. Uh, Otherwise, I could always use bulk of brood and call forth the broad of Ihor into the plane. I think that only works if someone's got the horde of Ihor in them. Oh. It doesn't just bring them here. I really I like the idea of it. It sounds so cool. You crazy uh, kids always bulking your broods everywhere. The plane has... Uh, I'm going to have to quickly look this up. <laughs> yes. The plane has a size of 230. Oh, yes, just about. <laughs> wow, you can do it. Yeah. Uh, I want to use one of my spells, but it only, it's only self-preservation. Well, at least if everyone's about to die, uh, Gregory, you could just be like, I'm out, guys! <laughs> yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, what the hell, if we're all doing, all doing spells, I do Judgment of Crancross. <laughs> no, it's not that one. I cast Judgment of Crancross, you're not touching the air. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'll, do, I'll do Soaring Jig, that sounds like a nice one. <laughs> I mean, when we land, you will be very briefly touching the earth. Yeah, I mean, if Jack could hold the spell so it was ready to go off the instant he touches the ground, he would make it a glorious monument to himself in the middle of the desert. Right, Jack, you're still at the um, controls. So, Mitch, roll me your aircraft theory. It's going to go terribly. Oh, not good enough. It went terrible. Roll me your Arabic. Let's see. Um, where have we gone? There you are. Right, Jack. Yay. I need you to roll me your dexterity with one bonus dice because you've got some help from Oliver, who's translating labels on the switches and dials and dexterity. Not- yeah, you're, you're trying to control the plane. Oh, with with ease. Yeah, you're you're just kind of like you. You remember watching Hugo do this? You have to kind of do a smooth descent, so you kind of like go um, down. My slowly. good friend Hugo, I know, I know, I always called him a complete and total cretin, but um, but it turns out I was just paying attention. I was just jealous of him for being able to fly a plane. Don't worry, we'll be landing in Tibet soon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, at least you haven't got lost like he did. Okay, you are approaching the lake. You're coming in too fast, slightly too steep. You kind of have to hope. I I thought you meant this lake. Yeah, sorry, I was just doodling. Yeah, 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 that one, that one, yeah. Okay, Cat, roll me Pow to cast Levitate. All right. Oh, no. <laughs> we got yeah! it! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whoa. Everyone else, roll Constitution. Everyone else, oh. go. Oh, no. Yay! Oh, Constitute. Oh, Mitch is fine. Mateo's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's only. 
Cat, you also need to constitute. Okay. Uh, <laughs> of course. Oh no. <laughs> uh, as you're like you're coming down towards the lake, Cat seizes control of the plane and makes it stop and levitate. Everyone else is still traveling, however. Yeah. <laughs> Cat, you slam into the bulkhead and are knocked unconscious. <laughs> Oliver, you go head first through the cockpit window. Oh. Mm. Bye. You stopped your momentum, however, so you're not too far above the lake. You're good to go into the lake. But then the plane just drops <laughs> into the lake. Because it has no momentum. As soon as Cat is unconscious, her levitate spell drops. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you drop the last, like, 15 feet into the lake, and there's just various cracking sounds. Everybody uh, out, I shout. <laughs> I, I, I reach across to the controls and press the, like, emergency exit uh, signs. <laughs> Bing bong. Bing. <laughs> the plane. Roll me your luck, please, Jack. Luck, luck. Are you picking me because you know I have the lowest luck? Yes. Oh. <laughs> I'll spend a luck on that. <laughs> yeah, but then you'll be once you again. How would that work? <laughs> <laughs> The plane is indeed sinking. Um, the wings have snapped off and the body is like twisted on its side and starting to fill up with water through the broken cockpit. Oliver is kind of like floating in the water on his back and um, Penny launches um, one of Cat's like luggage crates uh, full of, you know, luggage chest out into the lake and pulls Cat onto it. And they're just like floating, but everyone else kind of is going to have to grab onto a piece of wood as the main bulk of the plane is sinking. Grab and my bag and out the window. <laughs> I assume you all grab, scramble out of the plane. Yeah, um, Oliver's out and Cat's out. Everybody else is conscious, so okay. <laughs> ship. I just play like all my harmonica, yeah. like the Titanic. You end up kind of split across the the pontoons for the water landing wings have snapped off and they're still floating. So you kind of like all end up on like one of them and watch your plane sink. And several fishing boats are coming to investigate. But it worked. Um, rather than ramming into the lake at like. 100 miles an hour, you hit the lake at gentle dropping distance. Hooray. Problem is, Cat didn't quite um, compensate for the fact that the plane would stop moving, but you wouldn't. That's why you need your inertial dampeners. (laughs) You you didn't all die when the plane hit the water, so... Yeah, yes, things that, went I, I better mean, I, than expected. Yeah, <laughs> I've got to admit, I've got to admit when I um, w- when you did that constitution, I was expecting just everyone in the plane to also be levitated as well. Um, so as we're <laughs> scrambling out, do we notice um, if Cat has like has she got out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he has rescued Cat, and Penny has also rescued Cat's luggage because Craig got a two on their uh, 
on the roll I just made for them. So yeah, uh, Penny Penny has cat like, and they're lying on top of like cat's big luggage crate, which is made of wood and floating. And it takes about maybe fifteen twenty minutes before several fishermen who are working the lake uh, come up and like rescue you. Um, they're chatting at you in Arabic, but thankfully Oliver, whilst he was thrown out of the plane, is conscious. Oh, oh! I was wondering if I was just lying unconscious. No, you're not unconscious. You just went through the windscreen and landed in the lake. Oh, you're conscious. You're just in pain. Ow. Yeah, if only Mateo would use his mantra of no pain on you. Mm. <laughs> in fact, unfortunately, he used the mantra of extra pain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you are taken to a small fishing village on the shore of the lake where uh, you, you know, you're, you're now ashore. Cat, you have come round, thanks to Penny and the doctor's administrations. Mm-hmm. Doctor, you may tick first aid. Uh, yes, you are ashore uh, at this lake. What is your plan now? It is. Uh, I mean, all right. But... <laughs> uh, I'm tired. I just did a 46 MP spell. Oh my god. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> that going to take three days to recover. <laughs> did, a, did a 46 MP spell. You managed to keep up for 10 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> I like the bit where. Um... <laughs> didn't I got... You were saying, Hitchell? <laughs> no, no, go on. Just. Uh, I just... But yes, this is a very jammy way to stop the plane from crashing. Levitate the plane, and that would stop its downward momentum and just make it float. But it wouldn't stop all of your momentum. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just like, as, as, um, it's quite sweet as it goes in, in Call of Cthulhu things. It's, uh, you know, uh, you perform a very complicated spell and immediately accidentally knock yourself out with it. Well, you know, normally you get like blown apart or um, just killed or something. That's no, a little bump. <laughs> you are now in a tiny little fishing village in the middle of nowhere. It's more of a uh, oasis. It's um, quite a. Uh, it's an inlet, essentially, from the Gulf of Suez. Hmm. This is entirely the wrong place. Oh yeah, what happened to the pilot? Uh, he drowned when the boat sank. None of you rescued him. <laughs> oh, cool. Good. None of you said you were rescuing him. So, uh... <laughs> yeah, I was a little bit. I was unable to on the grounds that you know. You were out of the plane. <laughs> yeah, I got a bit, and I got a bit distracted by you know all the aeroplane shenanigans. I remember the pilot, and I feel slightly guilty that we've let him die. But uh, never mind. He did try to shoot you in the name of Queen Nita Grease. Yeah. It's a shame I would have liked that little Derringer. If you want a little Derringer, ask Cat to buy you one. <laughs> I might have one. Well, I might yeah, but I've, now, never, but... <laughs> I've never taken one from the cold, dead hands of the enemy who tried to shoot me with it. 
I mean, Mitch has the Derringer. He stole it. He took it off him. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to take it off Mitch's cold, dead hands. <laughs> All right, fight Brawl. <laughs> it's not fighting brawling if you've got a gun. <laughs> well, but you know, we don't shoot, I don't shoot you. No, it's only fair that we, like, you know. Ah, <laughs> oh, two-shot Derringers. The um, best and worst guns. There we go, Mitch. You now have a two-shot Derringer. Yay! I've got quite a lot of guns. It's good. Uh... Edit to your character sheet. I'm just in edit mode. Right. Uh, so, what are you doing? You're in this tiny little fishing village. There isn't really a hotel. Well, we might as well sample the local fish. Uh, can we send a message? Is, is there... I, they must have a telegram office here. No. Oh. Why, why would they? <laughs> I've just, we, I've just got we, a very large fish telegram the times at once. Do we know we, where we are in relation? Like, I know we know we're on a lake, but do we, when we did the navigate, did we actually know where we are in relation to everything else? Yeah. Kind of, well, now you know where you're, you're here. You know where everything else is. You can get maps out and work out where. Okay, right. Is. That's what I mean is, yeah. So we, we do know where. Well, a hundred miles off target. Perfect. Just ask the locals, like, where's the, where and how do we get to the nearest, biggest sort of settlement? Like, uh, is it, do we go down the river towards the, the Gulf of Suez or? Yeah, uh, they say there's a large settlement on the Gulf. Um, what's it called? Hang on. I need to look at my other map of Egypt, the one you guys aren't allowed to look at because it's full of spoilers. <laughs> that is the town of Zafarana. Zafarana? Yeah. Zafarana. It's a small town on the edge of that river um, where you, you know, they're, 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 you know, it's a bigger town, the port town. Stay the night in a fishing village house and then uh, travel off tomorrow. Yeah. Sounds like the only real thing we can do. Yeah, I guess we could work out once we're at somewhere larger whether we need to go back to go forward or then we've got a good route on to Quina. Hmm. You all spend the night in a little fishing village. They're very welcoming. They're very friendly. They, Cat and Penny, you are like kidnapped by um, the local ladies who take you to like their, their route, their house for you can stay with them. Uh, they will look after you. Gentlemen, you are put up in a couple of the fishermen's houses, like split across like four or five houses. Uh, Kat, do you speak Arabic? I do. Then you're fine. You can converse with your host. They're very friendly, very nice. Uh, the uh, trunk that Penny rescued uh, has your clothes in it, has your books in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is waterproof because Penny is sensible. <laughs> we have the... Do we have the do we have the red goo, whatever it is, the iron brew that we need to drink? Uh, we use that. Has stored the iron brew, the red <laughs> we need in the trunk as well. Uh, 
Penny's so competent. <laughs> That's why she gets paid a lot of money. Mm. <laughs> right, are we at two hours, Hedgehog? That feels like two hours. It is one hour and fifty-three minutes. Oh god, he's very well, good. That seems like a good stopping point then, as you rest overnight at a tiny little fishing village that you um, didn't intend to come to, but have come to regardless. Mm-hmm. Yes, now to order a new plane. I'm at sure one of his fishing villagers will have one. At least you know that Nita Kreese's cultists know you're in Egypt now. Even if they have now lost track of you again, because they hope you're all dead. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, because the way, the way that guy was acting, he was willing to crash the plane. So, uh, yeah, they weren't expecting him to come back. Mm, well, he was clearly flying you somewhere else. So he was probably going to like land, and then there'd just be like loads of cultists or something. Um, but if that didn't work, he was clearly planning to take you all out in the name of the Queen. I like how all of you, all of you those navigate roles to, um, to try and prove that he was doing something shifty, and I just come in there and I was like... If you look out there, we're about 150 miles away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jack was like, it's the Gulf of Suez. Why are we flying towards that? You have slept overnight in a tiny fishing village in the middle of nowhere, Egypt, after your daring plane crash. Woo! All I'm ah. saying is, all I'm saying is, I could have successfully landed the plane. <laughs> I mean. I was banking on you trying and killing a couple of you. I could have successfully landed the plane. It's just that cat chickened out. We had it, Jack, didn't we? We could have done it together. They called us the A-team. Cat <laughs> doesn't call you that, and she pays your wages. Um, you have, through a judicious use of Mrs. Vanderbilt's money, hired a fishing boat to take you down the river to Xanifat. Uh You all board the fishing boat and it sets sail down the river. It's about a 35 mile trip which will probably take about three hours. What was the name of the place we're heading, sorry? Xanifar. Xanifar. Is it on the map? No, but it's the end of this river. Oh, okay. You're going to there. There's a town at the end of this river where you will then be able to be, you know, get trains or another boat or maybe another plane if you're really lucky. And there's an airport. Is anyone doing anything as you travel the river? Uh, I'll just check on everyone if they've got any wounds or anything that need attending to. Uh, I think we mostly escaped unscathed, didn't we? Uh, there were some bruises, but... Um... Uh, some, light, some light scathing. Mm. In the update you gave me, you told me Cat was not actually conscious at that point. Is she awake now? Yeah, you've all slept overnight. All oh, right, right, it's been overnight now, okay. In which case, I am simply attending to all of Mrs. Vanderbilt's needs... I'm being attended to. I got knocked out. I don't want to do very much. That's fair. Uh, okay. 
you are resting. Is anyone is anyone doing anything, or are you just waiting for the boat to get back to civilization? I'm reading through my hieroglyphs book. Oh, roll your intelligence at hard, Mitch. Hmm. Critical success. Oh, <laughs> I learned all of Egyptian language. <laughs> you may add. <laughs> 25 to your Egyptian hieroglyphs. As you have been studying this for upwards of a month now. So you're and they are basically just pictures. They are. It's literally a language. Each picture is essentially a, a letter that spells out the, the word or the phrase or the sentence. Quite complex as pictograms go. Uh, if only Dr. Vanderbilt was here. Liza was a master at pictograms. Yeah. But she, she ascended to godhood. So, um, literally only... designed for this part of the campaign, and we went the other way first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you really did. Um, but you is anyone doing anything else? Dr. Gregory, Oliver, Matteo? Uh, well, it's, it's, if the doctors check me for signs of concussion, I'm fine. I'll just. I'll just act. I'll just do my job. I'm supposed to be keeping an eye out for cat safety, so I'll be staying with cat. You really I kept an eye out for that cultist you hired. Yeah. Don't have a go at me for things that I wasn't even aware of at the time. Um, I might just read the black rights then. Hey, well, got, nothing, got nothing else to do. Me in English. I do in English. I do a hard English. You can skim read the black rights of Lubeka. Oh. Uh, pages. Hang on a second. Just before we do... Three, okay. Uh, skim reading. Yep. Then how far can I go? That far. Cool. I'll just, I'll just read this then. Okay. Um, Matteo, are you doing anything? Mitch, are you doing anything? Are you just relaxing on the boat? Yeah, nothing nothing special. Mitch? I've been reading my book, haven't I? So. Which book are you reading? I was reading the um, the Egyptian one. Oh, you were doing a hieroglyph loading, of course. You, you've done him already. I went, I went Craig. Craig. Oh. Roll the butler, Marty, if you're looking after the cat. Yeah. Yeah, you... Somehow you still manage to have supplies tucked away in the single chest of cat's stuff that you rescued. Damn right. Full of terrifying mythos tomes, but you mostly ignore them. Yep, yep. I'm only reading when a cat wants me to read with her. Um... If she's looking a bit under the weather still, I might try and put some makeup on her to to pe- make her look a bit more the part. So that, yeah, make her pretty. You want to roll a skill, don't you, Craig? I want to use makeup artist. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Craig. Hmm. Make cat look pretty. I'm gonna make oh. her look like a fucking clown, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Stop laughing so I can. Yep. yep. Yeah, the makeup kit turns out wasn't. It was on your person, not in the ah. trunk, the waterproof trunk. So it got completely ruined That's when you fair. went in the lake. That's fair. 
Uh, you arrive in the small uh, Gulf of Suez town of Sanifa. It's not a big town. It's um, got a port. Again, it's more fishing village than big town. It's bigger than the other fishing village on the little lake. Um, it has a cannery and a train line. The train line travels to Cairo and south along the coast of the Suez Gulf. Might might be worth just cutting our losses and going back to Cairo and taking the boat. Well, I guess working out what we can do going south, and then if that doesn't make mm. sense, then back to Cairo and yeah. the long boat route. Right, roll me your Arabic, everyone who is making inquiries. I can assist. Uh, yeah, and you're sure you're sure Arabic isn't in any way similar similar to Yithian. Yes, quite sure. Talk to them in Egyptian. That's it. You didn't you didn't ever ask me for level ups. You leveled everyone else up. Well, you weren't here on time. I was here on time. Was. <laughs> I was here well, you know, I was here. You know, it was like a force of habit, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, I I think given that you were three hours late, then we'll ask you again in three hours. I guess I'll let you level up, Nido. I mean, I did successfully pass that roll by one for my Arabic, so that's okay. Let me just quickly roll. For my, it's only two skills. Arabic. This is for level ups. No, great. And uh, navigate. Do I get to level up my brawl? Yeah, oh, you didn't level up either. You were late. No. I know, but I was getting stuff for my ill hedgehog. Yeah. Is oh. that an acceptable excuse, hedgehog? I, I, I'll allow it. Are you ill? Okay. Well, your navigation yeah, goes up um, by nine. Oh, let's, yeah. let's, let's not go into those pus-related details again. Yeah. I want to hear well, the pus-related details. Like no, you, you don't. No. Right, uh, roll your brawl in to level it up, Foxbee. No. Your navigate went up by nine, Nido. Okay, thank you. Right, where were we? Oh, yeah, right. So, people were rolling Arabic. Oliver did, Cat did. Anyone else can talk for the locals? I think so. Only if I talk Latin and then only badly. <laughs> maybe, maybe I can write them from Egyptian hieroglyphs. <laughs> right. There are three. Three directions you can travel from here if you look at the map. Mm -hmm. The first one is, as suspected, the train line heads north and will return to Cairo. The train line also splits off and goes to Port Said. Mm -hmm. The train line also then travels down the coast. And you could travel down the coast pretty much almost back to the first town you came into Egypt in, and then travelled by land to Quena. But yes, there is no way, there is no, like, in, train line doesn't go in interior in the south. The train line follows the Nile or follows the Gulf. It doesn't really cross the desert currently. Well, I would argue that would 
possibly be the better option because it keeps us away from large yeah. settlements where we could be spotted. Is yeah. It- yeah. We, we, we were just attacked by Nita Kreese's gang. If we go back to Cairo, because that's where Nita Kreese is, they might get wind, oh, we survived. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, at the moment, at the moment, we're dead. The only person that knows is that fisherman, and we can kill him. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Jeez. Um, I mean, if it's been question of my lady's safety, then sure. I mean, I guess at some point we're likely to end up back in Cairo, depending on where we need to go after this. But it's hard to really guess that. And we definitely need to end up at Giza. But by that time, hopefully, we're fine. <laughs> The other thing I'm not sure about is this land crossing, because that will take a while and maybe fraught with peril. But didn't you do didn't you do that not that long ago? Yeah, remember we we had a great out uh, adventure across Australia like uh, a few months back, and that was that went fine without problem. Mm. We did do a crossing to Aswan like originally, didn't we? Yeah, you, you did a little driving crossing. Remember in the jeeps. Mm. When we had our desert crossing specialist with us on the team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did have Chai with you at the time. But other people have desert survival now. Yeah, yeah. Other people have trained now. It I'm pretty... might be okay, question mark. I pick up some of the sand lip, fall from my fingers. Like I know the, the, the desert, like the back of my hand. Good night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, what is your plan? Return to Cairo and get the seven-day boat after losing several days. The train can get you to the end of the train line in... Let me just check. That's 60 miles. We'll get you there in about a day. It is then at least... uh, Probably about another day travelling through the desert by road, so probably two days however, when you consider that the, the road you will be following won't be a nice paved road it will be a desert camel track I, I, I personally think we should try the road go, yeah. go, go south and go and cross by land. I agree Do we collectively know enough about life in the desert? Because I do not Absolutely not Um <laughs> I don't even think I have any desert survival whatsoever. I am pretty versed in the way of the sand. Oh no, I, I'm yeah, I'm. Uh, what's your desert survival, Mitch? Well, your desert survival, if you have it. <laughs> oh, Mitch! <laughs> oh no! Mitch is like travel us all. to the sand. <laughs> we both know who that is. Desert. Look, yeah. <laughs> I like this skill. I've got. I've got to admit, I'm exp- I'm experiencing desert survival trying to finish this cake. Finish the cake. Oh, I might. I might have to. I might have to throw this half of the cake away, Nido. Why? Film it. Film oh, this, throwing the cake away. So much. This cake is so plentiful. You have yeah, to throw so it in the bin and send it to Nido. No, no, you've started it now. You're going to finish it. You're going to suffer. <laughs> 
I, I can I can give you a link, Nido, to my. Does anyone uh, else have Desert Survival who should have just rolled it, Mateo? Um. Oh, actually, I yeah. do have some, don't I? Um, what you would have done by now, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. You've been around so long; you got fucking every skill practically. I have a generic survival skill. Yeah, I thought. I don't know how to survive. For some reason, I was assuming that I didn't. But yeah, your I, character I, history shows that, Flinty. For fuck's sake! I do mm-hmm. of course. Well, well, I fucked up. About desert survival, and Mitch, Jack, and Mateo are like, yeah. But they don't sound very convincing when they're talking about it to you. You're yeah, not it's sand. You just got to keep the sand up your, up yeah. your feet. It's yeah. fine. Mm, on, sec- uh, on second thoughts, <laughs> on second thoughts, maybe we should go to Cairo. Yeah, they're not very convincing, Cat. They're talking like you know. Yeah, well, just you know, people take water with them, but they can't tell you how much you need or how many jeeps you're going to need for a group of people this big and. They're like, yeah, details. We'll sort those out later. I'm very confident that I can explain to you how to die in the desert. <laughs> it's quite easy. I've done one ways to die. Uh, have you even close enough to luck it, potentially? No. Have you come no. across any snakes? I've got my harmonica, right? It's like with the like the like the uh, cobras. You just you play the harmonica at them, and they just kind of like go into a trance. It's easy. So now you're a snake charmer, as well as a pilot, as well as a sailor, as well as a cook. Yes. Plenty Google <laughs> multi. I don't believe you. <laughs> no, I think I'm going to go with my kind of original instinct, and the fact that no one has demonstrated. Knowledge of desert survival, even though you thought you must have it, but no, I think we'll go back to Cairo and take the boat. <laughs> you all board the train for Cairo. Boo! <laughs> Such a coward, no. Uh, making making the obviously right decision and all that. <laughs> the problem oh, is, you... it's the obviously right in character. Out of character, we know you've got the numbers. You just failed in demonstrating yeah. it to us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this would be fine, but I'd... <laughs> it would be a leap now. Yeah, well, I mean, like roll twenty has been remarkably cursed this session. <laughs> It was quite nice to you all earlier. All those critical successes Flinty was rolling at the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, got, I got two ones in a row earlier. Before we board the fucking boat, I do suggest to Cat, would it maybe be worth hiring a local guide for desert, for helping in the desert rather than going back? I, I'm rather concerned about your safety back in Cairo, uh, Lady Vanderbilt, considering... Pat, you Everything. Can, it's a good argument, but you can't help but imagine the last person you hired who just tried to face plant you all into the desert in a plane. Which, bear in mind, we're now in a random village in the middle of nowhere, not somewhere the cult is likely to have just stationed a desert survivalist randomly. It is. Yeah, it's a fairly good point for that in that we can find people who know the area and we are less likely to find that any of them are actually going to be working with the big bad so uh, I made the choice harder yeah Mm. (laughs) Uh, but the thing is we'll need to make that decision 
after we've got to the other side of this train. Unless we think we're going to take someone from here, but then they might not know the route that we're actually going to travel. Well, the train arrives safely in Zanafa without crashing. The, the train is arriving safely. All right. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't have that on our bingo actually. I mean, you should add that occasionally. Train journeys go safely. Mm-hmm. Mm, no, I, I quite like the fact that we are now currently invisible to the cult, even if we weren't before, since we clearly, obviously, weren't before. Uh... You are in Zanafa. It is, as I described, a small fishing village, small mm-hmm. fishing town with a train station and a cannery. So where are we ending up? We go south. You go south, you end up in this town here, which is a large... It's uh, it's the port town that you were supposed to be going to. It's where the fair Dinkum went when you all snuck off overboard. Yeah. Um, I just remind myself what it's actually called on this map. So many maps. Mips. So, uh, just for this is the town that we actually meant to fake go to, rather than either the place we announced we were going to or the place we actually ended up. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Now that must be like, oh, they are they are masters of evasion, <laughs> constantly <laughs> weaving a web of intrigue and false moves to cover their true destination. Either that, or up. they're really fucking incompetent. <laughs> it's the town of Gamasa. I, I, I get out my Egyptian like guidebook and I'm like I just like look through for this place. When you when you were travelling to Aswan, you snuck off at Berenice. You like you got on the little rowboat and everyone rowboated to Berenice, and the fair Dinkum carried on up the coast to Gamasa. The fair Dinkum has now sailed around to Alexandria, which is where Walter is hanging out. Um. So that town at the end of the railway line is Gamasa, and then from there you would travel overland to Quena. Hmm. You could stay on the train all the way to Safaga, which is another 100 miles down the coast, and then there's an actual road that links to Quena. Oh. That might be good. Oh, I quite like that idea, actually. Uh, again, it is still a desert. It might be a road, but it's still through the desert. It's not like a motorway. Yeah. Mm. It is still like... But it's less... If you go from Gamasa, you'd have to go off cross-country through the desert, where at least from Safaga to Quena, there is a road, even if it's not a great road. Yeah, I like that. idea of going to a town that we haven't previously attempted to go to whether intentionally or accidentally or otherwise, and hiring a guide anyway to take us on a trail that's, well, better than open desert, but still might be good to actually have someone pointing us in the right direction. And the likelihood of them being a cultist should hopefully be approaching zero. Uh, mm. But we've got Oliver, so who could just shoot them if they turn out to be a cultist. And They're probably innocent. And you, 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 you have surrounded yourself with a bevy of murdering scumbags. You've got Jack, Oliver, Dr. Gregory. I mean, we're trying to save the world. We can cut some corners. 
And some frogs. At least you brought some heroes with you, Mitch and Mateo, the M's. They're heroes, not murderers. They only mm. kill cultists. The heroic act of stealing lots of money from me. Yeah, I... <laughs> you, but you don't know yet, darling. So, <laughs> one thing I do quickly say to Cat while while we're go on on this little journey, anyway, at some point is journey is over. You are in the town. Well, we're in the town then. Doesn't really matter that much. <laughs> is um, uh, Lady Vanderbilt. But the the uh, events have of the last couple of days have really made me realise just how much dangerous we this journey is to some extent. And it comes to mind that I don't actually have any sort of weapon to try and defend you with. If I end up being the last line between you and them, if Oliver falls. Maybe we should get me some sort of handgun. I can use them. Are you saying this in front of all of us? Yes. <laughs> I mean, um, I'm ha- happy to give you some handgun training. I, I don't even need the training particularly. I just need a handgun. <laughs> True. Practice. Practice Practice makes perfect. Practice helps, but yeah, <laughs> I've got some ability with one already, being a fucking American. <laughs> <laughs> we should we don't formally apologise to the people who are married. No. <laughs> you it on yourselves. <laughs> uh, let's have a look. In terms of... Because basically my possessions list is all of them, and I certainly don't have all of them. Uh... You certainly do not. You left a lot of stuff in Cairo, yeah. because the plane could only take so much luggage, and then you sank the plane to the bottom of a lake. Uh, would I have bothered taking a gun... I suspect I'm too reliant on my magical nonsense now. So probably, yeah. Not. <laughs> That's fair. I just wondered. Well, here you go. But because the yeah. alternative is we now try and find one, which a port town should be able to do that. But, it would also make us more suspicious, though. Yeah. Have you ever used a shotgun? No, never. Not in mm. this life. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> If we went back through no, if we went back to Cairo, it would probably be easier to do. But but it would also be certainly not a reason to go back into no. Cairo by itself. No, I think I'd... the current plan is the better plan. So if I just need to go weaponless, then that's fine. I like the idea of going south and to the larger town to then come inland on a better route. Uh, we'll be stopping at port places if there's any spot that seems like it might work for. Getting so well, we'll need supplies of some kind, so we'll have to see how we do. Mm-hmm. But probably best to get supplies at the other side, assuming that where we're ending up is a town at least as big as this one. They're all port towns that are going to have stations that are actually going to get stopped at along this route, I would guess. Or we could find there out. There will be stations. Hmm. You'll be boarding at Zafarana. Uh huh. It then stops at one, two, three, four, five. There are five stops to Safaga, and it will take three days mm-hmm. to go that far because there's stops and overnight, etc. Okay, so that's just to get time. down the canal, is it? Uh, down the Suez. Yes, this takes you all the way down the Gulf of Suez. Mm. And then a day to cross to Quenna. So less than a week, which is still faster than the boat. 
But is it faster than just getting, well, hiring a boat from here and sailing all the way? There is no way to sail from here. You can sail into the Gulf of Suez. Yeah. You can't sail down the Nile from here. Yeah. I mean, well, if we're ending up on the coast following the train anyway, then we end up in a port town. Well, well, yeah, but, yeah, but Quena is land is in the middle of the land. You can't sail to it. I, I think what no, I was no, trying no, to we... say is just doing like, have I got the right thing? Just doing this instead, effectively. <laughs> no, oh. we, can, we can sail to it. We can sail to it. All all uh, all cat has to do is use a magic levi- levitation spell on a boat, right? And then, then all we need to do is just simply uh, use the propellers at the back to blow us over land. And we've invented the hovercraft. Don't uh, at me. This is a brilliant <laughs> idea. We've got only one and six minutes to traverse the bits of land. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. You could hire, uh, try and hire a boat and sail down the Gulf of Suez. Um, that is an option, but you don't know whether a boat will be faster. Boats well, will not be as fast as a train, remember. This oh, is 1925, yeah, and this is a tiny boat. fishing village. They're not yeah, going to have... I mean, looking at the harbour, the boats you can see are sailing boats yeah, and small little coracles that go and fish and then bring the fish back. They're not... They're not you can see bigger you know, ships off in the distance, but they're travelling up and down towards the Suez Canal. Yeah, I was going to see if we could get gain some time without the train stops, but I, yeah, from that it doesn't sound like we're going to starting here. So, okay, if you'd left if you'd left water here, this would be well in 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 um, Safar. That'd have been great, but you didn't. He he carried on to Alexandria. Yeah, well, otherwise it didn't do. make sense to just stop here. So yeah, okay. So yeah, we'll take the train south. We will. Supply up and get to, I guess the, the yeah the three day destination, and then come overland on a road with trucks that we can hire or riding creatures, depending on riding creatures. You mean camels? <laughs> Probably camels. Yeah, yeah. I was about Let's to say horse. Riding creature. <laughs> No one ever takes the camels or the elephants. I've run Shadows of Atlantis twice, and no one ever takes the elephants through the jungle in in, in um, India. Yeah, we're going to. No one can't remember what we did in India. India. You took the train. You 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 took a jeep like Arona and everyone else took a jeep. Well, we didn't have training in elephant sherpering or whatever it's called. <coughs> Should have look, 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 Russet, Russet. You just, we just don't want to give you fodder for like. Oh no, you've had your head pancaked into oblivion by an errant elephant. Tracks explode. I mean, there would have been nasty riding elephants. You'd have been having like a running gun battle on the back of elephants with some Nazis. That'd have been cool. It'd have been cool, but it would have lowered our chances of success. That's okay. Richard lowered their chances of success by they arrived at the camp where the Nazis were, and Richard was all like, "I'm going to jury rig their jeeps so they'll explode when they turn them on," and then blew up the jeeps, and all the Nazis was like, "Oh, some people have arrived and blown up our cars." 
That will indeed lower chances of success, yeah. But they succeeded either way, so... You get on the train. It, it You have to wait for the train. It doesn't arrive until five o'clock. So you spend the hours in the uh, this tiny little portside fishing village. The train is quite nice, however, because it goes from Cairo all the way down. I assume you check everyone into first class, Cat, or you're going to check into first class and make this lot slum it in second, maybe third. Um. Well, what does Penny arrange? Uh, well, first class for you, obviously, yeah. but um. Yeah, obviously, you have to travel with cats. No, potentially, yeah, having everyone together at the moment, we've just had a crash, and let's not be dispersed throughout the train. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was going to ask what the precedent was that we've set in the past. Mm. We have yeah, been separate Mateo, in the past. Mateo but... is also a billionaire, so probably would join you in first class. Um, and then you can stick the servants in uh, in third. Yeah. Yeah, that's just how it would normally be. So unless she specifically told me to keep everyone together, that's what I'm doing. I must say to keep everyone together. It has occurred to me now. <laughs> I mean, um, okay. I would not automatically want to keep uh, keep people apart. Fine, you all check on board this luxury train, which isn't the Orient Express. <laughs> What's um? What's the destination we're going to? You are travelling to Safaga, which is where the road across the desert begins. Safaga. And you will be stopping at Ras Gareb, Ras Shuker, Garmasa, Hagerda, and then Safaga. It is a two to three day trip by train. I might call these broom cupboards challenging. No, you won't fit. Like I turn into a cat. No, I fit. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Train uh, leaves at five thirty p.m. You will settle in. Uh, cat and Penny, as you can see, you've got adjoining cabins. Mateo, Jack, and Oliver are in their own cabins. And Mitch and Dr. Gregory are having to share. This is quite a fancy train. I don't remember. I feel it feels familiar, but it doesn't look like the Orient Express train. It is, Craig. Oh, it is. Okay. This is the exact maps I used, except we had them as big foldouts in the middle of the table. That's probably why it looks different to me. Oh, well. It's just the train map I had to have. No, no, it's fine, yeah. it's fine. It's good to reuse good quality maps. I was just commenting because it looked familiar, but I didn't think it was, but I was wrong. Okay, uh, Arona and Foxby have... No, Arona has vanished, and Foxby is still there. They're just pink, so I couldn't see them. Right, uh, you are in on the train for your first overnight leg of the journey. Uh, it's quite a nice train. Uh, you all have dinner in first class and settle in. Is anyone doing anything specific? I was going to ask if Jack wants to continue his session, but I have to wait for Ron to get back. Otherwise, I pr- if he says no, I'll probably read. Okay, I will be the other guys and then come back to you last, Minty. 
Uh, Matteo, are you doing anything this evening on the train? On the train, um, just vaguely debating having another meditate and see if I could learn anything more. Okay, you're going to meditate. Mitch, what are you doing? I thought I... Mm-hmm. <laughs> just wondering what I'm going to be doing. Uh, you know, what? I'm just going to have like a uh, like an up and down the length of the train, and just yeah, see if forward. anything's going on. If there's anything untoward, if there's you know, hmm. okay, you wonder. Um, Cat, what are you doing this evening with Penny? Unless uh, you dismiss Penny to do her own thing. What am I doing? Um. I am going to find, well, see if Penny feels prepared for this whole going into the duet business and see if there's any more we want to do. Um, honestly, not even vaguely, Lady Vanderbilt. Uh, I still feel like I know very, very little in relation to everything otherworldly. Uh, I, it's... I'm not going to lie, when we got the whole plan of going to the duet, I, I was kind of hoping you'd be with us, but um, obviously you can't. Uh, it, it's rather nerve-wracking, I won't lie. No, that's quite understandable. Uh, I guess I should also think about who else is going to go with you, uh, as if it was just you and Oliver, then I guess neither of you have that much experience with any of this. You mean none? <laughs> oh, uh, one thing. Just while uh, we're speaking, I re- I've just remembered when, after I was a bit disposed last time, um, I did find a spell in the Necronomicon when we were going through it together. It was called Nullify Device. I don't know if that would be useful to us. I thought I should let you know because I hadn't to this point because of things. It could well be. If we see any devices that we need to, to otherwise dispose of, then yeah. The only problem is we we'll obviously have to learn it first rather than just sit down and try and learn it when we need to, mm. is why I mention it is all. Yeah. I guess worth getting some practice in, although potentially Evil. on a big moving device might... Probably not a great plan, no. Mm. I was just making you aware, uh, lady. Um yeah. Is there any other things that we should necessarily or maybe help us while we're there that you can think of? Uh, in terms of, well, preparing for what's going to happen when in there, there was the discussion that we had with Jack, which I realize I see that you weren't there for. Yeah. We did have a big discussion about here's what will happen in a broad sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some specifics around which supernatural beings are good to contact and which are secret in Yala. Yep. So we've gone through all of that. Um, in terms of useful things, if I just have a look through, uh, we can see if we can find you a, a handgun of some kind on our travels, but... Mm-hmm. Probably not going to be too useful in the duet, that. Oh, but 
Do you want to sit down with Penny and read a book with her? Uh, well, I may just go on to some of the useful spells that I've found. You're just going to teach her a spell directly. Yeah. Good idea. As I have a few of these. Uh, these are things like... Um, you have time this evening to teach Penny one spell. Yeah. For something well, like me... Well, Whilst you pick a spell, I will go the other guys. Alright. Um, Oliver, what are you doing? Um, I would have made sure Cat is fine, and then I would probably have relaxed a little bit in uh, the saloon or equivalent. Um, so and just kept an eye on things. To the saloon car. Okay, it's the saloon car? Yes, there's a saloon car. Mitch is wandering. Uh, Matteo, roll meditation for me. I said meditate. Extreme meditation challenge. Once again, connect the center of your soul to the steering llama. Mm. He's like, you have come back, my child. What brings you to my thoughts this evening? We are finding the danger growing closer still. Uh, We were forced to abandon our method of transportation after it turned out there was a traitor in our midst. <sighs> was it Jack? No. <laughs> uh, not quite that in our midst. More like in the prefer- periphery of our midst. Near our midst. Yeah. Uh, nevertheless, um, this... <laughs> makes me anxious to learn still more about how I might better protect those around me. And I was wondering whether you had any more to teach. I have already used the lessons that you've taught me so far. I've already forgotten so much of what you told me. There is much that I can teach, Mateo. Okay. But there are limits to what I can teach you over this method. There are only so much, there's only so much I can impart safely whilst our minds are connected. Hmm. If you upgrade to the next here in the pricing plan. (laughs) (laughs) I'm afraid we're going to have to ask you to come into the office. (laughs) You can unlock this post for just $12. Look Some at the size thing. of this antibiotic tablet. It takes the piss. It really does. Blimey. I mean, I can take pills quite well these days, but I'd have trouble swallowing that. It's like... Are you sure you take it orally? <laughs> Some of the methods and abilities I could teach you, if I tried to teach you them over this mental connection, 
there is a great chance that they will go wrong and cause harm. So I cannot and I will not teach those to you. Okay. What are our alternatives? Return to Shangri-La. I can teach you one more, maybe two more items by this method. Uh, Small, gentle abilities that do not cause much danger. But others, I cannot risk teaching you over this mental connection. It's a bit out of the way. Um... Sorry, I'm not an eternal miracle maker. I'm sure you don't want me to teach you some um, serene magic that will then rip your soul and cast you into the void. Actually, I think he might be an eternal miracle maker. Mm. <laughs> I mean, he is, but you know, he can only do so much via the wisdom of meditation talk. Yes, it's a fair point. Um... I mean, what would be involved in getting there? Um... Trekking up some mountains in Tibet. (sighs) Roll me your hard intelligence to see if you can learn the spell he wants to teach you. Okay. um... Uh, I'll do you one better and extreme intelligence that shit. And I will add this to your character sheet as he teaches you open the way. So he does teach me it. We teach or... you what he, like he said, he can teach you like two, two oh, one right. or two more things. Oh, okay. But... He can't teach you any more. Right, okay. Okay, fine. Tell me about open the way. Like, you know, if he teaches you certain things over this mental communication, they will go off like a bomb. Yeah, I I, I understand now. I I thought something else had happened. There you go. One new spell taught to you. But that is the last thing the Searing Lama is willing to teach you over the mental mindscape. Right, let's see. Hmm. Whilst you read that, Cat, um, what are you teaching or trying to teach Penny? Ah, silence! It's already worked. Unable to hear you. Well done, Cat. Ah, good. It is a very effective spell. I was thinking Moonlight. You're going to teach her Moonlight. Okay. Uh, roll me a hard intelligence, please, Penny. Hard. No. You do get a cat roll intelligence. Uh, I have that. It could. You get a bonus dice, Penny, because it's cat who's teaching you something she already knows. Okay. Does the bonus link work these days? I forget. It was random. Try it. I'll try it. That's extreme. extreme. (laughs) Right. I will... Add this to your character sheet, Kring. I need to open cat character sheet. You don't have a post on your character sheet, cat. Have I? 
It doesn't have the costs. Hang on. I'm just going to look it up. Oh, it's variable. Right, yeah. Variable magic points. Fair enough. I think I've got it on there twice. So one's got not ver- not much, and the other's got variable. Right, okay. I've worked out what's causing the syntax errors, so I need to go through and fix that on everyone. But right, you have been taught Moonlight. Penny? Oh, yeah. It isn't really a defensive spell that helps you in any way other than to make a ball of light, but it's what Cap decided to teach you first. I do as my my lady gives me. Right, Gregory, you have offered Jack whether or not he would like a session with the Doctor. Jack, Gregory, the lovely Dr. Gregory, is asking if you'd like some more psychoanalytical times. Does he does it say it in that fashion? Because I, I consider that less professional than I'm used to. Uh, well, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm always up for a little bit of head shrinking me. Okay, I, uh, let me just get my spell book and I'll shrink your head. <laughs> yep, I'll uh, I'll go into his room and then we'll uh, I'll pull up a chair and he can have the bed and right. then start with psychology, please. Psycholog. Yep. Are you resisting in any way, Jack? Resisting. Refusing to talk about topics, being recalcitrant, or are you cooperating with the doctor? Um, no. You're not cooperating with the doctor? Or you're not resisting? I am not, I'm not, I'm not resisting. I agreed to this. I resisted. Fully calcitrant. Right, uh, well, psychoanalysis, please, as you talk to Jack. Jack, you have a choice here. Sanity points or reducing your phobia to minor. Oh, 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 that's bold. Um, I I think losing the phobia before I go and speak to a man who's a literal dog is probably a good idea. You may drop your major phobia to minor phobia. Please update your character sheet. Hey, do you know what? Maybe you are a good boy after all, Anubis. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, Dr. Gregities. Gregor Gregities? (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Gregities, it says on my card. (laughs) Dr. Gregities. The meaning to change that card. Therapy has worked. Just been throwing pugs at you for an hour. Like they down and they get back to him and he scoops them up and he hurls them back at you again. Oh, they're so soft and painful. <laughs> Pikes right. can experience blood like we can. Oh, thank you. That was a very useful session, Doctor. Yeah, oh, well, it was. It does take most of the evening working together. Um, but hey, you're doing pretty good. No no longer quite as terrified as dogs. See, critical success. Didn't get any static, but reducing that phobia is a good thing. Mm. Uh, Mitch, you've been wandering back and forth. There's nothing untoward going on as far as you can see. You see Oliver in the saloon having a drink. You see uh, other members of the public. The train seems quite quiet. You're in the first class section at the beginning, so... Now, mostly the people in here are British or American. 
a few people from like France or Italy or Greece and you're muted. I do wonder I... When, I when I can't hear him. I can hear him there you go. This year, but not this year. I've been, I've been saying things for a while. He has, he has. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess, yeah, okay, in which case I'm just kind of like, uh, yeah, I'm, I guess I'm a bit disappointed. I just have this like longing look upon my face, wishing I was on top of the uh, train. You know, having a good fight. I mean, you can invite Oliver up top, and you could do a like, Mexican standoff with pistols on. Yes, top of exactly that. Gun training no. on the roof of a train. Let's do it. No, <laughs> told you before. Remember last time. Remember last. The FBI agent is like, no, <laughs> they're not climbing on the roof of the fucking train. Right. The evening starts to come to an end. Uh, people are wrapping up, heading to bed. Uh, is anyone doing any last thing before bed? Uh, let's have a quick look. Mm. I want to practice one of these spells. Ooh. But, I need, but I need to target someone. <laughs> <laughs> You can ask oh. Mitch. Um, actually, actually, am I allowed to ask uh, Cat something before we go to sleep? Yeah, you can go and knock on Cat's door. Uh, mm-hmm. Roll me luck. Uh, Gregory? Yes. You get her alone. She's dismissed Penny for the evening. Cool. So, Cat, do you let Gregory in? I do. Okay, you're in your dressing gown. You're like, hello. Pardon me, ma'am. I know uh, it's uh, quite late. Um, I've been reading the Black Rites, and I think it can be quite useful. Um, I just wanted to check. We obviously met with the goddess Lady Bast, and she's on our side, and she's going to help us out. Do we have any way of reaching her or contacting her? Um... The only thing I have to mind is at the point where we are, um, well, once we've actually got through our quest that we're doing and we are needing of vast attention at the Red Pyramid, we can pray to her to, and she'll come to help restore the seal. But I'm not entirely sure that she would come at another time. Right. Well, the Black Rite suggests that we can communicate with her at oh, other times okay. so i if uh if we think it's useful i can prioritize uh figuring out how to do that i think that would be useful yeah yeah no i thought i was just i just check if there was if some because i know previous members of the party uh could i didn't know if there were any others so uh but if if no one has that knowledge anymore i'll i'll keep reading into it i'm not aware i think that would be um yeah, I don't think anyone's able to do that. All right. I'll prioritize that tomorrow. Thank you. I'll uh, I'll leave you to it. Yeah. Okay, I'm not going to practice any spells. I'm just going to go to sleep because I now know what I want to do next. I might just uh, read a bit of my 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 uh, hieroglyph book. <laughs> To anyone else, you're so far into now. For anyone else, it just sort of looks like you're looking at picture book. 
<laughs> just like like ah, oh, two uh, two birds standing above a river. Excellent. Okay, so what spell are you practicing and or trying um, to learn? Essentially, two. Because, <laughs> um, well, well, the, the main one is contact the goddess of cats. Mm-hmm. Um, and I suppose as a backup, just in case, is uh, if I can't find a cat, is bind cat servant. Well, you. I'll, got I'll, 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 I'll do that before bed. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 that's fine. Yes, yeah, so I'll, I'll start learning the first one, the, the contact. So is uh, it um, hard intelligence, please? Hard in. Extreme. Then you learn that spell. Please add it to your spell list. Craig. Thanks. Hello. Pet your. Would you keep the luggage in your room? Uh, probably, yeah. So the cat's got less clutter. You like you put some things yeah. in the wardrobe, but you keep the big chest and everything in your room. Exactly. When if she needs anything, I, I try and make sure I have it on me before she even needs it. Okay, that is good to know. Okay, you all settle down for sleep eventually, unless anyone wants to do anything else before sleep. I was thinking of trying to do a cast of a spell, as I haven't... Ooh, ooh, what spell are you going to cast, Cat? Ineffable Is it Eviscerate Jack Cady? Do you want to test that spell's working? Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> what are you going to do, then? Ineffable Comprehension. Ooh. Are you just trying to cast it for... Casting reasons. Oh yeah, for then I know and I've practiced it. Okay, click on it to cast it. I'm a click. You successfully first cast. Yeah. You have successfully cast that spell. You have to go into edit mode and click the box which is successful first class done. Yeah. And it will make note of that for you. I have done that. Yay. Right. If there's nothing else. Everybody sleeps. Can I? Oh, can I yeah. No. Yeah, what do um, I do before bed? I'm just reading through my hieroglyphs book. Okay. Roll me hieroglyphs. Okay. Uh, roll me intelligence. <clears throat> that is enough for me to give you a roll. You get another two points of hieroglyphs. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, to fifty, you become uh, um, fluent in a language. Like, how do you become fluent in pictures? <laughs> well, it just means you can read them easier. But yeah. you become fluent in this one, and once yeah. you get fifty points, you you have to use it in the game. You can no longer just keep studying it. There's only so far you can go with study. Eliza only had fifty points as well, but you also said she she had advantage on every single hieroglyphs roll. So. Yeah, because you had like ninety in pictographs. You oh, yeah. The base language of I had. I'd, I think I only had fifty, but I had pictographs as well. Yes. So yeah. Your, your like whole PhD thesis was in pictographs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I know the harmonica. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Doctor Vander don't knew the flute, however. Yeah, but the harmonica is a better instrument. Mm, don't know. Her flute was made of solid gold. Oh, yeah, I remember that flute. He <laughs> didn't see it, though. Thought about it, but decided to put it back in case it was cursed. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, yeah talk, talking of cursed things, I'm going to send you a message, Russell. Okay. Oh, God. 
<clears throat> I will quickly go use the loo whilst I wait for this message. Everyone, jiggle. And whilst I'm on the loo, Craig, Nal, Arona, hard powder. Yeah. Oh no. Let's let's not do it because we'll uh, he'll forget by the time he gets back. Mm. Yeah, I'm not good. convinced he will. I, I think it's going to go. Where are the pow checks? Uh, you, well, you've done it anyway. Oh yes. I mean, well, it was it was lovely to know you. <laughs> not again. Never mind. I'm looking in that fucking book. Surely, surely passing it's a good thing. Uh, Normally hard. It's, it's a hard power pass, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, oh. Uh, I, oh. I didn't hear that. I returned. I have a message from Fox P. No, he's still typing. Um, I would point out one thing from the uh, Arona. Roll me intelligence. No, not Arona. You weren't there. Cat, roll me intelligence. Screaming. Bast told you all to use the Mirror of Mendoza, which Jack has, for something. Uh, you may want to check your notes and your recap and your uh, etc. to see exactly what she was telling you to do with it. I certainly didn't fucking mention it in the recap. It does. Uh, anyway, uh, right. Roll me a constitution, please, Penny. Oh, oh no. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not liking where this is going. Uh, I, I like that. You wake up in the middle of the night, must be about <coughs> 4 a.m. Something has woken you up. You lift your head, you peer off a bed. It's dark, it's quiet. Uh, Jack is standing, uh, he's just opened the trunk that all of Cat's stuff in. The door to the room is open. Somehow, you know, you locked it, but you know, the door to your cabin is open. And Jack is pulling books out of the trunk. He, his eyes are wide open, but he seems almost mechanical, and he lifts up the book. I start screaming at the top of my fucking lungs. Yes, uh, everyone can constitution roll. Am I everyone? No. Oh. Uh... Sleep. The security guy's waking up. <laughs> I'd hope so. I'd really hope so. And and the martial arts expert. I'm I'm feeling a bit better about this situation now. <laughs> so the people waking up is the doctor, the FBI agent, and the martial artist. Great. Uh, uh, is speaking a free action? A screaming a free action? It's your action screaming. Oh, you can do. You were woken up, waking up, and screaming was your action this turn. Okay, okay. Um, cat in the room next door clearly got earplugs in. Like, oh, sleepy time. You even have a connecting door yeah. <laughs> that's open, according to me. <laughs> <laughs> and it isn't actually big enough to fill the gap. So there's a <laughs> yeah, cat. Cat's like lined like her dressing gown around the edge of the door to keep the noise. Cause Penny snores like. Or anyone's business, so you got blocked. I do out. not. <laughs> All right, um, Jack is lifting up the Necronomicon in a trance of sleep. Uh, 
Matteo, Dr. Mm. Gregory, and Oliver, you're all woken up by what sounds like a woman screaming really loudly. Uh, um, Mitch, wake up! Oliver, uh, <laughs> right. Gregory wakes Mitch up. Matteo, what are you doing? Uh, I'll rush to help. You rush out into the corridor. That's your turn. Oliver, what are you doing? I'm grabbing my gun and bursting into the, the source of the screaming. You burst into the hallway as well. If you look on the map, you see Matteo just come out of his room. He did say say burst into the source of the screaming, so... he can't do that on his turn. (laughs) That's fine. (laughs) Right, everyone, please put your actions in the turn order. So click on your token, and on the combat tab, click the button that says send score to turn tracker, like Gregory just did. Oh my god, (laughs) yeah. 55, 55, 55. Wow, that's a lot of 55s. Yeah. Still missing Jack and Matteo. Hang on. Now Jack doesn't need to have moves at the moment. He does. He's sleepwalking under the powers of the Necronomicon. Yeah, so we don't want him to be able to do any of that. So. <laughs> yeah, but what you want, Craig, and what I want. That's two very different. In alignment. Yeah, but you love me. I'm I'm like one of your bestest friends. You are, but so's Arona, and I wouldn't want him to have to sit here and not take part in the combat. Sorry, I'm just having a minor I'm argument. I'm sure he's fine with it this time. Um, there we go. Right, okay. And then I should be able to click the thing. Oh, come on. And... Yeah. Uh, Right. Matteo, you're first. The door to Penny's room is open, and the screaming seems to be coming from Penny's room. I'll go in. You run up to the door, you burst in, you see Jack is standing there at the end of Penny's bed, holding something in his hands. Penny is sitting in bed, screaming. Jack seems to be completely out of it, though. You can just see from the way he's standing and moving. And what's he doing? Purple. What's he doing with the thing in his hands? He's just lift. He's holding it. He's lifted it out of the chest. That's all he's done so far. Can I do anything else apart from go in here? No, running in there was your action this turn. Okay, I um, I pelt the book at Mateo as hard as I can. Ow! <laughs> Jack, you have been possessed by the Necronomicon. Please roll me extreme power to break free. I'm not going to make extreme powers. This is not going to do it. You can might do, do it. it. I'm not going to make an extreme power. 100. Extreme power. I quietly put the book down and go back to bed. <laughs> yeah, you shake your head and open your eyes and the book leaps out of your hands a penny. Yeah. You're, you're, like, you've got no idea how you're here. One minute you're in bed, suddenly you're here. Penny, roll me extreme power. Oh no, you just had my extreme power, so I'm not going to do another one, clearly. Yeah, not even close. Instinctively, you're like, oh, you don't want this thing to hit you in the face. You grab it. it. Yeah, obviously. The purple light suddenly erupts around Penny and her eyes fade to black pools of starlight. Oh shit, I look cool. 
She's a goth bitch who don't take no shit from any man. We have to all take sanity rolls, was that? Jack and Mitch, because they can see it. No. Not Mitch. Jack and Mateo, sorry. Oh, I'm okay this one time. Man, your sanity is low. Uh, yes. yes, my sanity is low, but not as low as Mitch's, interestingly. <laughs> one second. Yeah, Mitch also needs to spend some time with the doctor. I think Awful Jake might be my max san, actually. We don't, oh, no, we don't no, know. No, we don't no. know we're insane. It's not like you have like a little thing that goes. You know, what? I think this I'm is sure. this is where out of character decisions can be made. <laughs> your um, your your uh, check sanity light is on. <laughs> that failed. Sanity. Just because this is very unnerving, and you just know some weird magic bullshit is about to go down. I missed the part where you told me how much sanity I lost. Three. Three, thank you. Right, uh, that was Jack's turn. Gregory, uh, what are you doing? You've woken Mitch up. The screaming has stopped, but you're going to run into the corridor? Uh, Yeah, I'm just checking. uh, Remind myself, I haven't really got any... um, Would I have my... No, that's not going to be worth having. No, I'll I'll just run run down the corridor to where the noise is coming from. You get outside and you get partway there. Uh, Catherine, roll constitution as you're still asleep. Is that hard now because the streaming... Uh, I am still asleep. Cat is just like, earplugs in, eye mask on. Yeah, deal with she's this. Got, she's, got, <laughs> she's got gramophone set up playing like soothing rain noises or something. Alright, uh, Penny, you're possessed by the Necronomicon. Extreme power to resist its commands. Yep. Yes. <laughs> All right. Okay, Penny, you shake your head and drop the book onto uh, uh, uh. the blankets in front of you. It's, Wrap it in blankets. It's still... Do you want to touch it again? No, no, I grab the blankets that are over me and wrap it from around it. Okay. Yeah, that's what you do. Mitch, what are you doing? Um... I jump out like explosively, not too explosively, from the uh, the bedroom, um, and shout down to the corridor to let's see, like to Gregory. Gregory, what's going on? No, someone's in trouble down there. Yeah, we're just gonna run down there with him. Okay, you, you catch up with Doctor. Um. Man, whip apparently on the turn tracker. What are you doing? No, why does it say what? 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 I don't know why you're called that. But apparently, you are a work in progress. <laughs> oh, it's because I never renamed. I never renamed. Well, the character is it? Yeah, uh, I will change that. Um, I mean, it's not inaccurate. You are a work in progress, aren't we all? Really. Ooh, no, I've renamed. No, the characters like renamed everywhere. Like I don't know why it's doing that. Well, work it out later. What are you doing? Uh, well, I don't know. I'm still in the corridor, so I'm still running towards the source of the screen. You sidle past the other two, and you get to the door, and you can see Jack and Matteo in Penny's room, and Penny bundled something up under her bed, and she's in her like nightgown. Clearly, Matteo. 
and Jack have burst in here on this poor innocent lady. You should shoot them both in the back. Not going for it? No, I uh, I just shout, what's going on? Uh, we've been spoken to. Can we respond? I can't remember. You can respond as long as it's, you know, quick and not word in war and peace. I think the Necronomicon was possessing Jack and then me. There. Stop. Okay. Now I stop. guess that's all I can do on my turn anyway. It is. Matteo, what are you doing? Um... I don't want to touch whatever's in his hand, so can I... Well, it's in Penny's bed blankets now. Uh, oh, right. Um... Jack threw it at Penny, and then Penny screamed and bundled it up in her blankets. Yeah, um... Of course, um... I... I was stuck on my idea that I had that I might want to just try and kick it out of his hand. <laughs> um, but... No, if it's there now, um, I think I just want to make a grab for it, or rather the sheets that are around it, just so that I can get whatever it is away from everyone else. You grab the bundled up blankets and pull them off Penny's bed. Roll, pal. Hard, please, Mateo. Oh, I'm not going to succeed that, am I? Hard, hard, hard. You haven't touched it before. <sighs> Great. I haven't. I'm not touching it now. Yeah, touching the thing it's wrapped up inside of it. It's magic shiz. I'm also touching the world that's touching it. Like, where's <laughs> <laughs> the boundary here? The boundary is the thing it's currently contained in. Mm, uh, yeah, I did the best with what I had. <laughs> uh, all right, hang on. Uh, let's fail a power roll. I'm very lucky. I'm a lucky boy. You're yeah. now holding it. That's your turn. You've picked it up and you're like, what is this going on? Mm-hmm. Blankets are glowing purple, however. Jack. Yes. You appear to be in Penny's room. Matteo is holding some bundled up blankets that are glowing purple. He'll have heard what I shouted after I came round as well. What did you shout? I, I shouted, uh, trying to remember it word for word. Him, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, what was it that you shouted uh, word for word? That the Necronomicon had possessed Jack, and then me, and now mm. I'm back, basically. Right. I, I, on my turn, I'm going to shout something else. <laughs> What are you doing, Jack? Unless I'm interacting with first. That is the question, is it not? Um, I mean, uh, it seems like the situation is contained. I'm just going to sort of look around confusedly and put my hands up in case anyone still thinks that I'm crazy. Uh, Is that enough to respond to? Nope. Nope. Jack just put his hands up like, (laughs) what the fuck? It's not really talking. All right, Gregory. Hi, get into the room. You kind of crowd around the door of Oliver. You can't walk in this room. It's not that big. What happened? Magical book, someone get Lady Vanderbilt. Okay. Kept it short. Yep. 
that, yeah, that, that is seems... that, yeah that that is my intention to find cat okay the next phenomenon <laughs> Uh, The whole thing pulses with strange, dark energies. Unusual light radiates out from the blankets that Mateo is holding. And everyone in... uh, Let me just check. Yeah, everyone in range, which is everyone except Mitch. Mitch, you're out of range. Ah. Needs to make me a power roll. Uh, Cat, you are asleep. You need to make me an extreme power roll. Everyone else... It is a normal power roll. You can't expect me to like pass three of these things in a session. Well, not my fault you have low power. Oh, no. Ooh. No, obviously. Right, cat. Uh, okay, I know what's happening there. Uh, Matteo and Penny, you both suddenly have a flash, an awful vision. You see through the veil of the world to the horrifying realities that lie on either side of it, to the dark dimensions of terror and unimaginable horror, the endless reality that the world we see is just a mirror lying on an untranquil surface. Sanity checks, both of you. Oh, of course. Oh, no. Oh. Right. Penny, you lose two sanity. Mateo, you lose six sanity. This egg is lukewarm. Lukewarm. Call me a D10, please, Mateo. Hang on. (laughs) Oh, well, this is going a bit... Uh... I wonder what's got the Necronomicon's knickers in such a twist. You all keep opening it. We haven't uh-huh. for days. No, no, Cat and uh, Jack were reading it yesterday. Ah, right. we like Cairo. <laughs> uh, Two days ago. Right. Okay. Matteo, you just want this thing as far away from you as possible. I mean, that was uh, the idea anyway. Throw it onto the floor, um, just straight onto the floor, and then barge your way back out into the corridor to get away from everyone. Uh, you're like, nope, hang on, I need to do a thing. A thing. There we go. Necronomicon. Mitch, what are you doing? I've heard all them shouting about this ne- Necronomicon. Yeah, I can't say the word. But the they haven't really right. said its name. Oh, no, they have. Yeah, you've heard them shouting about the Necronomicon and its possessed people. And now Matteo is stomping off down the corridor. Like, mm. he's had enough. So I'm going to run to my um, to my room and grab a, like, empty my trunk. I guess I've got a trunk with me, maybe? Uh, no. Remember, most of your luggage sank. The only luggage that was rescued was cats. You're still wearing the same clothes. Some... You haven't got to a big city yet where you could replace anything. Which case, instead of going to my one, I just, I just like, I just barged down into like someone else's room, just and pushed down the door. 
You barge down here, pick a door at random, roll luck. Uh, yeah, you burst into this room. Doesn't um, the various people in bed are waking up and being like, "What's going on?" And you're just grabbing one of their suitcases. Yep. Okay, Penny, what are you doing? Um, there is a trunk in this room, isn't there? It's where Jack is standing. It's at the end of your bed. Yeah, I'm gonna just. Oh, it's, it's it's risky, but I'm gonna. Try and grab the sheets and dump it into the trunk and close it. Roll me your sanity. <coughs> no. Nice. No, you, you, you don't want to touch that. You're like, you're like, no, no, I don't want to touch that. Ooh. I guess that's still my go, though. Yeah. You try. You try to steal yourself to grab it and throw it back in the trunk, and you're just like... You just uh, yeah, no. yeah. because you've That's seen fair. what you saw. You're just uh. Uh, the connecting door opens and Cat steps in and picks up the Necronomicon. Yay! We're all saved. <laughs> I am not convinced we are, but ah, uh, <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Lady Vanderbilt, good. It's gone a bit spicy. Lady Vanderbilt, roll me power extreme. Ah. Uh. Ladies and eyes are black pools of darkness with stars in. Do I get to luck that? Up. You cannot luck resisting the Necronomicon. Uh, <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. Ran? Uh, it's not my turn, so I can't do anything, can I? Uh, her hair starts to do that thing where it all stands on end, and she's just glowing with purple light as she gently floats there. Um... Everyone who can see this, Penny, Jack, um, Oliver, and uh, Gregory, roll sanity, sanity. please. Uh, yep. I'll pass a sanity roll sometime today, but not yet. No. Oliver and Penny lose two sanity because this is weird. I don't have Elder Sign. You know, you've had this character for one session. How do you have a sanity of 49? Um, Um, I'm there too. Someone, someone, someone broke me last session. (laughs) I can't remember what happened, but it was bad. (laughs) They had horrifying body swap experience with Penny. Oh, that was it. Craig, did you hear what I said about your sanity loss? Uh, you said three, two, didn't you? Three, yeah. I've, yeah, I've done two. I, I've, I've taken myself down to 49. Oliver, you cannot do anything this turn. You are frozen from... Ah, scary yeah. shit. I would imagine so. Matteo, you are marching the fuck away. You've had enough. You lock yourself in the toilet. Fine. You're away. There's a door between you and the weirdness. You can calm down now, maybe. Uh, Jack, um, Lady Shaughnessy is here to save the day. Um, <laughs> clearly not. Is she though? Yeah, she looks a little bit like she's possessed by an Equinomicon too. Um, am I in my pajamas? You are in your pajamas. Oh God. 
Oh, uh, this is the worst dream. He like pinching yourself, like, wake up! You could summon the Alpha Tech, he'll fix this. I'm not convinced he will. Uh, well, he will fix this. Not for us. <laughs> not for us. No. He will oh. use this to his advantage. Oh, this is fucking dumb. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like just run at her. Okay, I'm, are you trying, I'm to, trying to knock? I'm trying to, I'm trying to like either knock the book out of her arms or knock her over or something. Okay, roll fighting balling. Fighting around the world. No, fail. You opposed, I guess. Or no, he's failed the roll, so there's nothing ah. for you to oppose. You, he charges at you, and you just kind of drift out the way. Mm-hmm. So where am I now? You are now. You've gone past her into her room. <laughs> fall, fall onto her bed. Like, oh no, Gregory. Everything's gone a bit crazy in here, but you passed your sanity check, so you're just like, oh, for fuck's sake. You really wish your doctor's bag hadn't sunk with a plane, however. Sure, I would have grabbed that. Mm, okay, I'll let you have a luck roll to see whether you were able to grab it before it sunk. Yes. Ooh, I guess you did. <laughs> I guess you did leather, so it didn't get too waterlogged. I don't, I, I, I don't know what to do. None of my spells are of any use whatsoever. And... I don't think stimulating cat is going to work like you it did on. Oh, tranquilizer, yeah, the other the other way around. I'm gonna, yeah, make sure she doesn't leave, and I go back to my room. You run back to your room. Okay, a Necronomicon. What is the Necronomicon going to do? Uh, the Necronomicon is going to do that. Oh, we got a thirty-one. Oh, oh did it now? Going to do that. Okay, Necronomicon crackles with energy and opens up strange electric blue light riling up Cat's arms as it crackles with energy. And you can literally see it's opened up on one of the star chart pages or the star charts of unknowable locations. And the stars start to lift up off the page into this three-dimensional map of some distant part of the galaxy. As the stars arrange, oh. Mitch, you have grabbed someone's suitcase. Hello. <laughs> Are you running back? Because uh, I really haven't really got a sense of the situation, and I'm kind of like dumping all the stuff out of this suitcase along the corridor as I'm. You're hurrying back. You get about halfway there because you're also opening the suitcase and throwing stuff out of it, and you're hurrying as quickly as you can. Penny! I'm going to try something which meta I know is a terrible idea, but it's the only thing I would be able to think of in character. What are you going to do, Penny? I'm going to try casting telepathy to speak to Cat to tell her to try and break free. So, oh. why would you do this? <laughs> because it's the only thing Penny would think of, and she doesn't have enough knowledge to know what a terrible idea this is. Mm. Yeah, I see it, but... Oh. But it might work. <laughs> yeah, it could 
might work. <laughs> I've got an idea if I can get control of myself again. That mantra. Mm. The mantra would help. You would hope. Where's W? I can't find W. Um, we'll cast the spell, Penny. Yeah, yeah. It's a first. Oh, successful first oh. cast as well. <laughs> so two and one. I will do the costs. The, s- the spell is cast. Yeah, I need to look something up. Oh, yeah, I need to do the first cast on that as well. Ah, there it is. I had its name slightly wrong. Okay, uh, 157. Such a spicy book. Mm. Spicier than I could. How many have a been directly killed by this fucking book? The bad book! It's a real naughty book. Alright, you cast telepathy and cast your mind at cat. I need you to roll me a d4. Oh no. Two. I don't know what that means. (laughs) Ah, mid range. You connect to something, but it's not Cat. An entity of darkness that seems to hover in its mind. You have a sudden vision, Craig. Oh no. I will send you a picture of it. I just need to grab it from the PDF it's in. I'm having my face stared at by many people, I feel, right now, to see what my reaction is. I wasn't because I was writing, but now I want (laughs) Craig, you see this. Just a vision of it (laughs) fills your mind. Wow, that's that's different. (laughs) Clarity check, please. Um yeah. <laughs> you see a vision of this and it's like, I think you might have the wrong number. <laughs> <laughs> I don't recognise that at all. Oh no. This is interesting. I don't like it when I don't like it when Kring is surprised. I'm just looking for it. Oh. Oh. That's spice. Oh, no. That, that, that has to be a new bingo slot. The, the GM goes, oh. Oh, no. <laughs> Penny. Yes. Lose six sanity as you uh, start screaming uncontrollably and try to end your mental connection with this thing, but it doesn't want you to stop talking to it. It's voice echoes in your mind as you shriek and you can everyone who can see which is oliver at the moment and yeah no cats in the way of jack seeing uh, oliver you see penny's eyes have turned into bright shining light golden light just pouring out of them as you start screaming the uh cats, extreme power please no no um Oh no, you can't lock that. Cat continues. Oh, yeah, you can't lock anyway. Whispering. She starts speaking words and the star map begins to rotate and shift as it floats above the book. 
and in the centre of the stars, as the stars <laughs> begin to align, a glowing silver cr- trap as the headron appears. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, the luck is not with us, <laughs> Oliver. What are you doing? Well, I was just going to say, it's a horrible voice that uh, will not get off the phone. It's like, has has uh, Kring accidentally connected with the ultimate mother-in-law? Um, but, let's see. Um, May I suggest you take that service involved with yours and put yourself out in your misery? It might I'm, be a good idea at this point, because this is looking interesting. <laughs> Uh, I'm expecting Jack to come up off the bed and just hit Cat in the back of the head with something. I mean, um, you could always shoot the woman you're sworn to protect. So wait, so bad, bad cat, no biscuit. Um, this is the glass cannon scenario. I was a bit worried about. <laughs> Russet, Russet. Yeah. Surely, okay. Can I ask? You can tell me out of. You can tell me privately if you like. There must be a standing order for <laughs> what if Cat is the one that is the bad thing. Uh, your orders are to keep Lady Catherine Vanderbilt alive at all costs. If you fail this, do not come home. We will find you. You will be shot. <laughs> Jesus. There we go. You've been told me Wondering when the session will end for dinner. We're due to finish in about half an hour or after this cockamamie nonsense. Ah, this, this is All right. Do it. Yeah, you're uh, all cat alive. Uh, the idea that cat would go bonkers was never even considered. Okay. Very uh, out of character. Um. So remind. So just so run it by me again. Cat is floating in the air. She is. She's got glowing, lifting off her hands, and there's this weird star map. And now there's weird golden light coming out of Penny's eyes as she screams insanely. The book seems to be the source of all of this weirdness. <laughs> Use gun on book. <laughs> Uh, poor, poor Bedario. <laughs> well, deja vu, anyone? <laughs> it isn't an elephant gun, though. I'm five rounds rapiding the book. Oh, sorry. Charles <laughs> forever. He's, he's playing a song. <laughs> don't, don't worry about me. Just ignore that. Would you like me to roll my shooting reset? Roll your shooting, yes, please. I was going through my spells, that's all. I accidentally clicked. I'm gonna luck it. You're gonna luck it by 14. I have been told to keep Cat alive, but at all costs. You shoot the book. Roll your power hard. Oh, it doesn't shoot the book. It it's only bad. I like that. <laughs> well, if it didn't like it, it shouldn't have possessed you, should it? I like I like the Nido's joining me in the club of people whose characters shot. died within a session of being created because they shot the Necronomicon. He might not die yet. Power There's a lot that say. can happen yet. 
Power, did you oh. say? Yeah, power hard. Oh. Wow. Bang on. <laughs> the book, you unload your gun, six bullets into it. You literally see the bullets hit the sort of like star field swirling around the um, above the pages mm. and just start tumbling as if they're no longer in a gravity field <laughs> off into the distance. Mm. Into the stars. Sanity check, Nido, because bullets shouldn't do that. There's a lot of things that shouldn't do that in this room. Yeah. Oh, blimey. It's just hit the star field the book is projecting and started drifting off into the void. <laughs> oh, okay. They didn't actually hit the book. Um, Nido, you lose three sanity. No. Because this is wrong and weird, and that is the end of your turn. Mateo, sanity check. Oh, well, I'm, right. I'm pleased I survived it. Uh, also, I'm out of ideas. <laughs> uh, sorry, one second. Character sheet has gone away. Come on. You oh, away from the incident that caused you to have a moment. You've calmed down, deep breath centred yourself, you're ready to face the world again, and then you hear gunshots, five of them. So you're ready to head back out. Okay, I need to get back there, yes, I hurry back. You hurry back, you get back out, and you get about there, because you took some time to calm down. Mm-hmm. Alright, Jack, um, you look up from where you're half spoiled on Cat's bed, he's facing away from you still, glowing, Penny seems to be screaming at the top of her lungs in the other room. Is there anything in this room that can be used as an improvised weapon? The lamp within stand. easy reach. I grasp the lampstand and I try and crack her on the head with it. Well, fighting brawling, you get a bonus die because you're attacking her from behind and she's a bit possessed right now. Bonk. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my no. god. Advantage. Advantage. Oh, 20. You have an advantage, by mistake. Ten. Oh, hang on, I need to decide which one to take. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can take the hundred if you like. It, it would, would be, be more interesting. It would be really funny, just like like I just slip and impale myself on a lampstand. Knock yourself clean out. You, you no. just you just come to the doctor later and they're just like, How did it get up there? <laughs> I slipped. <laughs> uh, no, I'm going to take the ten and bash her on the head with it. Yeah, roll hard constitution, please. Who? You, Cat. You. Ah, me. No. You knock Cat unconscious. She <clears throat> crumbles to the floor. The book continues floating. Oh. Um, you can see the sort of like. Now, silver trapezohedron that seems to be like the golden light coming out of Penny's eyes is like shining into the trapezohedron shape. Oh, cool, cool, cool. That's good, cool. I'll get quiet. Love, love hearing the word trapezohedron. That's a good, good word in in a Cthulhu context. It is a good word. Like, Gregory, you grab your doctor's bag and run back. 
Uh, no, I was going to load it, load a syringe with a large dose of tranquilizer and then run back. Okay. Should have stayed in bed. <laughs> yeah. Because you stopped to load your syringe, you don't get all the way back. You get about... That's fine. Yeah. Okay, Necronomicon. Um, well, it's not really the Necronomicon. The thing that the Necronomicon has summoned... Uh, what's he going to do? Don't do that. Penny, roll the constitution at hard. Granted. You can feel that whatever you've connected to, the thing is trying to now move through you and into this trapezohedron that's building. Are you going to let it leave you and finish manifesting, or are you going to try and stop it? Can I get a Cthulhu Mythos roll to have some idea of just what this thing is? You would need a hard Cthulhu Mythos roll. I mean, I might as well at least try. Uh, I can't luck it, can I? I'm afraid you cannot luck Mythos roll. I have no idea which is going to be a better choice. Uh... Do I have any sense of what trying to stop it is going to do to me? No. It's currently in your mind and trying to leave your mind and go into the crystal it's created. Does it feel friendly? No. You saw what what it's like. So what it's doing is probably a bad thing, TM. Probably. I, I try and stop it because I need to try and keep Cat safe. That's the safe okay. thing, the only thing I can do. Opposed power. Uh, not the worst ever, but... You're holding it back. It's still leaving you. It's still streaming out of your eyes as this weird golden light, but it hasn't just gone at once. You're like holding it back a little bit, fighting it. Mitch, your turn. I just jump out the window of the train. Wise. <laughs> well, I've got someone else's luggage. Got some clothes. I'm off. They emptied the suitcase. Fuck. Well, Maybe tomorrow I we'll wanna settle down. <laughs> yeah. Not little hobo. Never have been. Um, <laughs> what are you doing, Mitch? Uh, yes. What am I doing? So. I guess I could just run up there. The only reason you're traveling with these chunks is because the cult is threatening to kill you too. If you get lost somewhere in deepest, darkest Egypt, maybe you'll finally be free. <laughs> no, he's done too much against them now. I know him. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they, they want they want to capture him and uh, make them make him cook for them. I'm just, uh, I'm just wondering whether I uh, play my little ditty on my on my harmonica. Sure, add some more magic to it. It'll really make <laughs> yeah. things more interesting. Things are starting to calm down with someone else unconscious, and it will get boring if you don't do it. Do it, do it, do it. <laughs> uh, okay, I, I start. I start. Right. Conclave of felines and try to call bust. Ah, uh, you got advice. a bust thing. Okay. Well, it's lovely knowing you. Bad advice, Craig. Roll, roll to cast conclave of felines. No, I'm 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 saying that Kring is like you know he's like you know 
one of those old style memes. Old style memes? The one where you've got just a picture of Kring's head in the sense of like a color wheel, and it's like bad advice, Kring. Um, it's, 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 I haven't done it before, but I have done it before. I did it in China. Well, that just means you haven't clicked the thing, so we have to go oh. into edit mode and click. I'll do it. I'll do it. Quickly. Oh, oh, okay. Sorry. You lock it. Yeah. So you need to click the one that is successful first cast, and now try it again. I've got no numbers. Now you need to just roll a normal normal power check. It's even worse. Rubbish. Right. Um, you you fluff a note and it doesn't quite go off, I'm afraid. Okay. Well, I guess I'm just sitting there doing nothing then. Hopefully. <laughs> Still use Ooh. the POW. Oh, it doesn't even have a POW cost or MP cost. No. I think other spells do, though, don't they? If they have a cost. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we are back to Mateo. And we get skipped. Oh, hang on. It's reset. It's Oliver's turn. Sorry. Oh. No, sorry. Hang on. It's being weird. What's going on? It's what? changed around some of the 55s. Like, we were in an order, and now we're in a slightly different order. Oh, there we go. So, we did the Necronomicon. Mm-hmm. It keeps resetting the Necronomicon. Okay. All right, we did Mitch. Penny next. Uh, but Penny went before Mitch. Yeah, so I did. It. Yeah, some of the 55s are juggling around Yeah, sometimes. just don't worry about it. Just move on. Yeah. All right, Cat, uh, you're unconscious. Uh, because you've just been clocked in the back of the head, mm-hmm. you are safe and no longer connected to the book. Not yeah. get a con roll to wake up. She's not waking up. She ah, got okay. clocked in the back of the head with a ten. Oh yeah, it was a yeah. good hit. Fair. Jack yeah. used his murder skills to knock her unconscious. <laughs> Oliver, uh, shooting it didn't happen, but Jack is not cat unconscious. Clearly, that's in violation of your orders. Kill Jack. I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> Possibly yeah. in the context of this. <laughs> what are you doing? My only skill is use gun on bad thing. Um, well, use your gun on Penny. She's streaming golden light out of her eyes into a magic crystal. Oh, yeah, it's pretty suspicious um shoot the magic crystal i mean to be fair i was the one that alerted everyone that there was something going wrong in the first place so uh i mean i i can try shoot magic crystal um you would have to reload your gun however because you used it all yeah you did all oh, of it fine. then i'll reload my gun you reload your gun mateo One look, runs back to the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, the situation has changed since he ran to the yeah. bathroom. <laughs> it might happen. <laughs> oh, shit. I think Mateo's fallen asleep. Peter? Peter? 
<laughs> he has fallen asleep. Oh. <laughs> Mateo stays in the oh. boat. Doesn't help. Oh. oh Sorry. Wait. I was about to <laughs> he is. Hello. Yeah. It's your turn. I'm a bit, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm a bit sleepy. Um. <laughs> action. Maybe, maybe, maybe uh, updates on what's going on. Oh, well, we'll see when he gets hey, to the room. I don't know that because he hasn't got back to the room yet. I'll describe it when he returns. <laughs> that is true. There's no reason why I wouldn't continue rushing in. You rush back in. Uh, Cat is unconscious on the floor. The book is still floating there. Yeah, I got that bit. Uh, there's weird star void base and there's a crystal. And this weird golden light is streaming out of Penny's eyes and into the crystal. Okay. Uh, can I do anything? Well, yeah, what do you want to do? You, you just run in and stop to take in the situation. I you want... grab the Necronomicon and cast some spells. No, I want to Mantra Penny. Okay, roll Pow to Mantra Penny. Do I need to roll it? Yeah. Roll pow? You need a normal Pow. Do I? Yes, every spell requires a normal Pow. You're just a hard Pow the first time you do it. Alright, okay. I thought I could just cast it with the MP cost. Nope, still a power out. Uh, well, okay, this might not work, but let's you're, you're see. You're trying, that's the important thing, dude. Uh, okay, let's try it. Okay, yes. There we go. Success. You cast the mantra of tranquility on Penny. Mm-hmm. I just need to open it. Penny, I need you to make me a hard power roll, please. Okay. Uh, not hard. Okay. Uh, a sense of calm, quiet peace settles onto you calmly, and you feel the golden light wrench its way out of your head and snap into the um, crystal. Whatever connection you had to the creature, however, has been severed. The Necronomicon snaps shut and falls on top of Cat, and this golden trapezohedron of crystal hits the carpet as well. It's no longer glowing, it's just golden-coloured crystal. Whatever Matteo did has ended and severed the connection. But the crystal is now here. Uh, and we'll stop there for dinner. Well, well, well. well. <laughs> wait, wait, before before we stop, can I just take my turn? What's your turn? I reopen the Necronomicon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I burst in with a syringe saying, Cass, I'm here to... Oh. <laughs> Snap. Spree you with a water bottle. Throw it at the doctor. <laughs> right. So, cat is unconscious. Uh, the Necronomicon and a mysterious golden trapezohedron are lying on the floor. Penny is cowering in her bed. Jack is wielding a uh, lamp. And the weird magic shiz seems to be over for now. What would people Now? Like? You slowly gather in the entryway to Penny's room. I um, keep my gut trained on the weird crystal. 
I mean, I've got, I've, got, I've got this empty suitcase and a harmonica in one hand. I've got a... a who wants to be tranquilized? Me, me. Uh, I go over to Penny and it's like, are you okay? No. <laughs> Right. Uh, hang on, I need to look at the map. A creature ran into that thing. <laughs> I babble. Yeah. Uh, I I think it's a good idea to sort of just take her out of this room and uh, somewhere quiet. What so do you do what... about the unconscious lady who employs you? you are, you te- are you telling me no one else has done anything? <laughs> no. It's literally only just, just finished, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, Cat is still lying there as well. Is anyone going to try and help Cat, or are you going to leave it to the doctor? Well, I mean, like, I like doctors get paid for this shit, right? All right, I'll go over to Cat then. Well, do you order someone to help Penny out of this room? Yeah, take her to another quiet room. Who's doing that? <laughs> I might as well. I'm strong, I guess. I mean, I, I can help probably. You take. You each take one end. <laughs> Mitch and Mateo help take Penny next door to whose room is that? I think that's Jack's room. You take her into Jack's room. Don't um, touch my stuff. Terrible I misunderstanding asked. about which room she's going to, and we just rip her in half. <laughs> <laughs> I ask Oliver to fetch the rest of my medical bags because I only brought the tranquilizers with me. Which is clearly I'm not what not, I need right now. I'm, no, there's a mysterious crystal on the floor. I'm not taking Fine, my gun off it. Jack, else go and get a medical bag <laughs> while uh, while I while I try and resuscitate our employer, Oliver. Right, right, okay. I say dazedly, and I stagger out into the corridor. Jack staggers into the corridor. Oh, he moved himself. What a good boy. Okay. Close enough. It, it doesn't um, take long. Jack, do you go and get the medical bag and come back? Uh, I I have absolutely no idea where the doctor was staying, uh, but I was too lightly dazed to do it, so I'm just going to stick my head in every room along the way until I see something doctory. You find his medical bag in this room. Um, I open the medical bag. It's full of delicious drugs and medical equipment. Stethoscopes, syringes, mysterious bottles full of liquids. Mm, how much morphine does he have? Delicious. Probably quite a few bits of it. Does he uh, Does he have any of the syrets, the, uh, the self-injectable syringes? He does. Mm, how many of those? Um, let's roll a dice. He has nine sweats of morphine. Uh, I'm going to pocket two of them, close the bag, and return with the bag. Okay. Um, doesn't take Jack too long. Uh, doctor, now you have your doctor's bag. Do some first aid on Mrs. Vanderbilt. Um, you could bring her around, but you probably reckon she's going to have an awful headache. So it might be better to let her sleep, and then you decide, actually, that would be a terrible idea, because you roll your medicine for me. Mm. Oh, no. That's actually a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you probably should let it off. Medical professional fails a medicine roll. 
I'm not a medical doctor. I just happen to know medicine. Oh, we need a box for Flinty is not that kind of doctor. (laughs) (laughs) But doctor, not that kind of woman. Um. Yep. You get Cat Cat shifted to her bed and tucked in and you'll keep an eye on her overnight. What are you doing in the Necronomicon? It's just lying on the floor between the two rooms at the moment. Okay. I, Nick, I like you've got that bag, haven't you? I don't know where you got it from. Uh, are you shouting at me down the corridor? Oh, yeah, yeah, I do. But you don't know that. <laughs> I passed you in the corridor. Why are you shooting people? What? Oh, sorry, don't want it. <laughs> he just nah. shoot, shoot the Necronomicon again. No, I'm using the um, I'm using the trackpad on my laptop, and it's uh, it likes to click randomly on shit. Um, I'm like looking around at like people who know more Wibbly stuff than me, and going like, okay, what is that crystal? How do we? Well, and how do well, we get I, I rid get of the, it? I get the feeling, Oliver. The only person who can answer that is currently unconscious. Um, well, can I roll my occult on the crystal? You can roll your Cthulhu Mythos on the crystal. Oh boy, what a treat. Oh no, I need a book. I must we, go and get a book. Can we all Cthulhu Mythos, those who are in the room? Yes. Womp womp. Ooh. Oh dear. Oh thank goodness, that wouldn't have made much sense. If I <laughs> yeah. So actually, on closer inspection, <laughs> I know well, exactly always, what this is. That's always that's always the get out. Can we? Can we? Chicken wing. Chicken wing. <clears throat> no one passed their Cthulhu Mythos roll. No, we don't have a clue. No one got the book and everything. Knew that would happen if I went to get the book. <laughs> that uh, that trap is a hedron. Is it shining though? It is definitely golden and slightly glowing. Uh, you didn't you didn't specifically answer my question there. But fair enough. You're just going to kind of like flip the book and the weird crystal into the trunk with the other unknowable tomes? I wouldn't put it in the same thing. Well, one came from the other. I mean, like reuniting them surely can't do any harm. Keep them in separate boxes. Has anyone uh, spent bing- uh, has spent luck yet today? Because I get bingo if someone spent luck. Yes, oh, I yeah, yeah, we luck. have. Tons. Great. I spent three luck. Three. This this much is three. One, two, three. Three. This is This is three. Four. Three. Four, three. Woo! Five is right out. I feel like all of those things happened. Nobody wants to touch you yet. Lose a whole bunch of sanity, possess artifact, yeah. and spend it. Yeah. 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 Oh, if oh, I get nobody wants to touch, then I have a bingo as well. Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't believe it. <laughs> Ill-advised to pick something up. Roll twenty does weird shit. We end up in the wrong place, <laughs> and nobody wants to touch the artifact. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Those are all valid. Has an ill-advised use of magic gone horribly, horribly wrong? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, Trey hasn't filled in any bingos. 
The fact well, that we're I didn't obviously... bother because, you know, I've not been here for half of it, so the likelihood of me getting it is very low. Well, that's two bingos, I guess. Oh, the fact that we're on a train... Didn't... The fact that we're on a train doesn't mean choo-choo all aboard the GM Railroad, does it? No, no. no, no. Damn, that would have been mine. <laughs> this was no railroad because I gave you choices. Yeah. I love... I love that um, that I had to genericize it down to a mode of transport is obliterated <laughs> yeah. because because not even I can predict um, like <laughs> propeller plane into a lake. You know, it's it's always something <laughs> we, we we get on some kind of vessel and we destroy it. I mean, that's mm-hmm. <laughs> in this game, like you guys have destroyed nearly everything you've tried to travel in. in oh, I, I want. I need to listen to all the recaps in order and just come up with like a final catalogue of destruction for all of the <laughs> shit that we've ruined. Like as it goes by, oh, right, maybe bingo, you get six luck. Yay! Have we uh, had a give me the amulet moment? No, because no. if we do, that's two bingos. Oh, hey, that amulet, <laughs> that amulet that's on the floor down there. Could you? Leave uh... <laughs> alone. <laughs> not touch it yeah. right um, so cat is safely in bed roll your medicine again please doctor I shall when I find the window doctor you step into cat's room you could shut the interconnecting door and that would push the necronomicon into the room with Jack and Oliver and you could deal with your patient and ignore the weird crazy shiz yeah uh, Mr. X cultist you deal with that push the door <laughs> Gregory just like... shut the door and just leaves you alone with the Necronomicon yeah, this or is... the crystal and the FBI agent. Yeah, this is my expertise. That's your expertise. Failed his medicine again. Okay, uh, roll your first aid. Okay, yeah, you've made Cat comfortable. She's in bed. She's safe. You've got a good pulse. She's looking a bit pale, but, you know, she's unconscious. Cat, roll me your constitution at hard. Yes. Ah, not at heart. Hey, cool, all is well. Meanwhile, Penny, what are you doing? You're, uh, you've been taken to a room next door. The doctor's looking after Mrs. Vanderbilt. You've got two handsome young men in here to look after you. Um, Would you like uh, to kick them both out? Because you're only in your dressing, your nightgown. Yes, that's probably what I'd do if I'm starting to get past the shock of everything. Yeah, you're starting to... Well, you're starting to feel better. You're in a different room. You're away from the evil stuff. Do you kick Mitch and uh, Mateo out? Mm. Mitch and Mateo, Penny's like, out! Uh, I was leaving anyway. (laughs) Don't disturb me. I'll go back to my room. Okay, Mateo goes back to his room. Mitch, what are you doing? I guess I go and see what the other guys about go back to uh you know where um where Jack and Whatnot are and just see what they're up to. Hey, you are now with, with my empty suitcase. I will deal with Penny first. Penny, you you've kicked the boys out, you're in your your nightgown, you climb into Jack's bed. Do you wanna rifle through Jack's belongings, maybe? Touch some mythos artifacts? I mean I'm mildly tempted just to see if there was anything here that set off his episode potentially, but the problem is Penny wouldn't know what she would be looking for. No, and there are so, some exciting things in Jack's possession. <laughs> uh I probably just snuggle down after a bit in the bed. 
You're just gonna you're just gonna sleep in Jack's bed. He can, he can deal. He can have your bed in the cursed room. Okay, uh, Jack, what are you doing with the Necronomicon? Oliver and Mitch are in the room with you, as is the Necronomicon and the Weird Crystal. Hmm. Um. Well, I look around for like a um. Presumably, there's some sort of towel in here somewhere, right? You know, there is a towel on the little wash stand in the corner. Mm, good. Okay, I take the towel, right? Yeah. And I uh, I drape it over the Necronomicon without touching it. And I, I I write "Do not touch" on a piece of paper that I tear from my notebook, and I place it on top. <laughs> and I, I, <laughs> then I dust my hands together like that. What about the glowing crystal? I'm not, I'm not looking at or thinking about the glowing crystal. Um. Oh boy. I talked to her. I've got this empty case. I stole it from someone down the uh, corridor. I, I think the word you mean is appropriated. I appropriated this. This, this used to be full case. All right. Well, let's just flop it on top of it for now. <laughs> Open. So, uh, um, wait. How does it? How does it undo? Old style case. It undoes. Clams shell style. Oh, clamshell. Um, all right. We're we're gonna try and get that thing into the case without touching it. Hey, Mitt, roll your dexterity. Dexterity. I'm supervising oh, from some distance away. Oh, can I love that. Can I love that? You can luck this. Oh, I no longer 69 luck. I'm 68 luck. Oh, you managed to roll the crystal into the suitcase. It's not very big. It's about the size of... Um, not that big. Um, and then you zip the suitcase shut and, like, slide it under the bed. Hmm. Yes. Okay, excellent. Can we, nice. throw it out? Could, could we not just throw it out the window? Uh, no, it might be um, expensive or dangerous or both. It's certainly dangerous in the wrong hands. I, I, look, I look up the FBI agent as he speaks uh, like I've, I'd sort of forgotten he was here. <laughs> Well, you know, now now my job is guard crystal and a cat. Yeah, that, about that guarding of cats. Um... Well, thing is, is, I'm only supposed to be guarding her from external threats. Mm. Not things she does to herself. In, internal threats, right? They they've got right of way. So I could so I could shoot her right now, and you'd just be like, oh well. That's okay. out of my jurisdiction. No, then then I would shoot you. <laughs> oh, instruction you you're you're a funny man, little policeman. I say, patting you on the head <laughs> <laughs> as as condescendingly as I can manage. I shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm going to I'm going to have a shower and a nap. I say, and I um I walk out of the room. Considering I'm still in my pajamas. You asked him Famously, bunnies don't make good cops. Okay. Um, never it, been a bunny. Going back to bed. <laughs> um, yes, I go out. I go out into the hallway, and then I go back into my room. Your door is um, locked. Oh, that's unusual. 
I uh, I jiggle the lock vigorously. Penny, someone is jiggling the lock as you are dozing off in bed. I I just snuggle under the bed more and put my head under the blankets. Yeah, your door is locked, Jack. And as you're jiggling it, Mitch and Mitch, you come out into the corridor to see Jack trying to get into his room. Is your door jammed? Uh, you I in there, remember, Mitch. I oh, sigh. Yeah. I sigh. I sigh and hold up a finger, and uh, I lean down and I start picking the lock. Are you going to say anything, Mitch? Yeah, she wanted some time on her own, but uh... who did I say? Uh, can I roll locksmith to see if I can pick this lock? You can roll locksmith. I'm not very good at it. You do not. <laughs> yeah, Mitch, Mitch still has an answer. Yeah, Penny, Penny's in there. Uh, she wanted to. Oh, I say. Um... But maybe it's better we see her. Like she might pass out or something, and, and then the door shouldn't be locked. I, uh, I I knock on the door and I say, "Oh, I'm sorry, Penny. Are you in there?" Yes. Is everything all right? Sorry, I didn't mean to try and bust in. It's just it's my room, and you. We didn't know you were in there. How could you ask that after the evening we've just had? Well, it was quite restful for me. I say, but I say that quite quietly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I'm going to get the doctor to look at you. Okay, he needs to see 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 Lady Vanderbilt first. <laughs> yes, yes, I'll add you to his queue. How about that? Okay. <laughs> I, 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 turn, I turn to Mitch and I'm like, mention to the doctor that he should pop in on Peggy and um, Pe- Penny? Penny? Penny, yes. Penny, yes. yes. Uh, and, um, uh, where do you go? And make sure. Oliver, Oliver has scooted back into his room with his, like, door. And make sure that uh, she's sane ish. Come to me in a bit, <laughs> Russell. After you've done. Okay, um, Mitch, do you go to see the doctor? <coughs> yeah, I do. I go and tell him that yeah, he needs to go and see the doctor. Dr. Dragony. What's Gregory. this room here? That room Dragony. is Mitch and Gregory's room. Okay, good. I go in there and I sleep in one of the bunks. We're creating a complex logistical problem. We've turned this train into Hilbert's like Universal Hotel. <laughs> Someone is going to have to sleep in the room and then they're going to follow the weird crystal. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm making sure it isn't me. Press it. What uh, time is it? It's about 4am. I'm just going to... Um, who's who's still cognizant? Me. Mitch and the Doctor are still up. I would just ask the Doctor if he can... Once he's finished checking on all the patients, uh, all, the, all the ladies, um, could he go and ask the one of the staff to get me a coffee and I'm going to stay up and just guard this room outside. Make sure no one goes in. The cat's room. Okay, but why can't you just go and ask for the coffee? Because I'm staying here to guard the room. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I'm here. <laughs> I'm, uh, uh, yes, but... I mean, you can, but... No, no, no. I, I am going to guard the weird mythos artifact. That's my job. Okay. All right, all right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, okay. <laughs> I think you took it in there last night. 
Doctor, roll medicine, please. For the last time. <laughs> I'm there we go. Concussion! Concussion! I'm not dying from concussion. Well, I am, but oh. you know. <laughs> now I know you're dying from concussion. Wake <laughs> up! Uh, you got an extreme success. You you wait until Mitch and Oliver are in the corridor, and then you hardly wake Mrs. Vanderbilt up. Cat, roll your constitution. Ah. She's not waking up, Doctor. Oh. Um, well, I've got this syringe of stimulant. You, you, you stimulate her. Roll your medicine once more. Hey. Uh, Mrs. Vanderbilt, you wake up. You feel awful. You've got a splitting headache. Everything is weird. There's a strange taste in your mouth and your ears are ringing slightly. And the doctor oh. is really, oh, like sitting next to you in a chair. That's a big fella. Uh, Gregory? Um, Miss Vanderbilt, how are you feeling? Oh, not good. What, right. What's going on? I suspect you have a concussion, so I need to keep you awake and uh, yeah, just tend to your symptoms at the moment. Oh, if you have something for severe yep. to more severe headaches, I might. Yep. Try I rummage. I rummage that. through my bag and find some painkillers. You fill her with some morphine. Well, I mean, it's like I was. My head's hurting. Hopefully it won't be hurting for much longer. Okay. Right, do you want to leave Cat under the careful watch of Oliver or Mitch whilst you go check on Penny? Yes, definitely. Now she's awake, you can just like be like, right, don't let her fall asleep and leave her with someone else. Mm. What's going on? <laughs> I've no idea what happened. I went to sleep and now I am here. Yeah, that's a point, actually. <laughs> um, I'll explain later but um i'm just going to check on penny she's uh she's had a bit of a fright but don't worry everything's under control now mitch can you just keep an eye on miss vanderbilt for me oh, make this, sure make sure she stays awake is there something i need to do and i might try and get up but i don't know no, you need to stay exactly where you are oh doctor's don't, orders don't like this but okay uh, yeah, make sure she stays awake, but also doesn't get up. <laughs> I go to Penny. Penny, the doctor knocks on your door. Um, I come out of the bed and open the door. Penny is like draped in every blanket. Yep. I just wanted to see how you were doing, Penny. Is there anything I can do for you? Um, um... You're meant to be a, a, a brain doctor too, right? Yeah, doc? Yeah, that is my specialty. I think I might be going mad. There was a thing in my head, and then it was in the crystal. I, I don't like it. That crystal's evil. Mm. Um, I assume I can roll my psychology for this. <laughs> you can roll your psychology for this. No problema. Um, right. Yeah, obviously something very, very strange happens. And yep, you sit some... down and start talking to Penny. And... Yep. 
deconstructing it and getting her to explain exactly what she felt and you're sort of like analyzing it well you're a psychoanalyst oh hard success uh, you manage to help Penny calm down you do give her a little bit of uh, sleepy time juice um, mm-hmm. to help her settle uh, you give her like a you know you sprinkle some liquid in a glass of water and make her drink that and um, you settle her down. She doesn't get any sanity points back tonight. That will require more therapy. But you get her calm enough that she nods off to peaceful sleeps. Thank you, Doctor. And then you kind of like leave her locked in. Um... <laughs> right. Uh, are you going to stay up and take shifts with Mitch to keep an eye on Cat? Yeah. Okay. Uh... Matteo, have you just gone to bed, or are you doing something else? Um, do one thing before going to bed, which is that I just want to have a session of meditation where I'm not attempting to contact anyone. I'm just using it to relax, that's all. Roll your meditations. Um, time to critically fail the meditation roll just for fun. <laughs> the meditation roll? No, we're, we're good. Yay. And you have a meditate, you calm yourself down, you center your chi and your chakras and your elemental spirits and spitrums and mm-hmm. and then you go to bed. Alright, Mrs. Vanderbilt, roll me a constitution with a bonus die because you have a doctor. Yay. Who isn't letting you sleep? (laughs) Ah, I got 24. That's a hard pass. Yeah. Uh, The the doctor keeps you up for several hours. He does let you nod off. You're allowed to nap, but every hour you have to be woken up because that's how concussion watch works. You have to wake the person up every hour and see how they're reacting. (laughs) Uh, you've given her medication. She'll be fine by morning if a bit tired. Round about 7 a.m., you finally think, yeah, cool. There is no concussion. We can let her sleep now. Has anyone told me what's going on yet? I suspect not. They've made you sleep. The oh. doctor's like, no. Doctoring. Slaps. <laughs> I do quite want to sleep when I'm not full of stimulant, when I'm being woken up, when I'm sleeping again. So. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> don't don't mind this uh, injection of stimulant. Please go to sleep. I, I definitely trust. Oops. Oh wow! <laughs> that Penny, was what are you up to? <laughs> Clunk. It's <laughs> 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 on the outside of the train. Oh, you know? uh, the next thing you need to roll, Craig. Oh, don't be mean. I didn't mean to click anything. I was trying to click a notification. No, no, I'm claiming that 100 for whatever you are next. No. So you're going to wait for a life or death situation and finally ask Craig to do yeah, something. I'm not asking Craig to roll anything until it's like, jump from the, cra- the, the train, Craig! At which point I'll just say, no, I stay on the train. I live on the train now. <laughs> and you die when the Arthur Jet eats the train. Better than dying under the train. Actually, is it better than dying under... I don't know what's better. <laughs> just just move on. Eventually, Mitch, you go back to bed. The doctor, you claim Oliver's room since he seems to be staying up on guard. Oliver, you're guarding the Necronomicon and the Weird Crystal. Roll me your pal. 
the Necronomicon I'm takes not, the other bed. <laughs> I'm not going. I'm, I'm, I will say that I'm outside the room for any modifiers yeah. you wish to apply for that. You are outside the room, which is why it's only a normal pal. Normal pal. Oh, yay. You didn't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> don't, don't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you pull that pouty face. <laughs> Russet, I am a fair and yeah, a fair and not at all mean GM. <laughs> you have the roll. I'm letting it stand. I'm not being mean. Just sad that I don't get to grumbling. <laughs> Grumbles. You're muted. If I pout enough, Arona will let me. Uh... Or give me oh, I, I just thought you fuckers were being rude. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Rony, you need to put some kind of mute indicator. That's not you. You shut that door. That's better. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I forgot to mention earlier, uh, but if um, if somebody dies, I get a double bingo. So um... <laughs> No pressure. Isn't there a bingo for, can someone please die? I want a bingo. <laughs> I, think, I think that is a bingo slot. <laughs> oh dear. We definitely need to add Flinty is the wrong kind of doctor to the list. <laughs> <laughs> Remind me after the game. Right, next morning, uh, the train is parked in Res Shuker. It is about a third of the way to your destination. It stopped to refuel and stuff. Um,. Cat, you're feeling okay now that the doctor's looked after you. You end up sleeping until about ten. Everyone ends up sleeping until about ten. Um, when you finally all wake up, uh, Penny, you're feeling calm and you're not shaky. The doctor helped last night, so you got proper sleep. Mm. New morning, face the world. Maybe go and check on Cat. Yeah, that would be the first thing I do in the morning. Oliver is on guard outside your room. And Cat's room. But you find Cat. She's sitting up in bed. Cat, you've actually had some proper sleep now, as well as your concussion naps. And you're feeling okay. Uh, Morning, Penny. Morning, lady. Can I I get you a beverage of some sort? Maybe a cup of tea? Uh, A tea would be lovely, but I still don't know what's been happening last night. Has anyone told me not to tell her? No. In which case, uh, well, I think, yeah, I'm I'm getting to it. Let me role play, Russet. (laughs) (laughs) I was just checking you didn't try a, and I told you everything. No, I was being in character and you, you interrupted me. (laughs) (laughs) Everything once again. Right. Calm. Well, Lady Vanderbilt, um, it started with me waking up to see Jack looming over my bed with a Necronomicon in hands. Oh, no. Um, then, you okay? Uh, well, that's not the end of it. Okay. Uh, uh, well, ignore the token, carry on. Um, well, it then shot out of his hands to me. And tried tried to possess me because it was possessing him apparently. Um, okay. Then uh, everybody came to the sounds of my initial screams, and then 
after a few moments, you walked in and we thought you'd come to save the day, but it turns out it had already possessed you from a distance. You picked it up, did some weird stuff. I tried to stop you or get, rouse you to, to yourself by trying to use telepathy, which was a terrible idea, it turns out, <laughs> and ended up... There was a thing. Uh, anyway, uh, I guess we can cut to the chase slightly. You got hit with a light with the light over there. I point at the probably slightly jaunty angled lampshade. Oh, mm. uh, those nice big 1920s bronze brass ones with the big heavy base. You know, if Jack had got that 100, he totally would have murdered you with it by mistake instead of just knocking you out. <laughs> that would have been a whole different fight as everyone else sees Jack murder Cat. <laughs> oh, I, I <laughs> and get away was... with it. <laughs> and and now there's a weird crystal with an evil entity in it in a box next door. Uh, does that ring any bells for me? Uh, you have to examine it, really. You're not going to get much from just a description. No. Okay. I mean... What I can tell you is, I say an evil entity in a crystal next door, the concerning thing is, it wanted to be in it. Oh, um, I guess I'm feeling okay enough to get up, and... if I'm Maybe you up. should have some tea first, and and then we can maybe have a look at it. Okay, I will have some tea first. I, I go to get tea and... Actually, can I butler Marcy to have brought tea in with me? No. Oh, okay. You came straight here after waking up. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, I go to get tea. Uh, the kitchens are closed. Breakfast is over. Uh, we're very rich. You are yeah. very rich. <laughs> I was about to say that, yes. <laughs> I money my way to tea for my lady. Roll a there. Like, like the kitchen is closed. You just take out a fat sheaf of notes and are just throwing them at their faces. Like, is this enough for tea yet? Or... <laughs> all right, all right. You uh, have indeed um, got tea. You not only get tea, you get croissants. Wonderful. With jam and butter. I, I serve them to my lady on a nice little lap tray for her to use on her nice comfy bed. Okay, Cat and Penny is having tea. What is everyone else doing as they wake up? Oliver, you are exhausted. You should probably... Uh, Matteo, you are, are you leaving your room or are you staying in here? Uh, yes, I'm leaving my room. You see Oliver on guard in the hallway still? Okay. I'll nod. Morning, Matteo. How are you? Uh, how am I? You feel rested. Good. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, how's everything out here? Quiet, thankfully. Um, would you be comfortable with keeping an eye on this door and not let's, making sure no one goes in. Otherwise, we're going to have the housekeeping staff for this train coming on and all sorts. We need, and they're not allowed. We can't have anybody coming in this room, touching anything. 
I tell you what, bring me a snack and you've got a deal. Okay, well, you take over here. I'll go and get you a snack. I'll go get a snack. And coffee. Kitchen's closed, Oliver. We've already established. Vanderbilt <laughs> is rich. You, however, are just a regular old first class passenger. You're in the saloon. I have a gun. <laughs> the kitchen is open. I asked him to get me a, sn- uh, uh, a snack. I, I, I would have given him enough money to furnish me with snacks. Oh, this is. <laughs> oh, can, can we can we run a mini campaign from the point of view of the chef on this train? It's <laughs> like all this screaming and like crashing in the night, and then he's like, "Oh, oh the kitchen is closed." So I was just throwing notes. He was like, oh, "All right, cup of tea." Oh, just, like, it's like it's like the kitchen is closed. He's like, I just want a biscuit, and there's a handgun on the counter. <laughs> <laughs> we should close for breakfast more often. I'm getting rich. Off. <laughs> just, get, just get me a banana or something. How much can it possibly cost? Ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Egypt. Ten dollars is like two years' wages. I know. I know that reference. <laughs> I think we all know that reference. You get Matteo some hot bananas. Yay! <laughs> Don't talk to me about bananas. Hot. Banana hot. Hot. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, what are you doing, Jack? You're awake. Good, about ten thirty at this point. Jack had muted himself and deafened himself. Jack, hello. You deafened Sorry. yourself. Yes, Discord did something weird, and I was trying to figure out how to undo it. Ah, um, what are you doing? You wake up. Mitch is in the bed above you, awake as well. A point of order. I definitely would have taken the top bunk. Okay, your Mitch is awake in the bunk below you. Is this what your life is like, Foxby? You never yes. get the top bunk. Yes, yes, I know it is. <laughs> he's, he's, eight, he's eight foot nine. He gets to enjoy being tall the rest of the time. That's a fair <laughs> like, point. Even when we're in my parents' camper van, he will take the bunk bed, even though there's perfectly normal beds available. Uh, because bunk beds are better. <laughs> um. So if I get bunk beds in the new house, he put he put, he put like flour deliberately on the back of the highest shelf in his cupboard. And I was just like, well, I can't, I can't finish making dinner until you come and get the flour out of the cupboard. Not even that high. It's like, I'm thinking about getting one of those um, bunk beds where there's a desk space underneath and then the bunk bed above. I had one of those when I, I was had one of like those five. Well. I was envious of my friends who had those, but I had a younger brother. So instead I, we, we, uh, he had to have somewhere to sleep. Mm. <laughs> Would you like a bunk bed or owner in our new house? Oh, talk about it later. <laughs> well, what are you doing, Jack? Mitch, you're awake. We kiss uh, on the uh, <laughs> Well, I mean, that is tradition. That is a traditional morning activity. I get out of bed. Uh, um, I just gently stroke Mitch's face once while he's asleep, and then I. <laughs> 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 then I, uh, You're my Michelin star. (laughs) Your body will be the next one for my master's host. And then just like step out into the corridor. (laughs) Morning routine. I I then step back in and take my pajamas off. Um, 
stand there looking around awkwardly for a few minutes naked when I re- realize this isn't my room, so my clothes aren't here. <laughs> Put my pajamas back on, step out into the corridor. You realize, see- it, realize it now looks like I'm doing the walk of shame out of Mitch's bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Shuffle awkwardly up the corridor. And Mateo in the hallway, and Dr. Gregory steps out of his room just as you're shuffling towards your door. I slam the door behind me, and I'm like, we didn't do anything. <laughs> I mean, Want to talk about it. <laughs> it's the 1920s. We'll be a lobotomized or something. <laughs> where, where am I? Your is... clothes are in your room. Your yes, room I know. is missing all of the blankets because Peggy has wandered off in them because she had to switch rooms in just her nightgown. Penny. Yes. Penny. Penny. Sorry, we can't, Peggy... we can't have a character called Peggy in one role playing game yeah. and Penny in another. We did have another Peggy in this game, but Nido got shot at dawn by the British military. I permission, got better. <laughs> permission to rename them both Pengi. No, you didn't. No. Pengu. <laughs> you did not get better, Peggy. You said I got rescued. You, you might have been rescued, but Etienne confirmed that he was not able to due to interference. Oh, I thought you said I did get rescued, but like now I can't on the campaign because no. time shenanigans. Etienne was unable to rescue you because of weird divine shenanigans uh, interference. Well. Oh. Got shot at dawn so quickly because Bast was angry with you. <laughs> right. Uh, various getting ups, getting back into your rooms and getting dressed happens and eventually you gravitate towards Kat's room to see how she is and people knock on the door and are let in Kat, you have visitors it's your staff and Mateo hello Penny has apprised me of the situation it's very good that someone has done that within Twelve hours. Oh, hello. Uh, So I know about the situation, and I think my head hurts, and it may hurt more soon. But hi, it sounds like it was a night. I try to look like I didn't concuss you with a lamp. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, if you've been brought up to me, do you have any idea what happened? Like, what caused all that? What that crystal is? I have not seen the crystal. Uh, I would quite like to, so that I have some idea of what we're, we now have. Uh, it seems that with this here book, there may be a problem where, I guess not every night, but on some nights, it seems that it's attempting to be read and is willing to go coercing those of us who have read it a little bit to try and do so. That would be my uh, understanding. Now, it's kind of been, it's not really done that. I'm not aware of it as such. So, this is new and a bit weird. So, I'm wondering if, in order to at least finish this journey, uh, we maybe just want to take turns keeping those who have read it a little bit and are then more likely to try and read it. Uh, confined to bedrooms away from it such that we then don't get drawn towards it overnight which seems to be what's going on do you have any sort of like heavy box it could be locked in 
there's only the suitcases. Which doesn't seem to be holding it, given that uh, somebody got access to it last night. How about we just seal that entire cabin up? I'm sure we can find some wood. We can talk to the maintenance staff. <laughs> we can't just pour her up. We <laughs> have enough money, I'm sure we can. No, we can't. We can't. No. Well, remember that the chest it, it was in wasn't locked because, you know, it was being used with cat's luggage, books and luggage. No. You could lock it in a suitcase and then give someone who hasn't read it the key. <clears throat> that seems like it would be a good idea. I mean, I guess a more extreme resolution. Do we need that book with us? It sounds like it's a lot more trouble than it's worth. So in terms of whether we keep it at all, uh, I'm not really in a position to do anything about that while we're traveling. Uh, And there's also the possibility that we might get some benefits from it as long as we're able to manage the fact that it's doing this. But (coughs) I might have a chat with Dr. Armitage and see if he has any tips or if actually he's kind of feeling similar to me which is that if we could hurl it into a lake we potentially should but yeah I'm not sure if we could do much while we're on the move other than manage ourselves with it that's my current I just say lock it feeling. lock it in lock it in a box lock it in a room and make post a guard on that room that would be fine I think and if we seal that room, I, I think nailing it shut is fine. Fine plan. What's wrong with a couple of bits of wood? Nail it in. It, no one's getting in unless they really want to get in. Well, I'd like to not sort of completely seal the room so that we might also go in and make sure that nothing weird is happening. Because if we're going to know that, we can trust that person. I don't trust any of you right now. We we still we still haven't like you know decided like where this mythical room is that we're going to lock this thing in or where we're going to get a guard from. Well, you're a guard, surely. You work for the FBI, right? I have to guard Cat. I just buy out someone's travel they can get on the next train, and then we've got a room. The plan feels ridiculous. I feel like we need to do something a little bit more concrete. What's wrong with you wanting to, 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 to lock it away? You want to read it or something? I also suspect the train line will make us buy the whole carriage to actually be allowed to board up a room and effectively vandalize a room as far as they're concerned. Also, how the hell do we explain that we need to border up a room? We don't. Sex game gone wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, perhaps actually making the room inaccessible won't work. But I mean, we carry the book we've been carrying the book it only seems to go wrong sometimes so it's not well what we do is we have one person look after the book and a separate person look after the key okay but the last time one person was looking after the book there was like apparently i didn't see it but light shining out your eyes and like some crystal being pulled out of fucking thin air so, not sure if I trust you guys when you tell us that, oh, you know what? Let's just put someone in charge of looking after it. No, that's what you I'm look, saying. You, you, you look, look after you it then, Mitch, if you can't trust us. Go fucking near it. Well, then how about you come up with a suitable uh, uh, solution to the problem rather than just complaining? I have. Leave it where it is and lock up the room. 
Is this arguing about a book, endless bitching about stationery? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. oh. paper. Maybe it has like a little bit in the back, which is like your notes section. Oh, like a, like an old manual in a video yeah, game. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I read that page. This happened. Oh, the last two pages just have death note written at the top. <laughs> um. Well, you guys do what you want to do, but I ain't going near that fucking book. Okay. Well, um. Might I suggest that we do at least lock the book in a box and we split up who has access to it? And like you said, it's like people who've read the book before seem to be more affected by it. Yeah, I mean, in terms of if it's like for all those who were around it and it's been Jack and it's been me and it's been Penny. So, yeah. Well, how about. I hold on to the key so that you can't get into the box containing the book, and then we put the book like wherever. Out of character, letting Nido the, the calamity <laughs> have. I don't have, any, I don't have any interest. Well, no, because you see, if someone you don't have any interest, Nido, but it's you, so you're someone... going to fail every roll. Well, no, you, we see, you split this up. Key. You split this up so that in order for this to happen, two oh. people have to become under the influence of the book, including one person who's not going to be near it, oh. because whoever has the key isn't going to be kept away from the book as much as possible. Well, we have three keys, but only one works. Two fake keys. We don't know which one's got the right key. One of them always lies. The other's. <laughs> oh God. Um, three of them always <laughs> tell the truth. Four of them always lie. Okay, okay, not actually a bad one plan. Of them, not one of them is not actually a bad all. plan. We have one person who is going to like be in charge of the box containing the book. We lock that box with two locks, with the keys disparate with the keys separated to two other people. This then means that you need all three people in agreement before the box can be opened. So I guess with this, the the thing that means... authentication. Sorry. One lock will be fine is that like if someone isn't actually responding to you and is basically possessed, then whoever holding the key probably isn't going to give it to them. Like, and if we just want to read it, then we're like, oh, hey, I am a completely awake cat today and I would like to read my book. Exactly. Exactly. We'll, we'll you know, you have to all be around. We all have to be cognizant and aware like we'll all be together while that bo- a book reading is going on sense. the only concern I've got is where are we going to get these padlocks that are going to actually be able to stop us from going into it on a train that's moving through Egypt that's a fair clip oh I, I have a collection of padlocks <laughs> <laughs> you want oh. us to kink shame you <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, it's, that, that's, that, that would be my proposed solution anyway. We have, we prevent like you having just one person be able to get to the book by themselves. Cause that's what's always happened. One person 
is just able to wander up to the book and start reading it because we don't have a double check. Well, it we I don't think we can make any of these suitcases like require two people to open. But I think the main thing that's really going to happen is that if the book's effectively trying to get someone to re, like come to it and open it and do all that, then there'll be someone walking around who is just heading for the book and not the key. They'll be heading for the book. And then whoever's nearby gets woken up by that fact. And then that becomes the thing that's happening. That would be my plan. We we can generally stop people and snap them out of it if they go a bit funky and start trying to read the book. We can't do that if they've already started reading it and they they have access to the contents of the book. Well, this is why locking it up is an idea. Yeah. What if you just left it with me? <laughs> um, Jack, oh, you're being serious. You you um... were the first one that l- fell under its influence last night. No. Oh, yes, that's right. Sorry. <laughs> it's easy enough to get a suitcase. You just pay some money and they'll wing you one from one of the Forgans. They have spare cases and lock it up. So, do you lock the Necronomicon in a sturdy suitcase and give the key, two keys to two different people? Yes, yes, let's do this. Who had the key? If you have a key. Who are you giving the keys to? Cat, you're the boss. Uh, and I shall the... construct a labyrinth at the centre. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the keys are going to Mateo and Oliver. Mateo and Oliver, please add key to Necronomicon case to your possessions list. Okay. Uh, I guess the key. Add Necronomicon oh. in a case to your list. Of yeah, I figured that would stay with me. <laughs> What, however, are you doing with the mysterious crystal, which is also currently in another suitcase that Mitch acquired? Well, I was just about to say, you know, Mitch fetch it so that we can show Kat it, because she hasn't seen it yet, and she's likely to be the only person to identify it. Kat, you're not feeling very well. Do you want to look at some kind of creepy mythos artifact? I hardly think I have a choice at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Doctor's orders. Right. Who is staying around to look at the mysterious crystal when it is revealed from its suitcase? I've had too much involved with me in it to not be interested now, so... I don't know what this is that we're dealing with. I'm sticking sticking around, but mostly to make sure Cat doesn't have another weird episode. I'm going out into the hallway. I've had enough of this today. (laughs) Mitch is like, nope, goodbye. Is anyone else leaving? Yeah, I'm out. Bye. No. <laughs> <laughs> Mateo, Jumps out the window. The weird, mysterious, wibbly artifact of doom. Sorry, what? What? What was the question? Are you staying to look at the weird, wibbly artifact? I don't really see what I can add to this. Okay, Mateo's out. Gregory, are you staying? Yeah, because cat's my patient. Oliver. Yes. Jack. Uh. Hold on. Please wait. Yes, I stay. <laughs> but everyone who stays, as you open the case, you see this trapezohedron-shaped jewel 
it glows gently, and everyone has to make a hard power roll. Who is slender in the bit? So that's Mitch and Matteo who don't. Oh no! Oh. oh no! Oh god! Can I have yeah. the thing now, please? <laughs> it's just shiny. I want it. Oh god! Right. Okay. Uh, everyone who fails, you cannot stop staring at the crystal. So, Penny and Cat, you're fine. Everyone else is just staring at it. Cat, uh, oh, you could roll Cthulhu Mythos as you examine this thing. I'm a roll Cthulhu Mythos. I don't have a clue what how anticlimactic is that. <laughs> You've never seen a crystal like this before. I'm guessing uh, I can't, the... then. Gregory, Jack, all lose one sanity and add five Cthulhu Mythos. One sanity. All three of you are staring at the crystal as cats examining it carefully. And How you're many? getting five Cthulhu Mythos, one sanity. Unless, of course, it drops your max sanity, and then, of course. You're losing the rest as well. Mm. Uh. Yeah, I'm not sh- I can't think I know what it is. And um, then I guess... You look around to ask the others, Penny, and everyone else is just staring at it. Uh, that I me. Cover it up with my blanket? However, Jack rolled a 100. Jack, I think ah. you rolled a D100. Please. I'm sorry? Jack, roll a D100. Oh, you're coming through like really muffledly today, was it? I don't no, know. Not to me. No, I, I, th- I think for certain people, the audio is just being janky. Hmm. Yeah, everyone else is a lot clearer than him. Weird. Seventy-five. Is that is that how much sanity I lose? That would be a great amount to lose right now. No, <laughs> all is well. Uh, you can't. Uh, do you continue examining it? Do you want to like, leaf through any of your books to try and work out what it might be? I think we could look for pictures in the books to s- just try and cross-reference what it could be. Yeah, I'll just look through the Necronomicon. <laughs> Maybe not that one. Get everyone in here with the keys. We need to look through somebody. It'd probably tell me, but I'm going to use that as a last resort, and I'm going to go through... Uh... It's really weird knowing that, like, my own book is probably the best source of knowledge. Yeah, <laughs> Jack, roll me your. Oh, you failed the power with a hundred. I need to send you a message. Right, uh, roll a mythos rating on your book, please, Cat. Okay. Uh, before before she starts, I I would just want to say, Cat, is there any books that you'd like me to look through? Just maybe give me one I can't read but can look for pictures of it of for. Oh, uh, um. Let me have a look at the books that I have. You know that there are some pictures in these books. You, you don't just leaf through a mythos tome and look at the pictures and hope all will be well. Uh, 
some of these pictures will speak to you about dark things in other universes just by looking at them. Uh, thanks, Penny, but that's okay for the moment. Okay, lady. Okay, uh, so I am... List of books. I don't need to list of books because it's over here. And over here is this book. And this book is... Has a Ashley said we've noticed them acting a little yeah. bit weird, just staring, right? Let's put a blanket over it, and yeah. everyone's kind of just shaken oh, out of it. Oh, like they've shaken out of it, okay. Yeah, and none of them really, none of you really noticed or felt anything. So I'm rolling a D100. Oh, against... You have a telegram message. Against the rating of a book? Yeah, D100 against the rating of the book. I have passed. That does make sense to me, doesn't it? It does make sense to you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I'm going to send you a little message. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe I do know what this is. I've just forgotten. Sending you a message now about what this thing is. Ah. Message. Gonna read the heck out of the message. There you go, Noel. Uh Is anyone doing anything else? Cat, Cat has moved off to one side and is... Flicking through her books and researching. This is going to take some time, at least an hour, hour and a half. So, uh, Penny, what are you doing whilst Kat is researching? Be doing anything I can do to attend her, bringing her drinks, little snacks, that sort of thing, I guess. Great. Uh, Oliver, what are you doing? Um, are you hanging around here or are you fucking off? Uh, everything seems to be okay here for now. I will um, finally. I will go and get. I think I. I will let people know that I'm going for a little nap because I slept, did not sleep as much as everybody else last night. Oliver goes to bed. Gregory, are you hanging around to keep an eye on people or are you sauntering off? Uh, Kat, you haven't finished researching. Okay. An hour. <laughs> Gregory, what are you doing whilst Kat's busy with her books? Um, I might go and learn the last spell I wanted to learn. Okay, you're doing that in the saloon, maybe, where you can get a nice drink in a comfy chair? If, if, it's, if there's not many people there. Yeah, the saloon is pretty quiet at this time of the morning. It's about 11am okay. at this point. Alright. Okay, hard intelligence to learn your spell. Oh, can I lock it? You can lock it. Yeah, it's just the one. Matteo, what are you doing with your morning... Hmm. Um, I would like to relax, but I'll do it in a spot where I can keep an eye on things as well. Um, so you're just sitting on a chair in the hallway? Yeah, I, I want to keep an eye on the door as well, you know. To Yeah. As... Matt, hey, uh, Mitch, what are you doing? I think... Go take over the kitchen and cook lunch. Can't hear you, Fox. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking. Uh, yeah, I could. I guess like oh, I could go and. Mm, yeah, I guess I'd do some lunch. I might just have some rest. You know, what? I'm just gonna have a rest. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna chill out. Okay, Jack. What are you doing? Everyone is dispersed whilst Cat is sitting at her desk in her room reading. Hmm. Where did the uh, where did the shiny thing end up? Uh, Cat's just put a, like a towel over the top of it, and it's sitting on her bed. Mm. 
Uh, where am I now? You're still in a room. This is like at the beginning of the hour when everyone is heading off. So Penny has buggered off to go get some drinks. Cat is sitting at her desk reading. Mateo is sitting in the hall keeping an eye on things in case anything goes weird. Everyone's kind of dispersing to go do their own thing. I, uh... I, I wait. Well, I wait as people filter out. I'm like, can, can I have a brief word with you? Uh, at what stage of my research? This is right at the beginning before you've read anything. Okay. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What's up? Uh, uh, just alone, I say. Uh, I have my suspicions about some of these. I say, looking at the uh, people who are filtering out. Yeah, everyone else has left. Penny's gone to get drinks. M- Mateo is keeping watch in the corridor. Mm-hmm. I think I think it would be best if you left the trap as a headroom with me for now. I know we have plans to hide it, but um, I think I have some other artifacts that I can secure it amongst, and then that'll keep it safe from uh, prying eyes. Crying eyes. I mean, everyone sort of knows it's here. Mm. But um, I saw the way some of them were looking at it, and I uh, strongly suspect that if you leave it unguarded, it's just going to disappear. Uh, I'm going to roll Persuade. Are you going to resist this, cat? Yeah, I I really kind of want to keep hold of my stuff while I'm still working out what things are. So I will resist. With, hey, I think you I'm, need to roll the uh, appropriate. Um, like he's trying to persuade you, so you need to resist the persuade. I can never remember how you resist persuade. Hang on, it's always a bit weird. PvP persuade. <laughs> Counter persuasion. Is it the sort of fast talk charm persuade set? Hang on, I'm just checking. Uh huh. Psychology. You need psychology, and you need to beat his psychology. Ah. Uh-huh. Oh, psychology. That always seems like a weird one. Well, psychology is that you know letting you understand. He's he's trying to persuade her into giving her this thing. She's resisting it with her. I'm okay. Understand yes. the truth. Fine. You are unconvinced. Currently, by Jack's arguments, to let you him secure the trapezohedron in another room, you can sort of understand what he means. Like, you know, if people don't know where it is, they're safe whilst you do all your reading. But yeah, you're not entirely convinced. What do you say to him in return? No, I'll keep hold of it for now, and then once I've kind of read up, I'll work out what we want to do with it, or whether we can just get rid of it, or whether we're going to need to put it somewhere safe. Okay, but, and I leave him real close, I'm like, keep an eye on Mitch. Okay. Mm, I don't think he's entirely right at the moment. And I uh, I step out into the corridor with that cryptic. All right. And I, and I, okay. and I wander back to my room. Pat, you settle down to start doing your reading. Uh, Penny wanders in occasionally, brings you a drink, then goes back through to her room. She's kind of like looking after you, keeping an eye on you. 
Um, I wouldn't really be going through to my room. I, I, when I would be hovering because I'm concerned. Cat is doing research. She's like, "Fuck off and stop hovering over my shoulder, woman." She's rich. She's used to servants hovering. <laughs> Do you let any hover, or are you going to make her go and like you know not hover over you? Uh, I'm okay with Penny hovering because Penny knows how to oh. hover in such a way that it doesn't get in my way. <laughs> it's not like I'm at her shoulder just going, <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> Literally in a corner of a room being quiet. Okay, Pet, Cat uh, is reading, Oliver's gone to bed. Okay, um, Penny is looking after her. Okay, about an hour and a half later, all passes quietly. Cat, you finally worked out what it is, and roll me your sanity, please. Uh, uh, okay. You lose... Eight sanity. Oh, generous. Which is, of course, triggers the thing... Yeah. The thing? He has to roll a D10. No, it's on the train as well. <laughs> Calm down, Arona. <laughs> I got a 10, which is either very good, very bad, or none of the above. I think it's just a multiple choice. <laughs> the problem with these charts is one of them on here is normally amnesia. Yeah, give me a D100. Oh, no. Fuck, is it going to be amnesia? Oh, it's a multi-step one. Oh, 17. It's a number. Okay. Can we send Nala message? Uh, okay. So, what do I do? Uh, all right. So, presumably, I've got all my stuff in here. Well, they're in the All the other... Items are in the chest, which is in Penny's room. Aha, okay. So I am going to... Uh, I Let's see. I take the... Uh, wrapped up in its bundle, the object, and I just kind of wander out into the corridor... Um, my natural inclination would be to fall into step behind her because servant. I don't stop her. I'm okay with this. Is Mateo actually out here in the corridor? Yeah, Mateo is sitting in a chair, keeping an eye on things. I head over to Mateo and I say, can you look after this for me? Keep it safe. And I give him the thingy in a bundle. (laughs) It's the crystal familiar. Don't look at it. Mm, okay. And I go back into Penny's room. Blop, 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 blop. And then I um, go through my case and I pull out a number of the books that we have and set them on the bed. And then I start looking through one. Yeah. Uh, Matteo, what are you doing with the object that Cat has just given you? Um, the weird, creepy crystal wrapped up in a hand towel. 
Well, I mean, I suppose I will keep it wrapped up, not look at it, uh, just like she suggested, and put it in a, a pocket, I suppose. Quite big. It's too big to go in a pocket. It's is like... it? How big is it? I thought it was small. My jug. Um, okay. Uh, uh, have I got, am I, do I have anything for it to go in? You could stick it in your room and then just shut the door to your room. Can I see the entrance to my room from there? You're literally sitting outside of it on the map. Uh, oh yeah, the map. Um, Well, um, yes, I'll, I'll do that. I wonder if I can do anything else to protect it while in there. Um, uh, I'm just worried about the possibility of anyone coming in through the the train window, which can happen. Yeah. It's not out of the question. Mm. perfectly valid concern that it's difficult um, but I can't just kind of stand here with it in the corridor that's weird Um, how heavy is it by the way Um, probably about two bags of sugar okay Two, two and a bit pounds. Um, I don't want to sit on it either, like an egg. Yeah, we don't want that hatching. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe I can put um, it... At at this point, I lean I lean my head out of the doorway and and I, I look up the corridor at Matea. Yeah, Jack looks out. I make eye contact with Matteo and I'm like, "Oh my God, what's going on at the minute?" That's, that's the come hither gesture uh, for <laughs> listeners at home. I I I go thither. Do you take the crystal with you, or are you leaving it in your room? I'm I'm holding it still. I haven't put it in my room yet. That's okay. You go to Jack's room. Mm. Uh, I I step clear of the door so that he can step in. Do you go in? Uh, I will go in. Sure. As he goes through the door, I clock him as hard as I can with the door. Okay. Uh, oh, no. You're fighting brawling with a bonus dice because Matteo is not expecting it. Oh, getting a lot of brawling this session. Do I hear this commotion through the... Uh... You're asleep. So we'll have to roll to see if anything wakes you up. Oh, that's not great. Only a 60. 60. So uh, what was the uh, not yet, Mitch. Uh, Matteo, roll me your constitution, please. Oh. All right, hang on. Be calm. One second... I like we're sleepwalking towards a party wipe here. <laughs> <laughs> Power of a hundred. <laughs> mm. 
It's not even just you I'm worried about right now. <laughs> so, sorry, what was I rolling again? Constitution. Constitution. God, please. Boom! How's that? Yeah, that's good. Uh, right. Jack has just tried to smack you unconscious by trapping your head in his door. I will sweep the leg with my martial arts. <laughs> well, martial arts, it hasn't worked, Jack. Um, do I get any other things, or does he get a thing now? How does how does this work? Are we doing initiative? You've got the drop on him, so we go into initiative, and whoever's got the highest goes first in this instance. Okay, Jim, we're all initing because of shit that's going to happen. Yeah, click my fella. I don't even know where I am. Where am I gone? You're in the saloon. Oh, yeah. the I, couldn't, I couldn't find where it was. Blimey, you're miles away. Yeah. Don't worry, Flinty. It'll all be over by the time you're back. Right, oh, hang on. No. Uh... Click your fella. Uh yeah, I'm clicking my fella. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Then you click your character sheet, then combat, then initiative. Right. Right, you are indeed first. Yes. Oliver, uh, why haven't you rolled your initiative, please? I'm asleep. <laughs> might wake you up. There's gonna be lots okay. of noise shortly. Okay. There we go. Okay. Uh, yeah, Mateo. Jack just tried to clock you unconscious with a door. That's true. I'm yes, I am going to use my martial arts to sweep the leg. Use martial arts. Uh, sweep some leg. I mean, my because my hands are full of thing at the moment. Right, they so are my, indeed full of big crystal. Uh, so my thinking is that I can sweep the leg while placing the thing down. Yep, you're a martial arts expert. Roll martial arts. Um, right, one second. Uh, martial arts. I am so martial with my arts. Let's hope this goes well. It goes well. He does, however, get to try and dodge. Try and dodge, Jack. Righty-ho. Well, do you want to try and dodge, or do you want to martial arts back with some brawling? Um, I, uh, this isn't the Matrix. I don't know any martial arts. You <laughs> fight him no, with regular punching, fighting, brawling. I'm going to try dodging him because uh, I am. Okay. I don't want to hurt you, Mateo. Oh. Yeah, uh, Mateo sweeps your legs, knocking you off your feet as he casually plonks the crystal on the base of your bed. And they're all like, ha ha, cha chum, as you go thump. Uh, Mitch, Penny, Oliver, all roll spot. Listen, sorry. Can I, can I can I can I make the listen roll easier for them? Yes. Uh, I, I look up at Mateo from the ground and I shriek, "Give me the amulet!" Uh... <laughs> oh, uh, God, it's been a while. Right, Oliver, you are woken up. Penny, you hear the screaming, and Mitch, you are also woken up. By what sounds like Jack screaming, give me the amulet really loudly. Cat, you can do uh, Oh, can I roll? <laughs> you can roll uh, Mythos on one of the books. Which book? 
Um, probably mine. That's the one I was working You've with. You've done your book already, so you're looking oh, at books. other books. Books. Um, uh, the Kadat Aquadingham. The Kadat Aquadingham. Okay, I need to open the Kadat Aquadingham. Oh no. Where are you, Kadat Aquadingham? There you are, Kadat Aquadingham. Stop saying Kadat Aquadingham. <laughs> Never the Kadat Aquadingham. Right, roll a D100, Cat. Okay. Cat Vanderbilt changes her name to Cat Aquadingham. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh. I'm passing. You oh. find exactly the same information as the other book. Roll Sanity. Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> oh, I don't like this. Oh, my God. Also... I'm very sane, but I nice. still don't like this. <laughs> you lose. Two more sanity and continue researching. Yeah, going to read the books. You're like, no, that should... Pop that book aside and grab another one. I definitely don't believe this thing that is in two books can actually be a thing, so I'm going to read some more. (laughs) Uh, Do you want to order another coffee, maybe? Maybe some baklava? Yeah, yeah, baklava, that'll be good. You order a baklava and I'll, I'll have another pop coffee, please. Yeah. You're sitting in the saloon, you're two train cars away. Yeah, reading some, learning some magic spells, drinking my little coffee in my little cup. Yeah, with my, with my pinky finger, taking out. Mm. Yeah, Gregory's having a nice time, completely oblivious, two cars away. Okay, um, Oliver, you're woken out, out of bed and you're like, what the fuck? Oh, uh, sleep. Um, I'm going to pick up my gun again. You are at a penalty die to any physical activity because you have not slept properly. Yeah, you're I'm, running on about an hour's sleep. I'm getting picking up my gun again, and I am bursting out the door. That's your action, Mitch. What are you doing? Staying like, out into to like as far as I can get. You run to the door. You can see Mateo squared off against Jack, who's lying on the floor, or like, I don't want to hurt you, Mateo. Give me the amulet. I, n- I never said I don't want to hurt Mateo. Oh, oh, wait, this is definitely a give me the amulet. I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, get it. Yeah, I, I, I literally said it with my mouth. Yeah. Uh, Kat, you are. Scrambling for another book. Which book are you going for this time? So I, I think I had a full turn on a listen check rather than on my actual turn. Um, you did. So I so think we'll, we'll just take that. this one. <laughs> hey, Eddie, what are you doing? Cat seems to be ignoring the car and is, he's just read something in a book and gone, no! Off that book onto the bed and grabbed another one. Lady Vanderbilt, would you like me to see what the commotion is? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, go find out. Yes, my lady, and I head to see what the commotion is. <laughs> you, you, may, you kind of wander up abreast with Mitch and can see into Jack's room. Yeah, I'm, I'm a non-com, so I try not to get in the way, basically. <laughs> and we're back to Matteo. Um, I would like uh, to move from having knocked uh, knocked him down to to pinning him down with my uh tentacles yeah those you deploy <laughs> your tentacles yeah what's the one roll your tentacle martial arts skill 
<laughs> well, yeah, I just about succeeded. The, light, the lightest of pinning. <laughs> okay. Would you like to dodge this or try to fight back, Jack? Um, hmm. Lick him. Or kiss. Smooches. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm half expecting Matteo to come in to pin him, and somehow Jack gets the upper arm and, like, like solar plexus. Matteo. <laughs> Head out the window. <laughs> Mateo went to went to went to pin me and said, "Just laid down on top of me and gently caressed my cheek." <laughs> like, oh. No, I, I, if this was Deadlands, Mateo would be like right out of that train window. <laughs> what are you doing, Jack? Uh, Mateo is uh, coming for you. It's not your turn, but you get to react as he tries to. You can go. You can fight back. Uh, can I use brawl instead of dodge? Yeah, you can brawl to fight back. Uh, all right, I'm going to try and give him heartburn. Roll your ball in. You oh, oh boy, this is this is the lamest fight anyone. <laughs> you successfully, <laughs> but uh, you do not pin him. Jack manages to deflect you and bounces back to his feet. If he rolled a critical success, he would have been throwing you out the window. <laughs> Alright, now it's your turn, Jack. Uh, you can see Mitch and Penny hovering in the doorway. Uh, can I grab the towel containing the trapezohedron? You can grab the towel containing the trapezohedron. Then I do so. Are you going to pull off the towel? Uh, no, I'm going to cram the whole thing into my pocket. It's too big to go in a pocket. Um, it's big. I'm going to cram the whole thing into my butt. <laughs> yep, plenty of room. <laughs> no, all right, all right. I'm going to tuck it under my jacket, and then I'm going to move towards the window. Okay, you tuck it under your jacket and move towards the window. Um, I see where this is going. Gregory, um, would you like to learn another spell? Maybe read your book. Maybe a bit more black rights and lube carafe as you order a donut, or maybe a Danish. Oh, that's a point. Yeah, because I, I need to... I've only done the skim read. So yeah, I'll... Uh, I've, I've learnt the spells I want to do, but I'm not sure I can practice them. Um, you so... Zoom reading the Black White and Blue Yep. Let Roll me uh, English. Roll one whole English. Oh. <laughs> You've got I'll, to a I'll, tricky bit. I'll, I'll lock it. Lock it by two. Okay, yeah. I'll mark that off as some reading. You're having, you're having a nice time, and you're like, oh, I'm glad I came to the uh, the old uh, saloon car. Yeah, my, my patients are all uh, okay now. Uh, well, they can do without me for an hour. They know where I am. Oliver, what are you doing? Running towards the commotion again. You run towards the commotion. You can see through the door with next to Penny and Mitch, but you can't really do much else this turn because they're all in the way. I'm just like, what's going on? He's got the amulet. What amulet? The amulet. Which one? What amulet are you talking about? Jack seems to be taking the crystal. Nick, your turn. What are you doing? Shooting at. Which um, shouldn't even be here. You're shooting, Jack? Yes. Wow, roll handgun. Please don't kill me. (laughs) Someone's sleeping on the couch tonight. (laughs) <laughs> Boom! Headshot. 
that's Oh, handgun, Mitch. What's sorry? Roll damage. Oh, roll, roll damage. Because of how you've killed me. I did not have killed you. You might have took a lucky pot at your like leg or something. That is true. You can call your shot. Um, oh, and I wanted to kill him. Where's and where? What, what am I? Combat, and then just click on the gun. I think. Oh right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're looking yeah. fucking hell. It's a derringer. It's going to be fucking useless. <laughs> I'll click the wrong gun. I assume you're using oh. your standard handgun. <gasps> I could use a derringer. What's an over? Which which gun would you pick? The small little one. Well, I would have wanted to like hurt him but not kill him. So I would have gone for a limb and I would have used my normal handgun. Okay, you've used your normal handgun and you have shot him in the left arm. No, hang on, I'm going to roll. Yep. In the, the head. Left leg, you've been shot in the left leg for five uh, damage, Jack. Plus a critical? The critical was just his hit. Fine. Oh yeah, there's no dodge. Yeah, I can't dodge. That's why Jack didn't get to dodge. There is no dodging that. Mm. Uh, Cat, um, you currently have another book. Which book have you grabbed? Uh, I think going through the list, I have. If if I can't read the books, then I'll quickly just not be looking at them. I guess so. Nameless cults, which isn't in my list, so <laughs> I don't know what the the number to be is. Nameless cults, got it here. Nameless Colts is Roland D100. All right. Uh, could be. Yeah, this book, oh. you find it again, it tells you the exact same thing. Oh, oh God. Wow. D100. Sanity check, please. <laughs> Cat, I think what I you're looking st- for. <laughs> Oh no! Starting not to like this even more. Good <laughs> <laughs> sick sanity as you scream at the top of your lungs. Throw that book away and lunge for another one. Oh god! Oh, god. Everyone, you all hear Cat scream in terror from her room. Everyone, stop screaming! Penny, <laughs> This room's about as under control as it can be. I can't do anything here. My lady has just screamed. I run to Cat. You run to Cat. Cat, whatever's wrong? Whatever's the matter? As you can see, she's tossed aside another book and has grabbed another one. She seems... You can see a manic light in her eyes. She's flipping through this book madly. But that's shall... your turn, getting oh. there. Can I just shout one last thing? Okay. Somebody give a doctor! Am I in a responding kind of mood now? You are not. You are. Yep. You must prove this is wrong mood. You are completely manically insane right now. Not even in the kind of mumbling things about what I'm doing. I'm now just deep into it. But the only thing you're mumbling is it cannot be true. It cannot be true! Yeah, like that. That would help. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah. That is given Penny the clue that maybe it's time for sleepy night-night juice. <laughs> 
Alright, uh, Matteo, uh, you're not happy with the fact that Mitch just shot into melee, but he shot straight past you, like, you felt the bullet go swoosh and hit Jack. But what are you going to do? Uh, I once again attempt to uh, restrain Jack and also just frantically say, hold your fire! <laughs> <laughs> Right, uh, roll some martial arts to try and restrain Jack. Uh, do martial arts restrain Jack? Where's that? Spe- is that specific martial art you have? He's been learning it for months now. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh. that'll do. <laughs> Just in case he needed it. You can try and dodge this if you like. However, Jack, because it's not as one. Yes, yes, come on. I can dodge this. I can dodge this. Even with a bullet bullet in my leg. You want to have some more ridiculous rolls today? No. Not ridiculous enough. (laughs) Mm. Your leg and losing blood. Matteo just like pins you to the wall. I'm I'm clawing in the general direction of the window. Uh, You're being pinned down. Are you doing anything else? Um... Is any part of Mateo near my mouth? Um, yes, probably an arm. Uh, I'm, I'm going to chomp down on his arm. Wow, delicious! Well, fighting brawling. This is, this is specifically it, what I'm trying to do. It turns out Arona was the Peruvian death adder all along. <laughs> wow, uh, Jack fights really hard. Jack uh, war. Tell <laughs> me your constitution, Matteo, if you take I am going to try to dodge. You can try and dodge. Yeah, yeah. You need one. I know. <laughs> but the odds on that are one in one hundred. I might be close enough to luck it. Yes. Luck combat rolls. I'm not sure you can. Actually, I might not be able to like it, but um, no, anyway, I might roll a one. Go on, then. Why not? I didn't. <laughs> it, wasn't <laughs> it wasn't critical. <laughs> you critically failed. That. You take four hit points of damage as he literally bites a chunk out of your arm and you're forced to let go of him. Like, ow! He, he seems... I think it'll be a bit more than an ow. Screams! Okay. Uh, the uh, waitress stops by Gregory to ask if you'd like uh, another top up on the coffee. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe a lemonade. They've got a really nice Sicilian lemonade, freshly made this morning with fresh lemons. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, they get you a nice clam lemonade and uh, if you'd like okay. a croissant. I actually oh, have to oh yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. If you're starting to serve lunch, I'll have uh, I'll have. Uh, well, I'll bring you a lunch menu, sir. Thank uh, you. It isn't technically open yet, but you can put your order in and she'll see that you get served. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yep, she brings you a lunch menu. I'm <laughs> <laughs> reading the black eyes of Luma Crap. You're having a lovely time. <laughs> Should I roll again or? Yeah, you can roll again. Why not? Whitney's having such a nice time. Oh. We'll mark off another day. <laughs> Uh, Flinty's gone for lunch and everyone else is having a terrifying time. 
who weren't supposed to do this. <laughs> and yet, like at least an hour to go and have lunch on my own. Yeah. All right, uh, Oliver. Mitch has broken out with the guns and shot Jack in the leg. He's bleeding everywhere. Mitch mm. just bit Mateo. Uh, what would you like to do? Possibly. But Jack. Yeah, yeah Jack. Jack bit Mateo. You can hear Cat screaming at the top of her lungs, and then Penny ran off to investigate. And then screech someone to get a doctor. Yeah. yeah. It's going to get a doctor. I'm going to like move in where I can get a clear shot. Like, you know, like, if he, like, you know, like, there's no way I can't shoot him, but still, uh, but from across the room, um, and I'm just going to be like, you know, Jack, stop, stop where you are or I will shoot you again. Uh, Mitch, Oliver hasn't moved in the way. If you shoot into this room now, you're probably going to hit someone. Uh, I get the shotgun out instead, because then that way it'll go through all of them. (laughs) You're just going to end this. You're going to ignore Penny's scream for help. Yes. Don't give a shit. Um, uh, Yeah, I'm going to lunge at Jack. You would have to lunge through two people. You would have to lunge through two people. There's a bed there, right? You can just enjoy enough space. The the room is only three feet wide. If you jump, if you jump on the two bed, we are knocking our deposit back. <laughs> <laughs> the room is only two feet wide, and the bed is in like a sort of like one of those sort of like enclosed beds. It's, it's only this wide. Yeah. It can't be two foot. Two foot is too small. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, the bed, the bed would be like three foot meters. <laughs> well, that's what the cat says. <laughs> I guess that's slightly wrong. Um, okay, well, it's still not a wide room. You're not going to be able to, like, martial arts or brawl your way through the other two. They're two grown men in the way. You've seen horror on the um, horror, Murder on the Iron Express. You've seen how narrow those rooms can be. Well, they're stupid for getting in the way, aren't they? <laughs> Break out the magic. Oh, yeah, I could just... a harmonica. What do I do to play? I I play a a danger like like Star Trek theme. <laughs> that just gives Jack more power. Um, yeah, I, I guess I could do like soaring jig on Jack. <laughs> um, no. Um, eh, well, you're all in my fucking way. So, like, what, what can I do? Can't do anything really. Um, Oliver, you'd put your gun to the back of his head and be like, him first! Mateo! This is a Mexican standoff. (laughs) I I, I shout into him, grab his jacket, the crystal's in his jacket, get the jacket off of him. And, like, there's the information I wanted to bestow onto everyone. There you go. Good bestowing. Have you grabbed? Well, I wanted to grab, but everyone's in the... Fucking way, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm what? so sorry. Fucking America, fucking Americans. Like, <laughs> oh, like, get my gun out, get my gun out. I've like done a tactical shot, you know, I've, I've weakened him, going to go in, get the crystal, get out, sell it on like bargain hunt. And now, well, oh, I don't know what. 
<laughs> look, look, we all know that you're just going to get 10 seconds of time in the Crystal Dome. Pat, what would you, what book are you grabbing now? Uh, let's see. There's various ones I can't read. That one isn't in my possession anymore. So I'm going to have a look through Song of the Jinn, which I don't oh. have in my list of, well, my character list, but it is assigned to me. So I think it's one of the ones I have. Just looking for it. Where is it? The Book of Dyson. Song of the Jinn. There we go. Blam. Oh, Peggy used to own this book before she got murdered. For oh, no. being, uh, roll a D100. I roll. Nah, uh-huh. at last. <laughs> you can't find it. It's not in this book. Vindication. Must not be true. Hey. Put that aside and like, yes, it proves it and grab another book. <laughs> I, just, uh, I don't use any more sanity, so that's good. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I should remind before it's too late that there's dessert in the kitchen. I uh, did. The dessert will be fine. We'll go have it after we wrap up. Okay, that's fine. All right, I just wanted to make sure it was fine. We need three hours to, to defrost. Okay, what am I getting, what am I getting the. Uh... Right, uh, Penny, what are you doing? Cat definitely seems out of it, and no one is responding to your screams of help. Yeah, but I don't want to leave her alone either, because who knows what she might bloody do. So I'm just going to continue talking to her calmly and trying to get her to calm down. Please, uh, please, please, Lady Vanderbilt, calm down. Tell me what's wrong. Tell you, you, you can tell me. It will make it all feel better. I'm sure. Come on, uh, blah. Um, Cat, roll me your sanity. I can do that. I'm very sane. You turn, calm as a stone, grab Penny's lapels, pull her in close, and go, he's here, he knows, these books must be wrong, and then you push her aside and return Eehoo! to the book you currently have. Oh my god, an extreme sanity didn't... Oh. Oh. Hee-hoo, oh. cat, hee-hoo! That's the end of your turn, I'm afraid, Craig. Join us next time. <laughs> no! Mateo, <laughs> Jack has bitten you quite severely. You're bleeding from the chunk he took out of your wrist. Uh, he, however, is bleeding worse from the leg wound. Point of order, it was uh, sort of mid-arm. Mid-arm, then. What are you doing, Jack? Uh, not Jack, Mateo. Um... He's clearly gone off the fruit loop. Do you want to try and grab the crystal? I might try mantra. Oh, the mantra on him. Yeah. yeah. It's a bit of risky because it also makes him stronger. <laughs> and immune to pain. Yeah. yeah. But if you Drag me down, Darth, and I'll become more powerful than you could possibly imagine. <laughs> but I think this might be the move because this is getting silly. Um, like, like he's got a bullet wound in his leg and he's losing blood. You'd think that would stop him, but nope. Yeah, I think I need to try this. Um, so, well, I've had a sleep, so that's fine. And now let's try it, see if it works. Okay, you spend the three MP and roll pow. And roll pow. Ugh. No. I'm afraid the spell has not broken through. It is uh, 
mania. You can definitely feel he's having a psychotic episode, though, as you try to calm him down, and he manages to shrug it off. Jack, what are you doing? First of all, you make me a constitution roll. Mm, yeah, that's, that's a good call. Because of all that blood coming out of me. You have been shot in the leg. Oh. Jack oh, falls. Yeah. He tries to stand up, tries for the window, and then just slumps over unconscious. Bleeding oh. out onto the carpet. Oh, roll your luck, please, Jack. Well, I'm not going to make that. Yep, the, okay, crystal, like that. the crystal rolls out from under your jacket but stays wrapped up in its towel. Oh, that, that, that'd be great. Just both of us just there staring at the crystal like I'm bleeding. <laughs> like, <"Urgh." laughs> able to, like, you know, talk during these things, or is there only the ones that. What was that? Oh, you didn't come through? I said we can all, we all saw that, right? So I can shout things as I see that happen. Yeah. Yeah. Grab, grab the crystal. I'm like, grab the crystal. I'm like, and roll it. Or like, yeah, grab the crystal. Combat is over. I you plan will... on grabbing the crystal. Mateo has picked up the crystal. Yeah. Jack is bleeding to death. Cat I... some sort of psychotic episode. Oliver is... I immediately go over to Jack, um, throw some handcuffs on him, and then work to start stemming the bleeding. You don't have any handcuffs. Oh, wait. Your handcuffs went down with the plane. Oh, goddammit. And the other guy. Oh, damn it. (laughs) I only have one pair of handcuffs. I will just... I will... Look, he's passed out from blood. I will just start stemming the bleeding. um, Roll your first aid. Shout someone to get the doctor. Rolling. Roll your first aid. Roll first aid. (sighs) How do I stem bleeding? I... Don't. Squeeze the leg. You start like pressing down the wound with some, you know, another towel or something, but you know, it's not Story. doing a lot. So, yeah. Oliver's trying to save Jack from bleeding out. Mateo has a pistol. I'm going to go in and try and, like, I see what bad job he's doing. And I... <laughs> if you fully wring the leg out, it, the bleeding will eventually stop. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a towel, right? (laughs) So I do first aid? Yes, please, Mitch. (laughs) You and Oliver, between you, are stemming the bleeding. Cat is having a psychotic episode of some kind. Penny is desperately trying to get information out of her. Oh, calm her down. But I don't know what else to do. Dr. Gregory is uh, perusing the lunch menu, trying to decide between the steak, kidney pie, or the salad. And we'll see you all next month. Oh, no. (laughs) Dr. Gregory, no. (sighs) We don't normally normally cut out during the middle of someone bleeding. I think that went very well. (laughs) (laughs) I like the fact that Cat has gone by on the bend and poor Penny doesn't know what to do. Well, I know what to do. Get my competent companions to get the doctor while I make sure she doesn't hurt herself and no one's listened! <laughs> wait, sorry, wait, wait. Sorry, there was something else going on at the time. Wait, wait, what? Cat got an extreme success on sanity and is still loopy. This is a concern. The, the, the sanity role there was to see if she was coherent enough to 
say something to Penny, which he did. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. That bad. <laughs> Join us next time for the exciting continuation of Planes, Trains, and Sanity Rolls. <laughs> <laughs>